Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of I'll Make a Fan Out of You, where we watch, review, and rank every Disney movie chronologically. I'm your host, Brent Taylor. I'm Kelsey Madison. And I'm Chris And today, we are watching Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast. Beast. I'm excited. <laughs> Beauty and the Beanstalk. I haven't seen this in a while, I think. I've seen the live action one. When it came out, I've seen <laughs> did not the, see that. I've seen the YouTube pooper remix of Gaston's song. <laughs> now that's a good song. What? They up uh, the levels drastically every time he makes the gulp sound when he says, <laughs> uh, "Get large and swallows all the eggs." Oh my god! That <laughs> every is time that happens. Well, the they actually they replace Gaston with "Get large" and it's oh. super loud. <laughs> oh my god, that's um, funny. That's yeah, you. this. Uh, this movie is one that we've all seen, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, I didn't respond. Pretty sure. I, I've seen it like once or twice. I, yeah. I saw it as a kid, probably on a, um, uh, probably on a, like a road trip. I think <laughs> that's what you said about the last movie. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't watch Disney movies by choice largely. They because we had them on VHS and we had a uh, minivan that had a little VHS TV. That's mm. cool. Yeah, we also had a. Um, a, we had a green minivan where we took a CRT TV and we put it on the floor and on balance it on a wood block and so to tilt it up and then we would watch like Arthur VHSs oh, and stuff. Nice. And then we uh, also had a old conversion van with blinds. Oh and, my like, god! Weird. It had two TVs uh, and there was one in between the back seats that was only black and white. Whoa. And if you nice. took anything metal and you, they had little uh, headphone plugins, but mm-hmm. we didn't know what they were. But if you took just cords, oh. you could put them in, and it would make sparks. <laughs> and so we normally did oh my that. gosh! So that sounds like a good, like good road trip entertainment. It was great. Yeah, we watched Annie a lot. <laughs> a the, lot. Like, yeah, like the nineties Annie. I with love uh, it. I was gonna say Jane DeVito, but that's Matilda, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's with people <laughs> that, that I definitely movie. don't recognize recognize because yeah. i was an absolute child so when we were on road trips uh sometimes we would we had like a family friend that our families would like go on trips together a lot and she had a tv in the back row she had a long van in the back row they had like the portable tvs that attached to the back of the seats Ooh, we had those too. and um they also had a uh one one of those uh, cigarette lighter converters, like car chargers, but mm. it would like convert it into a wall outlet. And, and so she would bring her PS2, we'd plug it into the van, and then play uh, Guitar Hero. Oh my god! Of all games. That's a bold. What? That's yeah. a bold. You brought the guitars car. with you? Yeah. Oh my god! Literally, macro Guitar Hero road trip. <laughs> what? A, a road trip game that requires a lot of like kind of movement yeah. and yeah. space yeah. and so also setup. yeah and also yeah. a lot of on a very small equipment. tv that you couldn't quite hear <laughs> oh my gosh um it was not ideal but That's the only so games funny. that she owned were that or horse racing games because she was a horse girl horse racing you should have played horse racing that feels more appropriate did, in the car we did every now and then actually you know what what's funny is we didn't even use the guitars most of the time we usually had the controller because you can technically yeah. play with the controller <laughs> yeah, with the face buttons. It was uh, it was um, the shoulder L one L or R one R two L one L two and then X were the five. <laughs> I, I like so that because because there's, yeah, there's cause... no like series of five anywhere. Everything is a group of four. Oh my gosh, how weird! 
Um, but yeah, this movie is the guitar cool. hero of Disney the, movies. Uh, yeah, really? I in, love that guitar solo. What's the rock band of Disney movies? Mm. The better ver- the is what that translates to. Oh yeah, then the remake. Than <laughs> the remake with Emma no. Watson. That's no. the no. Not at all. Hey, you guys can't uh, talk bad about it if you haven't You're right. watched it. I think she's an excellent Belle. We we didn't say it was I'm bad. Sure, yeah, I'm sure she does. <laughs> Neither of us were saying it was bad. I was just uh, saying I it's, mean, you were implying some things. I was implying it's not better than the original. Oh, right. I think well, that you could argue that it kind of kicked off the whole weird, cursed That's live not true. No. Cinderella did. Well, way Cinderella back when. Movie? And Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I'll say Alice in Wonderland. Oh, was yeah, no, what? Like it was Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland yeah. was like 20, what, 12? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, was like well, was Cinderella the Sam Raimi Spider-Man to uh, Alice in Wonderland's... <laughs> MCU. Yeah, yeah, Alice in Wonderland's uh, Iron Man. No, Alice in Wonderland... <laughs> no, in this scenario, yes. Alice in Wonderland would be X-Men. Cinderella would be Spider-Man. And then what was Beauty and the Beast would be Iron Man. Iron Man. Okay. Wouldn't... Um, Jungle Book be Iron Man? Because Jungle Book came out before Beauty and the Beast did. Oh, did really? yeah. Okay, Jungle then Book? yeah, that's yeah. the one. I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. What was the most that. profitable? Wait, but live action be... 101 Dalmatians came out in the 90s. That doesn't uh... count. That's another Sam Raimi Spider-Man <laughs> of a live <laughs> No, that's like, that's, that's like the Howard the Duck. That's the yeah, one that that's technically that's was first. Howard the Duck. Mm. That's the one that's like, well, technically, yes, that one was the first one, but... <laughs> that, that movie's great. Howard the Duck? No. Oh. Yeah, Howard the Duck was Howard the Duck. No, that's a film. Howard the Duck is arguably not a film. <laughs> it's a I, it's a series of crimes. It's a series hmm. of visual crimes. <laughs> it's a series oh my of gosh. horribly thought out capers. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, I think the live action Beauty and the Beast, like the casting, is all perfect. Uh, I I have not seen the live action Beauty and the Beast, but my only the only things I've seen of it are the Gaston song, which is great. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Do they have him swallowing whole eggs? I don't remember. He definitely says, size of a, I'm the size of a barge. That's important. <laughs> he says, size of a barge. Does he show his hairy chest? Um, That's a good remember. question. I think he might. That's good. Who plays uh, Gaston? Oh, Some uh, guy. Luke Evans? Is that who he is? Chris Evans? No, not Chris Evans. <laughs> Wait, what? I think it's Luke Evans. Luke Evans. No, I, I don't think is you know him. Is it like him. a... a, a <laughs> I follow him on Instagram because he's cute. Is it a, an Owen Wilson versus Tim Wilson, whatever his Luke name. Wilson. That's it. <laughs> Tim Wilson. Wilson. I think, yeah, the only thing is I've seen are Gaston's song, which was great. Uh, the, the, what do you call him? All the inanimate objects. He's also a pirate in some parts of the Caribbean movie. Which I did not like at all. With, his, I liked with that really nasty mustache, of course he looks... Oh, he's just a, um, he's like a weird stand-in for both, if you are if you squint Bloom. your eyes, he could be a stand-in for both Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom. Yeah, he was probably movie. the stunt double for both of them in Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's... It made their fight scenes really hard to film. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had to film a lot of just him going back and forth. But Emma Watson, I think, is... A I think Belle. I think Emma Watson's a great Belle, and I think this guy well, is this, a great guest on. I mean, she's oh, yeah. just like a great actress yeah but i think so. bell and hermione are also like similar. two very similar characters but yeah. my favorite line from bell in beauty and the beast is when it's she be corrects lines <laughs> so i'm not going to tell the joke <laughs> i'm sure that you know the punchline <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I was talking to my mom about Beauty and the Beast uh, this morning, actually, because I was like, oh yeah, we're watching Beauty and the Beast tonight. And she was like, isn't it crazy that there's like little girls who know Emma Watson as Belle and not as Hermione? And I was like, oh, that hurts me. I can't imagine, though, that someone would take their daughter to see the live-action Beauty and the Beast and not show them the animated one. Like, well, I mean, I think they would, but, like, it's that they would go see that, and, like, that would be their first, like, this is Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just know Potter. how people, are, like, people are so, like, my version of Beauty and the Beast is the real one, well, so I think I, it's I'm more imagining like, the parents being like, this is the original. Well, I think it's probably more like, you know, you're... Your ten-year-old daughter is not going to watch. You're not going to force your ten-year-old daughter to watch every single Harry Potter movie before <laughs> right. watching Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah, you really need to understand the, the history of uh, mm-hmm. this actress's film career. She uh-huh. first came onto the scene when she was doing her role as Her- Hermione, uh-huh. not Belle. Yes, Hermione was first. So remember that. Technically, Belle was first because this animated right. Disney movie <laughs> came out first. Oh, sorry. And then Harry Potter. Wait, were you... Sorry, I think I misheard what you were saying. Were you saying that kids grow up thinking Emma Watson is Belle and not Hermione? Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying is Belle and not the drawn oh, is Belle. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The, uh, I see. Because, yeah. like, that every is time wild. I watch yeah. a movie with any of the actors from Harry Potter, I'm like, oh, there's Ron. Yeah. Not that he's in any other <laughs> Yeah, I do. Well, he's but... <laughs> in the show about robbing a bank and then pretending to have cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. So he's in, he's in like a, he's in, like, a, like, a kind of punky comedy about, Whoa, uh, almost like Peaky Blinders, but, like, mm. contemporary, like, Birmingham gold thieves, and then... Whoa. Uh, there's one where he pretends to have cancer. That one actually looks good. Yeah, honestly, it, it from looks, the trailer. Well, it just looks like I did not like ever see greasy, bleak British comedy. I mean, that they, sounds fun. Well, he uh, what's what's the guy who so, the doctor is? Yeah, um, it's the guy in Shaun of the Dead. I can't remember his name. Oh, it's just Sean and, and Hot Fuzz. Not Simon Pegg. Not Simon. Nick Pegg. Frost. Yeah. So Nick like. Fury? No. <laughs> Nick Fury's in it uh, with Rupert Grant, and Nick Fury tells him he has like cancer and he's terminal. So then he, <laughs> and he has to an work awful it. life. And he has this. a horrible life, and then everyone like, you know, gives him pity and like this gives him love, and then he goes back to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Oh, it's totally wrong." And then <gasps> you don't have cancer. Yeah. So I then know, he pretends to have cancer. Yeah, he realizes Whoa, his life was that better. That is messed up. He's like, "My life was better when I had cancer." So. Uh, oh my god. So he pretends Weird. to have cancer. Yeah. It's very weakened. He weakened at Bernie's himself. <laughs> Huh. Wow. It's a preemptive <laughs> weekend of Bernie's. The other thing I know about the live action Beauty and the Beast that I definitely did not like was I saw a like five second clip of the end of the movie when they're dancing and, and she says, uh, she has a line Don't where she's like, oh, they dance no, at the end of the movie. No, she has a line. That part is the worst part. She says like, I think she's like, you should consider growing out a beard, and then he growls at her, and it is so yeah. uncomfortable. I mean, you can't judge it. That's no, I know, I know. the worst I know. line in the whole movie. I so, know. like, of course I you really, saw this He's like, meme. and I'm like, ah, no, and I just oh, close they're Twitter. Oh, hu- because they're humans at the end. Yeah, they're yeah. human again. Oh, and so she's saying, I actually liked you better when you were a furry. Yeah. That's my weird, that's the weirdest part of the movie, is when uh, Hermione Granger leans <laughs> very, very close to his ear at the very end of the movie, and you hear her whisper. I liked you better as a furry. <laughs> Which is well, maybe inspired by the fact that she turned into a cat Yeah, in, in three Potter. or two. Three. Three? Because that's when they would learn about, um, that's when they learn about an an guy because... An-ima-guy? Well, no it's, no, it's because they make a polyjuice potion, but there was cat hair in it when oh, she drank it. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, I'm thinking about, 
I think it was transfiguration spells oh, and the, yeah. any magi or whatever because that was the right. It's the kind of yeah. Chekhov's magic type, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like whatever it's they learned wide, at the yeah, beginning of the yeah. movie the, slash book. The class that you take in the first twenty minutes of the Harry Potter movie <laughs> mm-hmm. is going to be the thing that you use. Yeah, in the final yeah, act. I love that about Harry Potter movies. That's <laughs> just the film movie yeah. too, right? Today we're what? going to learn about basilisks. <laughs> whatever I they learned in the first fun. five minutes of Beauty and the Beast is what happens to save them in the end. We'll see. I guess we'll have to see and find yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, I dropped my pin. Oh, and me hitting the pin, it fell on the ground, and it hit the music button. Oh, my God. So, oh, I hear the music now. It's playing as well. That means it's time to watch the movie. Here Here we we go. go. Off to Beauty and the Beast. And we are back. We have just watched Disney's Beauty and the Beast, 1991. Beauty and the Beast. I liked it. I love it. I thought it was great. <laughs> Yay! It's <was> good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will admit, less happened in this movie than I thought. What? What are you talking about? All kinds of stuff happens. Mm. I'd say it's about the same amount as Little Mermaid. I think more stuff happens in Little Mermaid. You think so? I think so, personally. There's I a lot like... of scene uh, location changes. A lot of characters. No, there's only like two locations. But it like like cuts back and forth when stuff's happening. Like stuff happens in the town, and then stuff happens in the forest, and then the castle, and then back in the town in the bar. I, f- I feel in I the felt, library. I felt that way at the beginning, but like there, once Belle was in the castle, it was like almost. I mean, there wasn't like one or two times they cut back to Gaston, but it was. And I, I mean, that's because the two main characters are in the same location, right? Yeah. yeah. But like. It, like the entire like them falling in love felt like one re- like one long oh, spoilers. extended. Oh, sorry, spoilers for Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> spoilers, they fall in love. Oh my god, you I guys, think... don't tell them what happens with the curse. No. <laughs> I think for me, one thing that definitely makes it hard to kind of like parse out how much stuff happens is it's also very hard to tell how much time passes. Oh yeah, in the movie, like, you're confused if it was like incredibly confusing or days. So. Yeah. It could be like Texas where you get uh, multiple seasons in one day. I think, I think, (laughs) I think not a lot of time passes in this movie, Mm -hmm. but certain things make it feel like more time passes. Yeah. And I think we subconsciously want more time to pass. Because they're falling in love. Because they're falling in love. But And it's like, well, if it's only been a week, this is a little ridiculous. But if it's been like months, maybe it's more reasonable. But other Disney princesses have fallen in love faster than Belle has fallen in love. Sure. I'm just saying. But no, that's, I mean, that's correct. But that doesn't excuse. (coughs) What about love at first sight? Well, I think. Do you believe in it? What about it? Do you believe in it? Well, I don't think that that is an example for this movie. Right. This movie is an example of a. this movie's not about love. But it's just, it's the question. No, it's, it's a. Like, well, that's What's one of the biggest answer? differences between this and other Princess Prince relationships in other movies is that instead of a kind of faded love at first sight, it is a woman who's being held against her will and begrudgingly mm-hmm. like opens up. They both begrudgingly open up to one another and a companionship develops. Mm. And then from that, like that is what they're trying to convince us of. Yeah. So I think it is Stockholm definitely... Syndrome. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, one might argue that the entirety of this film is one long chain of different types of emotional abuses stringed together. Interesting. <laughs> but hmm. I think that, like, um, it that's, that's why I think it is very valid to have concerns about, like, confusions with the timeline of this movie. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. because, like, the type of relationship that they're trying to enforce 
is it is they're tr essentially trying to convince you that the equivalent the emotional equivalent of like months and months happens even if in actual time that is not um Sorry, that was our living saucer. <laughs> so, but he looked delicious in this movie. So, exactly. any noises? With our friends, this is actually Casey. Mm -hmm. She's a cup. Can we turn Casey into a mug for <laughs> well, this episode? Well, and and it's this will Precursor. be a talking point later. But she's actually one of the pieces of furniture that doesn't have a mouth or any sort of discernible <laughs> way to communicate, as opposed to some of the chosen select who yeah. have the ability no. to. We, we went over this. No, we didn't. Go okay, over well this. then we will we go will. over this. This is important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, movie opens. With a beautiful piece of scenery. Beautiful Bambi's scenery. Mom. Yes, we see Bambi's mom again. again. Yeah. Bambi mom count in, we've, it's, in it's exploded. In the, uh, ew. <laughs> oh, we, we dropped. We put some, we oh. dropped accidentally. Not accidentally. <laughs> totally <laughs> We on put purpose. some peasant to some Topo Chica to see what would happen. And it made, made a gross fizz, And now there's top. a kind of scuzz that has to That is surface. really gross. We were going to recommend you do this at home, but now. It's, we thought it was going to be like. Flavoring. Coke and Mentos. Just kidding. We didn't think that. But it kind of fizzed like that. But now there's a weird layer of stuff on the top. We, we thought it was going to be like a. Um, a little sugar cube. What's what are the what's that like stuff you you drop in your water? Oh, oh mio, mio. Yeah, I was <laughs> expecting a mio. I want to try it. Drink it. It doesn't smell very good. <laughs> this is a, the scientific method part of the podcast where we try yeah that went things. really <laughs> flat. All right, I'll try it. <laughs> it lost most of its carbonation pretty quickly. Ooh, yeah. No, the, it's uh, just water. <laughs> the hint of Pez taste is does not is not flattering. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hate it. <laughs> Stop drinking my water. You didn't like it. I'm still gonna drink. Well, I it. did. I also, when you were okay, looking, I put in bubble soap. Oh my god, it was also a giant bubble wine. This is your last too, episode. So. <laughs> your days are numbered. Unless you're a uh, Patreon subscriber. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Who knows? You might see some nice stuff coming on down the line. Wink, the petals are falling off of your cursed rose. <laughs> you better true. find true love. I'm gonna kiss this Topo Chico. <laughs> Oh my does god, it, he transformed! But does it love you back? Well, that's oh, the thing, too, no, is... Uh, and we can address this later, obviously, but technically, the like, the beast could fall in love with one of his staff, right? Like, one he of the, the he, pieces yeah, of furniture, He could fall right? in love with whoever. But he's like, they're all furniture it's and his, cups, and it's like that's weird. So he, ma he maintains his strict no. kind of, like, classist... Well, yeah, that's like, why he was turned still into a beast in the first place. It's, no, it's incredibly unprofessional to fall in love with an A subordinate of yours. Yeah, we can't have a... <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say a workplace uh, romance, but that's not okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not quite sure if it's a corporate structure, the aristocracy, <laughs> the landed gentry. Um, but yeah, but that's all. Well, let's get into it, because we get the intro with a beautiful zoom into the castle. <laughs> Bambi's mom... Uh, introduces us yes. to the castle. She says, "Welcome to a story <laughs> of a beautiful girl and a scary monster." Man, scary man, the scariest <laughs> monster of all. Truly, ooh, is Gaston the one that killed Bambi's mom? Oh my God, he is! I think that's the most airtight fan theory we've had. <laughs> I I'm think shook. you're probably think you're right, right in that that is the most airtight theory. <laughs> this is a true fact. We we know Bambi's mom and Gaston have been seen in the same location. We know Gaston is an extremely good hunter who decorates 
Well, okay, Bambi's mom did not have antlers, but he all of his antlers. But he has animals on his wall that don't have antlers. Sure, we right. did discuss the, we right. did discuss the possibility that uh, the Beast's castle is Sleeping Beauty's castle from mm. either the future or the past, kind oh, of a yeah. Legend of Zelda type situation. Well, yeah, we've already decided that all the Disney forests are the same forest. Well, because it's a ta- it's a tale as old as time. It's a kind of cyclical it's a song happening. As old as rhyme. Yeah, it's <gasps> Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Old. Uh, the, and we see we don't see Bambi's mom at the end of the movie, but we hear gunshots from Gaston. <laughs> we do hear a lot. At some point, you hear gunshots, and also you don't see Bambi's mom. At the end do you of the think? Movie. Do you think she was inside that beer barrel? Oh, no. Do you think the scene where Bambi's mom is killed it takes place the same instance of the mob storming their way towards Beast's castle? Yes. And on the way, they kill Bambi's yes! mom. Yes. Oh my god, that's why all the animals are so scared because it's like forty humans marching through the woods. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Wow. Air tight. <laughs> so we have uh, a beautiful stained glass window. Yeah, I love the stained glass storytelling. <clears throat> and there was a there was a narrator, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. An unnamed narrator. Yeah. Uh, who tells us of a young prince? In the live action movie, the narrator is uh, Nanny McPhee. I forgot what that actress's name is. Oh really? Yeah. Um, Melissa Joan Hart. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, speaking of Disney news, did y'all hear who Ursula is? Melissa McCarthy! Melissa McCarthy's playing Ursula. We want it to be A. Lizzo. Great choice. B, that would be incredible if Lizzo were Incredible. That. B. A drag queen! Yeah. Come on! Like, literally yeah. any. Also, G- Ginger Minj is the one that I see said the most. But. Um, yeah. Well, as we all know... Uh, there's there can only be ever be one uh, fat actor or actress at a time and like no in one Hollywood gets, in Hollywood so Ugh. Melissa McCarthy is the one right now sorry yeah um our, once, it's our like extra yeah. flex Patreon goal um, that once we make a billion dollars <laughs> we're gonna make our own fan cast. A live action remake of a Disney movie. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we're picking Saludos Amigos. <laughs> no! Oh, I thought that's what we decided. Okay, Yo, that w- Lizzo as one of the... <laughs> if, okay, okay, fan... Ca- sorry, quick tangent, <laughs> fans. We need to start a second okay. podcast, who, which is fan casting. Who, yes. who would you cast as the three Caballeros? Oh. Actually, I don't know enough... Uh, the, the actors would have to be uh, Brazilian and Mexican yo, that'd be and cool. American. One of the guys from the only Brazilian movie I've ever seen is Elite Squad, The Enemy Within. What? So obviously one of the guys oh from Elite gosh. Squad. I keep thinking of, um, I saw a lot of trailers recently for the um, the three amigos with, um, what's that guy's name? Um, Steve, Steve uh, Martin. Steve Martin and... Wait, you two? saw trailers for this movie from the 80s? Wait, I don't know why. No, well, no, didn't. it's Chevy Chase, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. Yeah, that's a good cast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good three Caballeros. Oh, yeah. Let's... Listen, but like, we but need like to give, modern yeah, those three. We yeah. need to give Chevy Chase more... <laughs> platforms. <laughs> more platforms oh to be able God. to speak his mind. <laughs> what do you think Chevy Chase is thinking about? <laughs> but oh I'll bet God. he's got real good things to say. Um, so... We open with uh, the stained glass window. We know that there, oh, this yes. castle is home to a young prince mm-hmm. who is very handsome but very mean. Stingy. And we don't learn anything about his parents, do we? No, I don't think they're there. Which is interesting. But is they he do, an orphan prince? They, well, they do call him a prince. Right. What is he in charge of? The, he's not in charge of... The castle of, grounds? He's, he's, yeah, he's like only in charge of that castle. Is Are he, we sure he's a real prince? Is he like a prince that just rules the town from afar? Like <laughs> yeah. a lot of... French it, it doesn't uh, seem like monarchs? well what's weird is everyone in the town doesn't know about the castle so it's like it's yeah. not like the castle had no bearing on the 
parish that that town was in. Yeah, Maurice didn't even know it existed. You'd think That's if you were because it was only the, the town went over another kingdom. Yeah, yeah, well, they were. It's kind of like a Flanders situation where it's like technically it's like in the edge of another kingdom. So yeah. like that's yeah. actually the capital of the next county over or like kind of, because the thing is is that like it's 10 years later so it's like literally yeah. Belle as a kid if if she were living in the kingdom that that castle was the center of then yeah. she would be like she would know who that is yeah that's true yeah i think um i think that kingdom there's another kingdom or village or just some sort of uh area that the beast rules over that is really close by to the castle, but it's all dudes. And that's why Beast just didn't fall in love with any of them. Oh, because he only likes women? Right. Interesting. And that's why he's been cursed into this castle. Because if we just say that there's some other closer kingdom, then it's like, well, then why did he have to get Belle all the way from her village? Yeah, that's geographically, true. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Hmm. He's in charge of something, I get. We we only know he's a prince because he lives in a well, big castle. I mean, it's also like the 1600s. And they call him prince. Right, and because the movie calls him. It's like presumably the like the 1600s, right? Is it? Yeah. So it's so like it's the twilight of any sort of power in a feudal sense, right? Because like, yeah, they are they. He is royalty in name only. He doesn't. Like, it's obvious that the castle holds no actual political power in the region. Right, but, like, the castle is full of... Like, if you sold everything in the castle, he he's he's a rich guy. Yeah, but there's no political power Right, there, really. but just social power. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume that it's already an... It's an imperial state, but somehow he's got a little feudal fiefdom. Yeah. Now, I will say... Hmm. This is a fun fact. It's... Walt Disney tried to make a Beauty and the Peace, Beauty and the Peace, Beauty and, <laughs> and the Peace, uh, tried to make a Beauty and the Beast movie in the 30s, and Whoa. then tried again in the 50s. I think what? they ended up just turning it into Doctor uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the castle does kind of feel like that. Yeah, I think they ended up turning it into um, Snow White and then Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, maybe <laughs> same movie. The same movie. Oh, they tried to make this 90s movie in the 30s. And they were like, we don't have enough technology for the CG. I thought Whoa. you meant that Walt Disney wanted to take this specific movie in the 30s and do a, already a live action remake <laughs> what? of it about 60 years before it came out. Oh my god, wow. He's a time traveler, we know that. <laughs> so, uh... Time we, Turner. We find out... Emma, Emma Watson? Watson. <gasps> oh my god. She Full is circle. a wizard. A witch. Dad's a muggle. Mum's witch. Bit of a shock for him when he found out. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. That's the only line. I love Seamus Finney. Yeah, he's great. There's a... Uh, never mind. Uh, I was going to tell you about the Seamus Finnegan Funko Pop. Anyways. Oh um, I assume it has beady black Pops. eyes and looks kind of like Seamus Finnegan. It actually is very great because his hair's all spazzed out and he's got like a big oh, like it's thing explosion on his oh, face. Oh, that's good. Um, that happens to him all the time, that Seamus... Yeah, and then he like he's comedic relief. Then he well, then they guy. just like shoehorn him into uh, being a point of conflict in the fourth movie. Mm. Wait, did they? Yeah, yeah. So he he's like uh, mad at Harry because Harry got picked for the Goblet of Fire, and he's like, "Wait, why do you always get picked for stuff? Like this I don't is remember that. legitimately I messed that up." Yeah, he becomes kind of a populist voice. Huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> very funny. Uh, well, we find out. <laughs> I think he dies. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't die. They wouldn't kill Seamus. Well, Why would they kill Seamus? Did they kill Dean? No. They killed Cedric, and that's what matters. 
they did kill Cedric. He died, dude. Yeah. He super died. My boy! My son! My son! Get away from my boy! <laughs> okay, so... Is that what that's from? Yeah. Oh, that's in, what he sounds like when he's crying over in his son. In the stained glass. That's a good scene. That is a good scene. Um, we see uh, an old hag knock on the door of the castle, and... And we prince. should point out, we don't think she's an old hag. The movie tells us she's right, an old hag. Right, right. I'm paraphrasing what the mm-hmm. narrator said. Um, so she knocks on the door. She's got a flower for some reason. The prince is like, no, no, lady. You're yeah. gross. Yeah, she's, she says, I'll give you this rose if you let me stay here for the night. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no. You're a stranger. And you're ugly. Stranger danger. Yeah. You're ugly. Mostly ugly. Yeah. Honestly, though, it is. it does raise some very compelling questions of... Uh, yeah, oh, maybe he shouldn't have let this random woman into his yeah, castle when he's the only person woman. there and he's a child who's, like, he's, 11. But yeah, also, I as, we, let a as we all know, home. he's not the only person there. There's about a workforce of, There's one might say, of... about 400 people that's that a, serve that's him. That's a good point. He, li- he can't even eat oatmeal with a spoon. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. But it wasn't like, like, hey, Mrs. Potts, can you, like, check out this lady and make sure she's okay? It yeah, was he like, didn't even get that far. He was just like, I don't like you. He's right, 11. I'm an 11-year-old kid, and I see a stranger that I don't know outside that looks creepy. Home. My parents aren't home, and they knock on the door. There are people that work in his castle that he doesn't even know. But that's different. When you're 11. They live there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, go away. And they'd be like, is your mom home? And I'm like, no, my mom's in the shower. Or she is home, but she's in the Good shower. Answer. Good answer. She can't come to the door right now. Please leave and never come back. And then I would get turned into a beast. Yeah, that's true. You Just because get... you did what your parents told you. Because yeah. the wet bandits tried to... <laughs> <laughs> what? What if she was trying to rob the beast? Yeah. We don't know her motives. Yeah. Honestly, she should have tried There's to rob the beast. There's a lot of in that castle. She could yeah, steal. Yeah, and that's ambiguous in its kind of timeline. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> also, no later on, they just have the t- the Eiffel Tower made out of dishes. So Lumiere actually invented the Eiffel Tower. Time travelers. Hey, have y'all seen... He's uh, Lumiere Eiffel. Have y'all seen Beastly? Yes. Have oh you my seen God. it? Uh, it's on Netflix. Is it, is it like is it like Once Upon a Time? Hey, we should we should do a, oh, a bonus episode about God. Beastly. So yes. Beastly is a is a, a YA book uh, that they then made into a oh, movie. Wait, I think I Vanessa saw Hudgens it. is starring in it. Oh, okay. I watched um, the Princess Switch instead. <laughs> no, oh, that's a movie. That is a quality Vanessa yeah. Hudgens movie. We watched all the life all the like Lifetime style movies nice. oh, yeah. uh, during Chris over Hallmark. Christmas. Did y'all watch Christmas Prince? We did. We watched Christmas Prince. Christmas Prince Two. Uh, yes. Also, we watched Christmas. Prince. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend watched Christmas Prince, and when there was an economic crisis, <laughs> yeah, yeah in Belgravia or wherever it is, <laughs> talk about yeah, Belgravia. <laughs> we were talking about that movie, and and it's so funny because that entire kingdom's like everything is centered around Christmas, like all their traditions and yeah. laws. Yeah. And... What do they do when it's not December? Or <laughs> yeah, they just they close. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it was so funny because me, <laughs> it's true. Me and uh, uh, my girlfriend were watching Christmas Prince, and we were we were just laughing about how bad this movie was, and, we, and it was like driving us crazy because that movie is is nuts, incredible. And then it's it is incredible. Yeah. Honestly, and, Christmas Prince is way better than Christmas Prince Two. Christmas well, Prince so, Two is way better because they like put in this weird phony like dad. economic crisis. Oh. No, the economic yeah, crisis that, that comes from like. 
this uh, because their town only functions in Christmas time. So well, of course no, it's an the economic, economic crisis. crisis is like blamed on like well, one it was like initially blamed on like public works projects, right. which is like in the political moment, like very interesting to like blame like all like welfare states oh, or something yeah. like that. But then it turned out to be basically the the mafia, yeah. a guy who was like outsourcing like outsourcing <laughs> and globalized yeah. like markets. Oh my like, god. Um, but when we were watching the movie, we were, we were, it was driving us crazy, and then we were like, oh, that movie was nuts, and then popped up, up next, Christmas Prince 2, oh, and we god. were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, we, neither of us knew there was a 2 when oh, we looked up god. the first one, and we were so like, good. there's a 2! <laughs> did you uh, watch the 2? We did, I have not watched 2 oh, yet. Uh, we started it. it, and then the dad was played by a different actor and was such a bigger role and was so much more annoying than he was in the first movie that we turned it off. Oh, Didn't yeah. he hold the deed in the acorn or whatever? That was the first movie. That's I know. I just... No, I'm talking about uh, the girl's dad. I feel like they oh, made a nod to it. He, like, comes with them <laughs> That's to right, the castle. With the, and he has the sandwich shop. They yeah. made a nod to him looking different. Yeah, They're like, yeah. Didn't you used to? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they said, but they're like, they're like you look different. You look different last in person. Time I saw you because they saw him on TV. They're like, oh you look God. different in person, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Nicholson has a really good video on both of those movies Ooh. and the and the economy and like <laughs> oh and like the God. universe of the kingdom. Yes. And she has a really. Let's funny... get her as a guest on our podcast. I wish. Hey, Jenny Nicholson, Jenny, you're listening. Jenny, please be our guest. There was a really <gasps> be our guest. I feel like from this movie on, if you have a guest, you do have to do that little bit before you introduce them. Yes, we will. Um, um, but we're not to that part of this movie Yeah, yet, we're not to really not any part of the movie. <laughs> uh, we just are at the part where the transformation happens. She turn, or He turns away the beggar, and she reveals herself to be a beautiful enchantress. Yeah. And to curse him for being so rude. Which, if she was beautiful, would he have let her in? Oh, definitely. He was 11. I know, no, but she's but still a stranger. We know we know how this kid is. Oh, yeah. The enchantress turns him into a beast, and then, I don't know if they said this in the narration, but also turns every of the member workers. of the staff into furniture. Inanimate objects. Inanimate objects. How come he Various utensils and gets furniture. to be a beast, yeah. which is an animal, when they all have to... is Oh, it's a, it's a class thing, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. But isn't it wild, though, that why are they punished? Why did she turn them into... Because they work for him. If you got a bad boss... Then punish the employees. You punish the employees. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. Listen, if you have a problem with any sort of kind of workplace, punish the boss first, but then make sure to punish all the employees who really have no... Yes, but just a little bit more... Honestly, Would you, you think could... it's worse or better to be turned into a cup or a beast? Probably a cup, a cup because <laughs> yeah. you don't have arms. What? Beasts can I think do it'd be things. so much like, <laughs> It is a kind of like... But all the, all the uh, inanimate animated objects can do things, too. The ones yeah. with lines. No, the other <laughs> ones can do things. They yeah. Yeah, the forks... Except for talk. They well, can't talk or see. Yeah, the knives can stand up on end. We don't know that they... can dance. No, we don't know that they can't talk and sing. We just don't see them Eyes or hear them. Mouths sing or talk Fair. i think that's a dubious assertion <laughs> and we do see them walk around so they okay if the they, ones with they don't eyes have... and faces always have faces they yeah but they don't spontaneously grow faces of course the ones yes that... they do 
Yes, actually, yes, that is a good point. They do. In the beginning, when she, when they walk, when Maurice goes into the castle and Lumiere and Cogsworth are sitting on the table, okay, and they are like their eyes are closed and their mouths are shut and they just look like a candlestick and a clock and they like peek open their eyes and look at each other and they're like, hey, well, but Cogsworth. are their eyes closed or do they do they just not have eyes? Because later on, well, they're they're closed, but you you can't like yeah, it they just looks like, like they don't have eyes. Okay, so the other ones well, are just like well, because later on used to be in. Think about it. when they all jump out at the mob scene. Yeah, but not, end. but like, yeah. not all of them have faces still. And later on in the, but it's something that they can like turn on and off. But then yeah. it doesn't make sense because later on there's another candlestick that Lumiere tells to quiet down or whatever, and the, all the candle, like he respond, the candlestick responds. Yeah, but it doesn't have any other down. sign of sapience. There's no face. There's no eyes. It doesn't because move around. Cool. He's just hiding them. Like, you can, you can look and act like... They don't have to dance for you to prove they're yeah. alive, Connor. Dance, I think, monkeys. I think the logic that the movie Wait, what, is sorry, putting what's together. Your name? What was your name at the beginning of the episode? It's... Co- <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Creambus Peambus. Creambus. <laughs> they don't have to dance for you, Creambus. <laughs> can we call you Pingus from now on? Pingus! There's <laughs> <laughs> no Pingus. <laughs> um, okay, so she... Also, something else that isn't mentioned, but is is revealed at the end of the movie, turns the entire castle into this dark, oh, gothic, yeah. brooding castle. Do you think that's what happened to Maleficent's castle? And but she never found love. Yeah. And so her. Castle so she was forced to be way. a like universe destroying level of. Yeah. Like, never mind. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> hmm. An incredibly powerful sorceress. Yeah, fueled by hatred. <laughs> Do we think the enchantress in this movie was Maleficent, Maleficent or the queen from the first also? One? I mean, to bring it into a workplace context, the enchantress was basically a kind of undercover boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wait, maybe the enchantress was the queen. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Pretty messed up. And she's like, You're curses her son for life. Horrible human. Here's a curse. Bye bye. Well, also, if, if I were my son, if. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, first, no, hold no, on. Let's walk it back. Wait, hold on. I need to. I need to exit out of the fanfiction.net <laughs> website that I've got pulled up right now. Giving birth oh to my myself. God. Oh my god. Okay. Part three. So after the stained glass, Please. we cut to Bell. Bell's Wait, house. But before that, there's more to the curse. We find oh, she has she has yeah. this the rose that she had is an enchanted rose. Mm. Gives it to the beast and Naturally. says, mm-hmm. "On your 21st birthday, the last petal will fall, mm-hmm. and if you do not find true love by then, you will be a beast forevermore." Forever. How come he doesn't just die? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if he doesn't find love, he dies. Well, because it's it's worse to be stuck as a beast for the rest of your life oh, for him. Dead. For I see, him, I see. Because he's very oh, vain. Hold on. Oh, oh, I'm just getting a I'm getting a uh, some sort of message. <laughs> I think it's Casey from Beyond the Grave. She <gasps> says he, but actually, it would have been better because as a beast, he was really hot <laughs> <laughs> and also really cool and strong and stuff. Whoa. And fast and stuff. Oh my god! Let's all sit around the Susan Songtime book and channel <laughs> Casey. Susan Songtime. Songtime. <laughs> Isn't that her name? Song a song as old as time. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know if we said this, but Casey did send us notes. She watched the movie. Yes. So Casey unlike is... the rescuers, she should, will have. Should a we have a segment where we address all of Casey's thoughts? I think Possibly so. like. I think we should just bring them up as they come up. Yeah. As we get to those points okay. in the movie. Okay, then I'll, I'll pull them up too. Yeah, yeah. Then. great. Um, only the appropriate ones. 
Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So I you're mean, gonna have to delete obviously most like of all them. of them. Are um, fine then. Also, I don't know if we mentioned this, but Casey's on vacation, and that's yes. why she's not here. Yeah, she's oh, not actually, actually cursed. And before we... Uh, down under. <laughs> she is down under. She's not. The table. Whoop, surprise! Here <laughs> she is! Casey! Hey guys, it's me, Casey. Say more stuff, Casey. <laughs> oh no, she's done. She had to go. She left. Uh, <laughs> uh, she left her notes. Yeah, perfect. So, uh, ten years later, nearby village, we are introduced to this beautiful young book-loving woman. Oh yeah, we see her house. A beautiful cottage. And the music is starting to swell. And she opens up the door and starts singing a great song. Where Songs. she says hello to everybody in the town. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Is this... What's the title of this song? It's not called Bonjour. bonjour. It's called is it Belle. Called, it's called Belle. Okay. Is it in parentheses Bonjour? No. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she's, sing, she's saying hi to everybody and they're all like singing about her. You guys oh, know. Is, that what, is that what Bonjour means? Dun 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 That's the song. Sorry, hold on. I'm I have the soundtrack open in another tab. Like that. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Her, wow. Paige O'Hara, great singer. She's the voice of Belle. Her, yeah. Her songs are amazing. Great songs. Truly. So the, this song is basically establishes that Belle lives in this really small town, and these are simple folk, but Belle <laughs> is a weirdo. So. Yeah, Belle is a weirdo because she likes to read yeah, and she reads dream books and think, wants to think and um, go on adventures. And in this town, women should not think. No. Is, uh, is this one Okay. Which one? No. <laughs> oh, sorry, well. yeah. sorry, that Casey note is, has been struck from <laughs> rejected, <laughs> redacted. It's fine. Um, but yeah, Belle is very interested in all those things and not interested in anything else that the townspeople are interested in, which is like their looks the, and. There is a little bit of a judgmentalness coming in both directions. Well, for, so sure, for sure. So she's a like yeah, and that's kind of like something that's also weird yeah, is like her view of the insufficiencies of the place that she lives has nothing to do with the like restrictive like it's uh, all the people well yeah but like the yeah. restrictive expectations that are kind of set for her that like she doesn't want to have to fulfill which is valid yeah. but for her it's like oh they don't even like books and it's like well that's not necessarily the problem yeah. i think there's other deeper like, issues at play that's here. like a normal like outcast and like the society that like dispels them kind of thing is like the outcast feels alone because nobody understands them no but she and like she's like i like books and nobody else likes books, but that's also so diluted that's in itself right like yeah she's not inherent like she's not un- in that statement she's not understanding the inherent like problems with the place that she comes from she's just right. like misinterpreting it as the fact that like oh people aren't as as good or interesting as me so i think I have it, to leave i think it's a like i think she thinks she's smarter than everyone else yeah she, she is she's does. planning on, she, i mean she, she grew up, she grew up in the suburbs outside of dallas but she's planning on go to going to bard for <laughs> undergrad even though there's no reason to go to bard for undergrad <laughs> what she she like has a line in the song about this baker and about how like how this simple baker yeah, and about how like, every day all he cares 
all, always is his always livelihood. Bread, and yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah, it's he's his like job. shut up, Bell. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a great screenshot of him like looking at her, holding his bread, like hey. And she's yeah, trying, she's trying to, do. she's trying to explain David Foster Wallace to him, and he's like in the middle. He's trying to like get bread to customers. Well, like she doesn't <laughs> have like, a I'm job. Yeah, yeah, it's she, like she doesn't have a job, well, yeah, and, and so like, she judges everyone for like always working. That's true. Yeah, she's just like running through the town. Like, oh, she's like, why doesn't anyone else read? It's like, oh, time the... to read. <laughs> I wish I could read for fun, but I don't yeah, have time. Exactly. <laughs> if I if I didn't make this bread, my family would die. Yeah, and no. everyone in the town would not have bread because <laughs> there's only one person doing each job in this small town. <laughs> Belle's the reader. That's her job. <laughs> it doesn't help that her dad's job does not help the town in any yeah, way. Yeah, he's the because uh, <laughs> he invented swinging an axe like that's his first invention i was a little surprised yeah. we didn't get to see more of his cool inventions that would have been fun yeah really if, like kind of in kind one. of yeah. like the like in, like a battle scene that yeah. he uses his oh, inventions yeah. that would be awesome in, or if um, that's like what gets him in trouble is like he's like making an invention and yeah. it goes haywire yeah. and the town is like crazy old maurice mm-hmm. has to get out of town in the live action you see a lot of his inventions Ooh. and there's like a whole song he sings while he's doing his inventions I like to make a lot of weird inventions they're <laughs> made of lots of crazy cogs <laughs> Cogsworth he takes away he takes apart Cogsworth for all the- there is that scene where he like ins- he's like fascinated that's by- organ harvesting by oh my the way gosh. There is- that's a whole different if though. you get turned back into a human after being Cogsworth and all your cogs are taken out you're just dead <laughs> you're dead I do like um Cogsworth, like whenever Maurice will jump forward, finds Cogsworth, his first instinct is like, oh, I wonder how this thing works. Yeah, that is, I I, I do like the, I I like the big thing picking up the little thing and kind of poking at it. He's like, hey, stop that. He's like, and he drops it. How does this work? It's magic. (laughs) From an enchantress. It's magic. So Um, in Belle's book that she's reading in this beginning song, because she's like, goes to the small library in the town, gets a book. And it's about um, a prince in disguise. All of the things in the book are like foreshadowing for the rest of her story and the mm-hmm. movie, which yeah. I love. Is there yeah. a sword fight? There's a sword fight with um, Gaston and the Beast. That's uh, not a sword fight. I mean, it was neither. A fight. Neither of them had a sword. It's more of a club. It was kind a of a club blunt fight and, and arms. <laughs> yeah, and but I mean. She's like the prince is in the yeah the prince in disguise, in disguise she doesn't was even definitely know. it's Prince Charming. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, Wait, but she knows he's a prince. He lives in a big castle, and they explain it relatively mm. well pretty <laughs> early on. I was like, "Oh, he was cursed to be a beast." Well, he's still in disguise. She doesn't know that he's really hot. Tra- I mean, yeah. transform. He's transformed. He's a hottie it's in kind disguise. Of a, disguise. a hottie in disguise. That's true. So <laughs> he's a hottie song. already. Hmm. Sorry, that was Casey. <laughs> she meets. <laughs> she meets. Gaston. Well, she doesn't meet. We meet Gaston. Yes. Uh, Gaston is the town. The town. What do you What do you call him? The. Uh, a hunter. Hunter. Town hottie. No, the but top... like, what's his role in the town? Like, ch- he's, he's a the... chad. He's no, but like, what is his like? He's like, what does he bring to the Mister Town? What's, he's like, he's like the he's big the man on town. Big man. man on campus. Yeah. He's the bodybuilder. He's he's the, the chad. He's he... the gym manager. He, he's basically the dude that all the ladies are in love with except Belle. He's the egg eater. However, he's, he's the town egg eater. Um, and I got 5,000 eggs. Do we want to eat some? We can try it. Let's eat a raw egg whole. 
Jeez, that is expensive. Five Large. dozen eggs. Yeah, he's a rich man. The, uh, there was a meme where someone calculated the, <laughs> the calories. Uh, the ca- well, so the cost of the eggs. Ex- somewhere in the movie, they mention how much eggs are. Oh, and really? so, yeah, and mm. that they're like very, and it's when incredibly she's, like walking through the town. Yeah, and they're incredibly expensive, and they because basically they adjust for like inflation. Oh my god! Of like back in sixteen hundred, like what that means. Yeah. yeah, and so like they come up with a fan theory that the reason why eggs are so expensive is because Gaston eats four <laughs> so dozen of them every demand. single day to five get dozen. large. Well, now he it was five dozen. it was no it was yeah, four dozen to get large, yeah. five four. dozen to become roughly the size of a barge. Yeah. Of a barge. That's the best song, right? Yeah, it's the best song. It's a great song. It's, it's the really best good. song, dude. It's the best song in music history. I think <laughs> that's not I, true. I think it's the best song. Period. So I, I think s- it's the only song in the movie that doesn't push forward the plot. I yeah, yeah, it's a good point. And also, well, it's, or add like character no, I, development. I would disagree because it's just. I mean, no, it, it tells you more about Gaston, but it's just like how many eggs are in awesome. the other songs? He's awesome. Yeah, how many eggs does Belle eat every day? <laughs> Actually, what if I mean Beard guess doesn't add any plot development or character development. Mm, that's a good point. It's a yeah. It establishes a setting. It establishes uh, more of the well, Gaston's. Objects. I mean, Gaston's is equally kind of about establishing his character and his. Um, his own pride. Yeah, it is a great song. Right. I don't know if it's the best one, but we'll talk about that later on. Yeah, I would say Mob Song is maybe the only one that progresses the plot, or something there. Something there definitely does. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Gaston is in love with Belle. Wants her to to. She's wed. the most beautiful girl in the town. And he says she's the only person who's as beautiful as me. Yes. Wow. I love which is also f- false. I'm. Well, I mean, you could argue that like. They are you kind of the have a, are hotties. Well, no, Blondes it's that hotties. it's that like Disney is using a, a pretty much like a pretty classic template to mm-hmm. draw Belle from, and just because she's not like she's quirky. cartoonish, like cartoonishly grotesque, like many of the characters are, that like that's why she's so much more beautiful. Well, exactly. But the thing is, is there's other women that have that exact same template. Yeah, we did Except see the, the one hair. girl There's, who there was, looked like Belle, and there we were was like, one point, like There Bell. was one point in the movie when uh, Brant and Kelsey were discussing who was the most beautiful of the three blonde women. Oh, yeah. And the, it, the only difference was that they had different hairstyles. Yeah, different parts. And, yeah. Different, and different color dresses. Hair dresses. parts. The, the cell hey. that had their hair that they put over the body that they had already drawn was different. But where you part your hair changes a lot. That's true, it does. It was mostly just which hairstyle <laughs> do we like best. Yeah. And then also the scene changed and then they just had the same hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were all doing the this same weird same. dance move and they were yeah. the exact same. We were like, oh. Um, my little think... sister was in a Beauty and the Beast production and she was one of the three which blonde one? girls. I don't The green? Blue? No, there wasn't a blue. Green, green red, blue. or orange. Um, I think they have a bigger part in the, I think they have a singing part in the actual Kind of like the sisters oh. in the mermaid. Yeah, uh, yeah. The mer- mermaid's Tale. The Mermaid's Tale. Ariana <laughs> in Splash. and uh, Ashley. Uh... Uh, also, um, Casey had something to say about these blondes. Oh, uh, yeah. We basically only see these blondes fawn- fawning over Gaston, but, mm-hmm. but Casey said maybe the blondes in town are actually really deep and smart, and they've been conditioned by society to be infatuated by which, Gaston. Which, is, uh, which actually mirrors um, something that Kelsey said along that time is that the way that they are they are um, uh, 
characterized by the film as like just these kind of fawning mm-hmm. affirming women that all they do is groupies kind of, yeah they're groupies yeah. they they gawk about the beauty of Gaston but mm-hmm. also they are never characterized in any specific way so yeah yeah I didn't like that as a um, small blonde child that yeah. the blondes were like the silly bimbos and were just fawning over the hot guy and not doing anything and Belle is the brunette and she's the smart one. Mm-hmm. And this is why and you like Sleeping Beauty so much. It is because I see, I see. Yeah, because yeah. she does stuff. I mean in like And I can relate to that. Well, and I mean in that sense too, like Belle is another arm of uh like patriarchal male gaze. And like disempowered women characters of like, oh, she's the protagonist because she's a co-worky. She likes books and stuff, which yeah. makes her super crazy. And I don't even think they portray her as, as quirky necessarily, but maybe just more. She's odd. She, she yeah, they literally her... odd. They, yeah. Yeah. Literally an outcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Casey did want to point out that Gaston is the worst. He is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Also, Casey said. Um, like when we were watching Little Mermaid, I think we talked about this afterwards. That mm-hmm. uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast were like the two movies she watched the most as a little girl, or like the two that she related to the most, mm-hmm. um, which is cute. I'm not saying that it's bad for the protagonist to have brown hair. Right. I'm just saying that I Kelsey her is to be saying a little blondie. that it's. <laughs> hey, think of it this way: you got Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. That's before true. No, this is Bell great to and, have that and, representation and, for and, a brown-haired <laughs> white girl. All these, all these white girls finally getting. <laughs> representation oh finally God. it's like the sorority picture of yeah. like, like we they are say diverse. they say sorority girls only have blonde hair and blue eyes and yeah it's that's like, so funny you're like white and, and it's brown hair and brown eyes yeah oh my god but no i think Ugh. we need uh, a lot more we, we also, need princesses that look yeah, like and to be fair you you do growing up have the entire um <laughs> kind of uh, ethno-historical uh, narrative of the Aryan woman <laughs> left That's behind fair. you, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Right. Which is awful, also. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed women? Sorry. Oh, blonde <laughs> We all hate them. Shyly. Aryan myths of beauty are pretty bad, we can all agree. The Enchantress uh, was blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Yeah. Something evil. to think about. <laughs> and evil. <laughs> Casey also <laughs> another out. mark against representation for blonde, <laughs> blue-eyed women. That's not what I'm saying. You guys are twisting my words. No, you, I'm no. not twisting your words. Yeah, no. I mean, I I do wholeheartedly agree with you because I, growing up as a man, was exposed to many protagonists who were ha, were had uh, dimensionality in any sort of form. And also another thing Casey brought up is that yes. nobody in the town understands or is prescribed with any sort of yeah. Dimension, Every other than one like, dimension, which the is their silhouette. She's, hey. she's the and Bell's is librarian. Reads, she's, yeah, Bell reads. She's kind of the same level of dimensionality at this point in the movie as I, one else. I For agree sure. that that Bell's that's how this town setup is not a fleshed out character. She yeah. is a woman who reads. Yeah, and Gaston or somebody says it's not right for a woman to read. Yeah, yeah, Gaston because yeah. he threw her book in the slime. Yeah, <laughs> multiple the, times. All the slime on the ground. Yeah, this is a slime I, town. I really like Gaston. 
son as a villain. He's, he's a great. He's villain. so much fun because he is threatening. He is like he's a, a great big hunter. dude. He's yeah. a great hunter. He's we, like six okay, foot five. Right after this song, we see a flock of geese and then a bullet. Actually, yeah, that's true. It is a picturesque it. French countryside with a flock so of geese and then a bullet. Casey said that it was beautiful too. Yeah, yeah. not the not the killing of the geese. The French oh, yeah. countryside. The countryside. It's poetic. And uh, it's like a Lars von Trier movie. <laughs> not only do we watch a animal, not only does an animal die in this movie, but we actually watch it die. We watch the bullet yeah. pierce through it. We, a we watch it transition from life to in death in this movie. Yeah, yeah, then, it falls and it hits the ground, and it's yeah, and dead. the camera follows it, which and then, is really good. Cool. Uh, Lefou comes and picks it up and throws it in the bag. Smee, Lefou being uh, the Smee <laughs> of this movie, Shmi. Gaston's sidekick. Is it Smee or Shmee? Smee. I think it just S-M-E-E. depends on how you pronounce S's. It's true. It, it's <laughs> some people just say Sh for all their S's. Well, that's how Captain Hook says it. Smee, Smee, S's, Captain Hook. It is. But yeah, Gaston's great. He's threatening, but he's silly. And yeah, I love so silly. I love the constant yeah. like little details of him being narcissistic. Yeah, like every lit- reflective surface. Literally any time that he oh walks past God. a mirror, he checks himself out. Even Wait, like a shiny he'll... pot. He like <laughs> looks in and he's like, mmm. I like how he'll like stop mid sentence too. He's like, Bell, I've been thinking. Mmm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then also we later have him kick his muddy boots up on the table oh, and gross. get slime all over her books again. Yeah, so much slime, slime. and then he takes his boots oh, off. Oh, and, and he wiggles his. Are, and he's the, got a hole in his sock. It's the cartoon trope of someone who just wiggles their toes. <laughs> they take their shoes off Everybody and they does wiggle that. their toes. Do you not wiggle your toes when you take your shoes I off? I really like, do, Ooh. and it's very satisfying. <laughs> but yeah, it's because your feet. It's realistic. Oh, That's why it's true. But boy, do I hate it. <laughs> oh um, my god. Uh, also, yeah, so Gaston basically stops Belle, tells her that she needs to get her nose out of a book, because mm. when women read books, they start thinking, and, and that's not good. Yeah, thinking is a dangerous pastime, so yes. he says. Uh, and, um, he proposes to, what does he propose to her at this point? He, yeah, because this is why he's going to her house, is to right. propose, because he's like, LaFou, I'm gonna marry that woman. She's as beautiful as I am. Um, however, like, she'll be. Uh, she's uh, my. Lu- she's the lucky girl I'm going to marry. Oh my god! Get <laughs> over yourself. Uh, she completely brushes off Gaston. This town needs some more attractive men just to compete with Gaston. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Is also just it's it is very jarring when you have like, and I know that this is a, just it's a Disney movie, obviously, yeah. but it is very jarring to have like a person that is biologically like there are there's a skeletal structure there that just makes sense and then you also <laughs> you you put them with an ensemble cast of so like just, silhouetted caricatures yeah, which just is wacky, like wacky wacky people yeah like he put he bangs the french horn on top of lefou's head and mm-hmm. his lips come out of the little trumpet <laughs> very thing. daffy duck. yeah it's very yeah it's like this slapstick thing mm-hmm. like mixed with oh, the, yeah, it's well, the it's, sleeping beauty it's like, just like a, that's just classic disney character design right the yeah. more that's comedic true. a character is the more cartoonish they're drawn um and and what what's really interesting about this opening in the french village is all the characters are drawn in a way that gives you the classic shorthand of what mm-hmm. their role is. So it's mm-hmm. like For all, sure. all the villagers are pretty cartoonish, but they're di- they look different, but they all look kind of goofy mm-hmm. and it's because they're just supposed to be the yeah. townsfolk. Yeah, you're not supposed to draw. They look like background characters. There is one background character that looks like a protagonist in a Disney yeah, movie. She looks like a bell. She looks like 
she could have been the belle of this movie, and ha- but she has, like, a different hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. she's the belle of a different movie. She's got, like, a short yeah. hairstyle. And she seems happy, so yeah. it's like, what if Belle... That's, like, an alternate movie where it's, like, what if Belle actually... Fit into the town. Fit in, or was, like, uh, content with the Yeah, or just, like, town. Yeah. yeah, or f- kind of found her own place. Right, mm-hmm. right. Ooh. Uh, which, that'd be fascinating. Yeah. I want to learn more about that character. Yeah, I she's want great. We to... see her again at the end, so she's yeah. a recurring character. I want to <laughs> see... <laughs> That's about as close as you can get to the Bechdel test in this movie. <laughs> no, Mrs. Potts and... and... Well, they're talking about... Yeah, they're probably talking about the Beast, yeah. huh? Or her dad, yeah. yeah. I was going to say the dresser and Belle, but they're... Talking about love and him the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Does Belle talk about anything in this movie that's not, I guess she talks about books. But other than that, it's Gaston, Wait, Maurice, Belle, the Belle Beast. talks to the female like Hubbard? shop owners in the town, and she just says hello to them. <laughs> hello, <laughs> bonjour. That counts. It yeah. passes. Does that count as a conversation? Yeah. Saying hello? Hello, hello. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, this movie passes. No. Yeah, which means it's feminist. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so, um, they, by they being More feminist Belle, than the other ones seen. yeah, that's probably. I mean, I would say that's very true. Gets home. It has uh, dimension to it. We meet. We meet crazy old Maurice. But not in the characters. Yeah, crazy old Maurice. Crazy is, old Maurice is an inventor. And he's going to the fair. Wait, what is Belle doing at this part? Because, I mean, she's walking around the town and, like, saying what everybody does and saying hi she's to She's getting them. a book. She's getting a new book. Oh, she's just getting a new book. That's right. She's, like, returning the book she had. And then... Going to the library. But it's also... The it's, we but it's support libraries. But it's a bookshop, though. It's a library. It's a bookseller. No, it's a it's a bookshop because he lets her yeah, keep Yeah, he lets book. her keep it. Oh, she just borrows them and then brings them back when she's done. Oh, maybe it is Because she doesn't have she any does, money. Because also her right. dad she's doesn't poor. have a job or do anything. What are you talking about? Her, her dad sells the inventions at the next town over. That's true. That's why he's going to the next uh, town that's over. That's true, yeah. Um, it's also um, extremely convenient for her that she's this beautiful. Yeah. It is. <laughs> man, if she was man. an uggo, her life would be real rough. <laughs> Um, so crazy old Maurice, uh, gets lost in the forest on his way to the town and a fun little Easter egg. There's like a big sign with Mm. a bunch of different, uh, like they're pointing in different directions and all the paint is like smeared and and worn down. So you can't really read what they say. Uh, but one of them reads, um, Anaheim, Mm -hmm. which is where Disneyland is. And what's the other one? Valencia. Valencia, which is where Cal Arts is, the animation studio where like a lot of Disney, yeah. Um, uh, animators came Animators, from? like, were taught. Which raises the interesting question, is this movie set in California, not France? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think um, there could be an Anaheim, France, that we just don't know about. Mm. Valencia, France. It's 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 the founding narrative of Santa Clarita, I believe. Yeah. All the signs in the town are written in French, so is Santa Clarita French-speaking? It's the French town of... Of California. Santa Clarita, yeah. <laughs> it's where all the, like... French people in 1600 (laughs) moved to. So crazy old Maurice gets lost, and at some point he loses his horse. Uh, Oh yeah, because he's like, come on, Philippe, let's take a shortcut. And Philippe's like, Philippe is the horse. He's like like the tangled horse, kind of, right? Yeah, he looks a lot With a little less personality, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, like he he responds to things and has... Yeah. Kind of quasi conversation. Oh, yeah. He's a Clydesdale. You know what's one of the weirdest tropes? This movie doesn't do it. Well, this movie kind of does it. Um, one of the weirdest tropes in movies I've always found was uh, how every animal, every uh, pet is a dog. 
Have you ever realized that? It's no. like except for cats. Except for all the cats. No, well, a lot of movies. I think cats are the only exception. A lot of movies will have. <laughs> what is this they're point? either no, no, dogs no. or cats. No, no, no. Or horses. You've seen this happen. You've seen this in movies. Yeah. So many movies will have a character with a pet that is not a dog or a cat, but its mannerisms are exactly like a dog. Like it, it like oh, it like it like with, run, yeah, it like, like gets down. Like it when it wants to play, oh, yeah. they the like stand at too. attention. No, but I'm saying like there yeah. is very distinct. Well, in this Aladdin, is an intro. Oh, but like a horse too. Yeah, and like in Aladdin, the magic carpet also kind of exhibits the similar oh, yeah. qualities. Is the magic carpet? Um, does it have the same curse as the like Ottoman? No, it's magic. And the the curse is magic. Well, no, but in, it's a magic yeah, instead of a in instead house. of a sapient form being demoted to an inanimate object, that's it is an inanimate reverse. object being enchanted gotcha. into a sapient form. Yeah. So that's not a curse. That's, that's not a magic ottoman. It's a curse. That's ottoman. a person. It was or it was a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it was a person, then cursed to be a dog, then cursed to be an ottoman. Whoa, like the Shaggy Dog Tale. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that movie shaggy, the Shaggy Dog? It, the shaggy well, dog. it's Shaggy Dog. Tim Allen's the Shaggy Dog. Oh yeah, which he is credited in the <laughs> yeah. credits. Yeah, for this he's movie. an animator of this movie. <laughs> One of the animators of Gaston is named Tim Allen. And Incredible. I can't help but imagine. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but this woods looks just like um, Snow White woods, and as we discussed earlier on, all of these are taking place in the same woods. Casey said this was the scariest forest sequence. Whoa. Yes, I think Snow White's. I agree. I agree. Snow White is definitely scarier. Yeah, all the and also, I mean, the 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 forest sequence isn't give. Well, they have the wolves, right? That's kind of what makes the the woods dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's different in that instead of being a forest of a tableau of scary images, it is a just a regular forest that is also filled with wolves. Right. I think the forest itself being like evil and haunted like it is in Snow White and like this kind of mm-hmm. unknown like spooky yeah. thing is scarier to me than like a pack 100%. of wolves. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a more dangerous woods but also like there wasn't as much narrative attention given to the woods themselves. Like the one in Snow White feels more like an actual like you remember those images but like you don't yeah. really remember the images of the woods. You remember the wolves coming after them but you mm. don't remember like what the, it trees that's the threat. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The the forest is like an iconic location in Snow White, but maybe not in this movie. Yeah, yeah not as much. So. Um, but yeah, he so the wolves chase Maurice, and, and the wolves Felice. are scary. They are scary. Yeah, and they chase him up to the gates of the castle. Oh no! Wait. Yep. He loses. No, but he Felice loses. Felice runs Felice. away. So they yeah, chase him like before this. Or Felipe no, remember goes Felipe? to a cliff. Yeah, they're on a cliff. Oh, that's right. And then the wolves scare them, and then he gets knocked off, and yeah. Felipe runs away, and the lantern breaks. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't have any light, and that that's when he sees, like, how cold and scary the forest is. Mm-hmm. And then the wolves come and chase him to the gate, and he just trespasses into... Yeah, and there's so there's a moment the when he finds the gate, and then he passes through the gate. Yeah. It opens inwards. Mm-hmm. Just He just pushes it and goes yeah, in. Yeah, it's just unlocked. And then the wolves come and try to get him, and then they grab his feet, through the and they're bars. trying to pull him... Back. Yeah, which how come they wouldn't just open the door? Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it'd be one thing if for an animal to, like, not know to open the gate by pulling it, obviously. But, like, if you just have to push it. Yeah, they're just they would run, They would be running afterwards yeah. that would be pushing open the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do ha- put their weight up on the gate. And you could say, oh, he closed the gate and, and the... And the 
But it opens inwards. The spring-loaded well, mechanism there, inside. No, but I'm saying, yeah. like, you could say, like, maybe they lock together, you right. know, like That's a normal point. gate does. <laughs> Gates mm. are just two loose pieces of metal that aren't connected and swing We don't know about the... medieval times. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> medieval French countryside. <laughs> they yeah. hadn't invented lo- any sort of way to oh, connect two pieces. Well, this yeah. is the story about how locks were invented. Mm. That's true. Yeah, he invented no them. He thought, I he the thought to himself, yeah. what if I find a way to make these gates fit together? And not well, actually, the yeah. and in the live-action movie, uh, this is a the, full song. there's a full song where he invents true. locks and it puts them on the gate. Well, actually, the gate actually sings in the live-action movie. Yeah, it spoils think, the rest of wait, the whole conceit of the living stuff. I think that maybe this gate is enchanted, and it, that's why it doesn't oh. allow for evil things to come in. But it allows for people who could perhaps break the curse. Are we going to bring like storks Maurice. back into this somehow? There's no stars. We don't see. No, I know, but like, I feel like if we're gonna be building out the kind of lore of the Disney universe, I didn't even let me finish my point. That's true. Actually, I do like. (laughs) I apologize. Okay, I do really like the idea that the gates are also enchanted because the doors. We do see a couple doors at some point open on their own, which implies that they're somehow enchanted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that would actually answer a lot of questions of why the. Uh, dogs couldn't get through, mm-hmm. but then later when Belle walks up, the the, the gate is well. It's a it's like a jar. It's yeah. like so is it it's the? Not a jar, it's a door. So is but it a magical component of because I think also, it's like the the gatekeepers because there would be like for a big castle like this yeah. there would be like door openers and things and they were like formed. But into why would they let him the doors. go in? Because no, he could be the beast's true love. We don't know. That's true, yeah, I y'all... guess. I mean, <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Yeah, there's this we'll great... We'll post it on our Instagram. It's so funny. Yeah, there's this great meme of, like, if Belle never found her dad, and it's just Maurice in the dress dancing with <laughs> the beast. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't think the gates were people. Yeah, I because, don't think that. Be- well, because that would mean that there was no gate before. Right, I've said that they were. Yeah, they were normally. It was a chain of people that were like together. This was before (laughs) gates were invented. So this is what I think. Because I don't think the doors inside the house were people either. We do see that the entire castle is enchanted. That's yeah. Yeah. So I think that there is some element of magic to the building that is separate from the humans turning into furniture. The question then becomes: What is the character of this magic? Is Evil. Well, so that's the thing, though. It is a it's a punitive spell. Is that the is, enchant- sorry. Well, so the enchantress is neutral, right? Yeah, the I don't enchantress think she's evil. Well, well she puts weird, a curse like, on him. Yeah, well, but, but that for was only being bad. Yeah, for and, being that's mean. True. She's and trying evil. to punish him, him for being evil. Yeah, like I mean, it's the hmm. fickle nature of like kind of sorceress or like witches or sorcerers and stuff like that. Yeah, right? like it's a lesson, like a fable. But like, then the question becomes: Is the curse on the? Like, is the curse on the castle built to hinder or assist the fulfilling of the finding of true love? Like, does she want him to learn? And so, therefore, Hmm. has the, like, castle that, like, lets in the father of who would eventually become his true love? Or would would the castle, by design, be, like, built to prevent... The finding of true. You know, I think I think the magic is built in a way to make it difficult because otherwise, why would she turn him into a prince, or why would she turn him into a beast, and but why then, would she make that the well, castle look so, so horrific? But, but then one might one might maybe uh, he's like one might counter by saying why allow like that the gates to open? Why allow the gates to open, or like why allow a solution? Right? It's not him. It's not her saying you're cursed forever to be as ugly as you are. Right. She shot, wants him right? to learn. She so wants. She, well, so that's the thing. Is yeah. then it's like, is it built to passively like help the prince to understand? I think so. 
No, I but and maybe I think he like is like deep down in his heart like he's something is changing. Yeah, and, and that's like why sorcerer, the gates are of... like you know things are starting yeah. to budge and like let people in and stuff. The curse is supposed to make it difficult. Yeah, but not impossible. Right. But then because if it was yeah. impossible, then the gates would just never open. And well, she could have just killed him. Well, yeah. then, I mean, and then like then the question becomes like is the difficulty of the of like finding the solution to the curse designed to hopefully prevent it and that that's just kind of the the thing of the magic right of just like we can't i can't curse you forever i don't know no it's because she the the idea of the curse is i'm gonna make it so that the only way you could convince someone to fall in love with you is your personality so i'm gonna make everything else um like and you know like antagonist to this goal i'm gonna make you look horrific i'm gonna make the building look horrific but i'm not gonna the like building was pretty cool uh, it looked awesome. also yeah. oh i have a fun fact about the building okay um all the sculptures which we see like tons of scary um like gargoyles kind of demonic gargoyles and, and like horned creatures they're all earlier versions of the beast that's really cool yeah that wait. is that's, oh wait that's, a really that's cool fact that is really cool yeah because you see a bunch and we were like oh that one's cool oh that one's really cool too yeah. and, and, and it's they, also we're like, that shows like the, like the kind of variety of the ways that they were thinking about how to yeah. represent the beast and like yeah. making him grotesque in different ways and maybe maybe this is intentional at the end of the movie Gaston attacks one of these statues thinking it is the yeah. beast and he's hiding as like one of them oh yeah. I that's cool and also the idea, <laughs> well like also the idea that like the beast knows that these are these other forms of him, right? Yeah, like, so he just has to look at this horrible. Yeah, it's image like of these are these are the like time. I am one of many types of beasts that I could have become, but these are all equally <laughs> grotesque, and I kind of bear that weight of every single one of these yeah. creatures. Like, see, I should be thankful I didn't get turned into these because some of these are way scarier. Yeah, than yeah. honestly, they got <laughs> true serpenty tails and stuff. <laughs> but then there's a couple like hot Chernabogs. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like Chernabog lived in this castle before. So maybe um, Chernabog knows the Enchantress, Honestly, or Chernabog like, is Prince Adam's dad. I kind of like the like story <laughs> of the like ecological like fantasy goth story about the castle itself would be really cool. Ooh, I do want to. That would be cool. I just remembered. I didn't finish my point about Beastly earlier. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. We got to talk about Beastly. <laughs> um, we'll do a whole bonus episode where we watch Beastly. We definitely, okay. definitely yeah. should. Yeah. Let's do it. Beast. We gotta do stay alive you're tomorrow. Right, you're right. We can maybe have time for both. Not Honestly, the same day. we definitely. I want to do both. I want to do some. I just want to watch bad movies. Yeah. Beastly would be a great. Yeah, we count. watch too many good movies. We need some bad movies. I, I think Beastly would be a really good movie to release alongside and this movie. Yeah. If you are a Patreon, Patreon. subscriber, mm-hmm. you, you will, or a patron or whatever, you will a be Patreon. able to have access to this. Yeah, and if for you're not a Patreon subscriber. A we're going to curse you and bring a rose into your home. Yeah, and, I mean, like... <laughs> you know, what a horrible curse. <laughs> you yeah, bring you, a rose you have to look at this home. rose for ten years. And like they've said in previous episodes, like, if you want to become a patron, it's not, in, it's not an eternal commitment, like a curse. You're not cursed to give $5 a month. Of course. Until, uh, until you find falls. true love. Mm. Until you turn 21. <laughs> yeah, 21! Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. But, um, I think I... But it's a, it's a way to support create. <laughs> What was that? Sorry, that was the living remote that was clacking around. <laughs> He's jumping around. It's a way to support creators that make really good stuff that you love. So, um, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I else? currently don't have any money, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm also yeah, excited to be. I'm also excited to be recording them so that I can be there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh 
my god. <laughs> this is why I wants to be on so many oh bonus my episodes. God, that's the, he's found the cheat and the method. I know. He found the loophole. He's um, snuck in. It, it hasn't updated yet, but I want to uh, uh, shout out to George Filetichuk, <gasps> uh, our newest baby wife level baby wife! Patreon subscriber. We love our baby wives. <laughs> So, so for pre- for subsequent well, episodes and also what level well, of subscriber he was. We just said, oh like, shoot, we did say we weren't going to do that. That's okay. Don't worry, you're not going to be able to look him up. In <laughs> he's he's off the grid. Also, in, you can't spell that. In subsequent episodes, didn't he write? Patreons. Yeah, didn't he write Fight Club? <laughs> Don't talk about Fight Club. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, in subsequent episodes, sporadically placed throughout the episode, they're gonna announce random new subscribers. <laughs> yeah, just whenever they pop up. Bring. But in Beastly, <laughs> I've been busy thinking about subscribers. <laughs> in in Beastly, oh, yeah, get to your point. <laughs> uh, this ki- the the person that gets turned. So none of the characters have the same names, but it's the same basic plot, and Are it's they like just a in different languages. Day. Like no. it's just. Was this based off of a folktale? Yeah. Well, beauty. Yeah, Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. It's um the story of Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Was it what? What was it originally from? Um, France. Gabrielle Suzanne Barbeau de Villeneuve. Her story. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did Arrival. His story. (laughs) What? The last name is the same name. Oh, Villeneuve. It's a it, it was a YA book turned into a movie. Vanessa Hudgens plays the Belle character, oh, but she has some other yeah. name. That's awesome. Vanessa. And what did I say? What? That's her name in the movie. Oh, oh yeah. seriously? No, uh, no, I don't know. No. Oh. Just like Ursula's, which Urs, uh, whatever, beautiful well, form is Vanessa. But, but what's crazy is um, the enchantress is a student at the high school that they all go to, like. Uh, but she does have magic, <laughs> and she's played by one of the Olsen twins. Which one? I don't remember. Do they both play her? Like <laughs> they, they, it's house? like on Full House, yeah. I think uh, they're pretty different looking now. I don't think they're. Well, this was beastly. This was beastly. Is it era. Elizabeth Olsen? No, it's one. It's either Mary Kate or Ashley. Uh. Um, and what's great is whenever he gets turned into the Beast, instead of being like this horrific monster, he's basically like bald. And has some like tattoos and scars. Yeah, I thought he was like thorny. So he was way cooler. Like, the, the tattoos are kind of thorny because oh, it's like the, it's roses. the rose. And he has like and he has like a rose bush tattoo that is losing its petals. Oh, Wait, but, that's so sweet. he was way cooler. No, you're right. And just yeah. like went way he harder. And what's funny is he's he just way less hairy. He's he like doesn't a get, cool punk boy. He doesn't get locked away in a castle. His dad is like uh like obsessed with um beauty, just like his son is, mm. and like makes him move to like this. Uh, apartment because he thinks he's in, hideous in the middle of nowhere. So oh, yeah, that, the family doesn't oh, I haven't see seen this movie in so long. And, it's so good. And the dumbest part of this movie is that the like the analogs to like the rest of the staff are his tutor and his maid, who are um, supposed to be like the Lumiere and the Mrs. Potts of the movie. Yeah. And the uh, tutor is Neil Patrick Harris, and he's <gasps> blind. That's his curse. Whoa! Yeah, and Ooh. and the maid's curse is that she's—I can't remember exactly where You're she's from. You're talking about the ones who couldn't see or but speak. She, <laughs> yeah, but not as a not as know, a punishment to yeah. be blind. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> right. pretty it's messed up. Rough. And then, um, and the maid's quote-unquote curse is that she's from another country, and her children haven't been able to come to America because they don't have the proper green cards for it. Whoa! And so, so at the end of the movie, Wild. spoilers. Whenever the curse is lifted. He can magically see again, and she has the green cards for her children. That's... <laughs> Just out of nowhere by magic. Oh and, wait, oh what is God. the prince like when he's done? He looks handsome. Again. Oh, does he grow hair? 
Yeah, he had. Is he like there. bald? As in like balding? No, literally just bald. bald. He looks like just like a cool alt guy as opposed. Oh to yeah, like... yeah. He's like a Ber- like a Berlin like. Yeah, he doesn't look. I mean, he looks kind of messed up, but he doesn't look like a beast. Yeah, he looks. He just is cool. in the club scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's get back to the the movie we movie did watch. Movie at hand. Um. So where were we in this dang film? <laughs> um. We just crazy old Maurice just rolled up to the castle. Yeah. And he's walking around inside and we meet Cogsworth and Lumiere, which are a uh, clock and a uh, candlestick, candlestick, respectively. These are two of the um, uh, staff uh, staff of the castle, although we don't really learn what they do. I'm sorry. I just saw a picture of a guy from Beastly. Yeah. Guy looks awesome. Yeah. Right. Isn't he cool? Yeah. This is cool. Do you know you can buy a Halloween mask of that dude? <gasps> that what? would just be... That's, well, well, that's, look it up, look it up. Yeah, but that probably it doesn't so, look no, it good. it looks awful. It's just like a leather face mask. <laughs> Basically. Right? Um, anyways, crazy... <laughs> okay, no, that <laughs> is... That's, that's pictures Wait, of... On. These are so funny. That's, no, that's not it. A little kid's um, beast costume from this Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and it's just like a fur hood. Oh, oh there it is. that's spooky. Isn't that scary? Bands, look like it up. It. Wait, whoa. Um, oh, the eyes are gross. So, Maurice... <laughs> That's awesome. Maurice comes in, he settles down. Oh, yeah, his, I don't know if you saw it, it said embrace the suck on his forehead. Yeah, what does that, mean? What that, is that called? It, that's, like, that's like their, like... That's like the catchphrase of the movie. They're like, That's embrace weird. the suck. I don't know and that AI generated that? Like a like, clever bot? Because he sucks? No, this is like, all the dialogue in this movie is so bad. I can't embrace wait. Embrace the suck is so I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait to watch it again. That's like a Twitter meme uh, where they rearrange the letters of um, slogans for uh, <laughs> fast food chains. Yeah, like, truly. Uh, Spubby. Mac- for, Spubby for eat free. <laughs> eat free. And McNaldo's. Oh my god. Um, I think uh, when we watch Beastly, we need to be dead silent. We we need we, we need to catch all the we need to catch every we can turn detail. On, um, the captions because that movie is rough. Yeah. Anyways, Casey told us that she watched this movie with no sound and just <laughs> subtitles, <laughs> which is a weird way to watch a musical. Yeah, this movie I think has the most music of any of the ones we've seen so far. Um, there were oh. twenty five mu- twenty five minutes of songs. Like I, singing, like the characters sang in this movie. And, and I think it's only six songs, though. That's true, but only five minutes of film well, without any musical score at all. And the song kind of segments are pretty extended, and I yeah. think that like that could also six maybe address your comments on like thinking about Finish. how the movie like not a Jungle Book has maybe mm. not like a crazy amount happened necessarily, or like that it feels a little bit weirdly paced just mm, because yeah. a lot. I mean. Thir- a third of the runtime is music. Yeah. Which is like... And sometimes it was like back-to-back songs, Yeah, and too. back-to-back songs, and the songs themselves, like, maybe didn't necessarily advance the plot that much, so, yeah. like... But they some were, of them did. Yeah, and they were also absolute bops. Truly. So, they're all ten. bops. Winnie the, uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh has ten songs in it. Oh, which my is God. Prob- I think currently the, what, the, the movie songs. with the most... Although also also they're also kind of weird, like half songs, though, right? Yeah, I mean they're like shorter, but they're full on, songs. Okay, like they're everybody shorter. in the town is singing the yeah. song. Songs. Yeah, these are they definitely like more. Yeah, just more substance. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland more had seven is. songs. Yeah. Alice, this movie had some Alice in Wonderland vibes to me. I feel like Cogsworth mm-hmm. could fit in super well in the like Queen of Hearts and yeah. white hair um, kind of realm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just a thought. Just also, small to think about. thought to think about. that we can address 
later, but um, it is weird that later on when they are transformed out of being furniture, they look like the furniture. Oh, I love that. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, it's great... like, it's a I fun visual gag, but also, like, I think that's very weird to think about. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, you look the most like a candlestick, so I'm gonna turn you into a yeah. candle. Have we sure. talked about this before? Um, if you had to be turned into a piece of furniture with this curse? <laughs> Have we talked about what, this before? Which, I feel like I've had like... this conversation with somebody. <laughs> what this, would you be? Uh, for this episode, now we can. it can finally be relevant. <laughs> I feel like we've <laughs> so maybe talked about it before, furniture? so I'm sorry no, if we did. I don't think we have. Okay, but I've definitely never been that's, asked this. That's the cue. What piece of furniture would you want to be turned into? Oh, would I want to be turned and into? And alternatively, which do you look the most like so you would be turned into? That's a lot harder. Yeah. I I think I would want to be... Or how do we well, define... Do you, okay, you say what you want, and then the other yeah, people say what Yeah, the other people say be. what piece of furniture. How do we be. decide what uh, is furniture? Anything that's in a house yeah. is furniture. Right. Also, because also, there were like utensils, too. Yeah. yeah, there were utensils and dishware and stuff. I want to be a Game Boy. Ooh. Or a skateboard. <laughs> Whoa. I think uh, you would be the coat rack. Why? Because <laughs> you looked like the one in the movie. Because I'm so skinny. Tall and skinny, was, and you're cute, and you put your little Aww, hats on. I do put my little hats on. <laughs> and he does always have three coats and six hats on. Yeah. I'm always carrying all my hats. <laughs> and everyone else's hats. And everyone and yeah, we do all put all of our... Every time I come in... Can I in set when them down, by the way? No. Or do I need to keep holding them? Keep holding them. I mean, right now Until it's... Until you're changed back. It's the dead of winter, so I came in, and I took off my coat, and I put it on Brant. Ooh. Okay, I think I want to be a uh, big fancy sofa. I think you would be a... Sorry, that was my phone. It's sentient. Oh my god. I think you would be Connor's phone. No! I, th- I think you would be a kettle. Ooh! I love. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what piece of furniture I'd be, but I want to... What do you want to be? What do you want to be? What do I we'll tell be? you what you are. Okay. Yeah, we'll tell you what you are going to be. <laughs> um... Because I don't want to, because it's like, I don't want to just be something that I like to use a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, what do I feel is something that I, I have no clue, man. Maybe like a bookcase. I like books. I think you'd be like an old timey projector. Ooh. Yo. I was thinking a big fancy armchair with like the little claw feet. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like a dark, deep velvety color. Yeah. Because I'm always wearing velvet. (laughs) You're wearing velvet right now. And projecting Sweet. a movie from your forehead. Yeah, I'm like a Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of crushed velvet. Projector. <laughs> Wasn't it wild how to fill up time on that move on that stupid show? They would just play the same footage again. They'd be like, again, again. And oh yeah, they play would it just again. do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that happened in the the rough parts of the Disney era too. Yeah, but they didn't literally go <laughs> recycled footage. They didn't literally which go. Which was actually that. harder. Which I think it's better that the Teletubbies addressed they and were, were just playing it. it again instead of like trying to trick us into thinking that there were more animation <laughs> cells than there were. That would be like if at the end of this, like like they they sing "Be Our Guest." And Belle's like, that was really good. I want to hear it again. And everyone says, okay. And looks at the audience, and then everyone else says, yes, I'd like to hear it again, too. And it's literally without a single thing changed. Now let's... Exactly the same. Doesn't that happen in, like, Shrek or something? Like, at the the end of some some movie, it definitely happens. Now let's cut to, like, some random eight-year-olds on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to people watching this movie. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, Maurice... Uh, is trying to find a place to stay. He settles in. He gets all comfy, but mm. the beast storms in. Oh, yeah. It looks real scary. You see his eyes and his teeth. 
And and uh, Maurice says he just wants a place to stay because it's raining and it's cold and he's lost and mm-hmm. he just wants to stay for the night. But the beast tells him, no, no, you're here to laugh at me and scoff at the beast. Yeah, the beast has some real uh, deep-rooted issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because he yeah. obviously cares about appearance yeah. quite a bit. This he doesn't isn't... want anyone to see him in his beast form, so this how is... is he ever going to fall in love? Exactly. This is much more overplayed and beastly, where... Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about a, that in that I think, I think you should compare this movie to the live-action Be- Beauty and the Beast, and I should compare it Ooh. to Beastly. See, <laughs> okay. see how the movies sing. What can I compare it to? What do you have, Connor? Uh, what do you bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? Honestly... Why are you here? Is there I any... No <laughs> just clue. kidding. <laughs> Gamer knowledge? Yeah, I'm Beauty and the Beast, the video game. I don't even play Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god. The Beast Castle is, is a neat level. This is another one where <laughs> with um, with the uh, uh, Little Mermaid, where mm-hmm. I was saying how the locations mm. in this movie match the Kingdom Hearts world so perfectly. Ooh, like, yeah. it's like, oh, this is literally the same set. Um, there was a few times with this movie, it just didn't jump out to uh, jump out to me as much oh, because yeah. it's just the different areas of the castle, mm. you know? Yeah. And there's a big boss fight in, uh, in the uh, ballroom, oh, which cool. is a really cool scene. Um, we, uh, like... Some episode way back, we discussed having like an architectural um, segment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna and say we, that should we should have that. Talk about the features of this castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally think that they are very much a kind of minimalist Rococo design. <laughs> Shut up, Cogsworth. <laughs> That's what uh, Cogsworth says when he's giving a tour. And, and we were like, what is that? One of my favorite parts of lots of pieces of media is when, like, my personal favorite thing is any scene. Uh, any storyline, any character that is from an art background or specifically like art openings or poetry readings on TV shows or movies, Mm. throw out terms that not only don't make any sense, but also like everyone in the environment, everyone in the world of the movie has to pretend that whatever kind of like poorly made art they're, mm-hmm. that they rented out from a company that contracts out work like yes. that. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone in the world has to pretend that it's good. And they're like, oh, yes, that's Yeah, correct. or like poetry readings where it's like, you have writers making someone doing a fake poetry reading, but you've just told your writers to write actual poetry. Yeah. But they're not good at Poets. It. Right. Yeah, yeah, so it's bad poetry. Yeah, oh my gosh. But so, yeah, this castle is like, definitely... It's like all over the place. It's all over the place, but it's like a little gothic with the super tall windows and the doors, and then it's a little bit classical with those columns, which is like indicative of late nineteenth century, like continental European architecture, like historicist stuff, where it's just bougie, like aristocracy that just decides that they just want a building that includes a bunch of different things from things they learned from books. There's like a far off like shot of the castle at one point and there's like a pantheon just like sitting in it and Connor's like, this looks like the Acropolis. I'm pretty sure that's where the, uh, that's where the ballroom scene is. That makes a lot of sense. The domed area with the... glass dome? Yeah, the the dome with the fresco and then the capulets. Cloisters! Well, cloisters, right? Cloisters are inside of a monastery. I, oh. Is it Capulets that are the little um, like Romeo scooped, and Juliet? Well, yeah, well, because they're the scooped out components of parts of a dome, so that you can decrease the weight on the dome. Yeah, to for structural integrity. I think they're called cloisters. Cloisters are the inner parts of. Oh, it's like the courtyard. Yeah, that's Capulet? the. Inner, I think so. It's hard, or like crop. Why do I not? It starts with a C. What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. This is important. No, it's not Capulet. 
Oh my god, how do <laughs> I, I do say, this? No, well, so while, while she's searching, what was your favorite architectural component? My favorite architectural component is the realization that since the entire castle was physically changed by the curse, that any um, strange, like, yeah, like piece of the castle oh, yeah. could be explained by, well, it was built by magic and was slapped together by this. But the but the floor plan doesn't change, right? Like it doesn't shift right. around. It, yeah, it just changes its like silhouette and its form. But like, but like that's if you the look, features, right? yeah. But if you look at the castle from afar, it is a single castle that is all one interconnected palace mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. goes up in a giant spire. That like yeah, this castle. I thought it looks cool. It looks really cool. There's a uh, there's an architect named Bruno Tout that designed a bunch of cities called Alpine cities that were basically these giant crystal palaces in the middle of like kind of modernist utopias. Whoa. Yeah, and they were very big and spiky, and it's like very much kind of pulling from like a kind of like a gothic history of the idea of like a a lofted building filled with light. Whoa. What's his name? A Bruno Tout. Bruno Tout. Yeah. Hmm. I love it. He's um, cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. Oh my god, why can I not find what this is called? How do you Google it's something like, that you don't know the yeah, name yeah. of? Yeah, yeah, it's like, they're almost like Mukarnas, but they're not, uh, but they're specifically structural. It was a part of like Italian architectural design yeah. in the 1500s, Yeah, and they're right? also to make the concrete lighter. Yeah, because so they were made like the with... the big gaps on the underneath. Yeah, so We'll they, figure it out, and we'll let you know when we find it. They're like little pockets carved... Yeah. Uh, right in, sit, if you're listening to this episode and you are um, an architect or an architecture person and you know what it is. And, and you're pulling your hair out right Yeah, now. you're pulling, I mean, you're pulling, yeah. I've done that a you couple times while listening the to these episodes. I like, can't imagine us making any sort of mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have exactly. that, like, friends will just text me and be like, this is what you want I to do. I mean, I've to. done that before, yeah. sending Please you do. guys texts, like, <laughs> as I'm listening to it of, like, it, like, like I know is the, that I've learned this Gunter is the name of the school. penguin in Adventure Time. We said that in the episode, I know. Though, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, it was just later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, Whoops. he throws crazy old Maurice in the dungeon. This is still the first, like, ten minutes oh of the God. movie, I would like to point out. I thought this was going to be a fast episode, because I was like, oh, this I could summarize this plot pretty easily. Um, we just got lost talking about shelters and cloisters. Cloisters. Um, the... Horse, though, runs back Philippe? and Philippe the horse. Um, now, Casey did let us know that the hottest animal is Philippe. Philippe the horse. The horse, which we predicted. We predicted because it was not the answer we would have chosen. <laughs> Although, I there isn't a lot of animals in this movie, so it is a pretty tough choice. That's true. The, oh, I like those chickens the best. I don't think they're the hottest. No, they were cool chickens. They were cute. Mm-hmm. I like There's, them like, lot. some chickens, some pigs. Um, anyways, <laughs> Belle... Ventures out in search of yeah, crazy old Maurice. Yeah, Philippe runs back to tell right. her. Yeah, uh, gets on the horse, rides to the castle. Mm-hmm. Has kind of like a similar walking through, meeting the animals uh, or the the uh, yeah, yeah. objects. Oh yeah, and they're like a girl, a girl, a girl in the castle. Uh-huh. Finally, someone he can fall in love with. And which is, um, <laughs> I mistook. Because for some reason in my mind, it was J.K. Simmons who played Lumiere. Yeah, but it was actually that. Jerry Orbach, but they're both just actors from Law & Order. Right. So I think that was probably the mix-up. <laughs> what? Um, she finds Crazy Old Maurice in the dungeon. Yeah. The, the Beast says that he will not let him free because he was trespassing mm-hmm. and will be and will stay here forever. Uh, Belle offers to take his place. Says figure if, if I take his place... And let and you let him go, then I will stay here, 
And then the beast says, if you do that, you will have to stay here forever. And she accepts. Yeah. Yes. There, I mean, it's under duress, but right. there's a kind of consent involved. And she's... She, well, it is. Well, she's she, trying to save her dad. Coerced. Sick. It yeah, is, it's coerced. It is definitely because she wants to save her dad. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a, out she, of love for her father. You have to remember, she came up with the idea. She says, I'll take his place. Yeah. It's not... The Beast doesn't say, if you take his place, That's true. Know. It is more of a... I guess it's more of like a... It is a much more selfless act. Yeah. Yeah. Because she says, she's like, I'll take his place. I'll stay here. I want him to go back and get help and, the, and get healthy. Also, for the architects at home who are... Pulling their hair out, it's called coffers. 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 Which is so close to so close. All Cloisters. It evolves into weezers. Columns. Columns. <laughs> what did you say? I thought it was called a column. Capulet. Capulets. <laughs> that's. I think that's like a almost like a cornice. I get cornices mm, mixed up. How, 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 how embarrassing. It's honestly incredibly embarrassing. Oh, Brand, just smack us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good for it's good audio too. So she's worried that Ow. crazy old Maurice is sick because it's cold and he's old. And it's a very word full of mold. <laughs> so um, full of mold. And this catches the beast off guard. He's like, "You, you, you love would, your father. You would take his place willingly." She's like, yes. "What? If you stay, you must stay here forever." He's my daddy. I love him. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's the trade-off. Yeah. Maurice gets kicked out of the castle. Belle has to stay forever. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, and he like slams the door. They do a very good job of rendering the beast pretty early on as a character that like hasn't grown emotionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was turned into a beast as an eleven-year-old, mm-hmm. and he's been living alone since then. Yeah. He really hasn't matured. Oh yeah. And so like he has mannerisms that are very like goofy and childish even yeah. though like he's billed as a this kind of big 20 year old uh, yeah and realistically man. he's only 20 which is also kind of weird but yeah. yeah well so he was 11 when the events of yeah. the curse happened mm-hmm. and he's been at a you know um what's what i'm looking for like a stunted mm. stunted emotional, emotional growth, growth for yeah. sure how many times had you fallen in love by the time you were 21 by your 21st birthday I'm not answering this. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. We don't have to. A couple I just, times. How about you? I was just curious. Probably a couple times. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I but also, I was at a point of emotional, kind of, um, a lack of emotional growth where I wasn't really able right. to ever place or fully, like, express those emotions. Oh, interesting. So, and that was when I was just a human the whole time who was talking with people. So I yeah. can only not imagine... Not when you were turned into a beast Yeah, I can only imagine the kind of regression that exists when you're turned into a, a beast... Of course. You can only talk to, like, clocks and candles every day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, a, a couple <laughs> scenes that happen during all these events that we kind of mentioned. Uh, before Maurice, or before Maurice gets lost in the woods, we have a scene where Gaston uh, plans an entire wedding for him and Belle. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he says the only thing he needs to do now is propose. Oh, my God. And this, this is a great moment. The entire uh, village oh. laughs, and then it very quickly pans over to the three blondes, and they're just crying, <laughs> and then it immediately <laughs> cuts. And because it's, it, it's, it's a great moment, because it's, like, literally, like, half a second long. Oh, like, it yeah. is such a, a quick so moment. Um, and so he knocks, <laughs> <That's very good. laughs> knocks on the door, uh, goes inside, tells Belle that he's here to propose. Um, she obviously does not reciprocate these feelings. Oh, yeah. Um, no. It's a big N-O for me, Gaston. And, uh, and she even says that she's not good enough for Gaston. Yeah. She oh, yeah. She's in, trying to convince in, in like him. A, I mean, it's in a mocking way. Of course. Like, oh, she, yeah. because, like, she's doing that in order to buy time so mm-hmm. that 
Like as he is, um, he physically into well. Her house. Also, he's he's the size of a barge. Like physically, <laughs> like accosting her. Yeah, like oh, yeah. attempting. He's cornering her against walls. He throws a chair out of the way. Yeah, he, he throws a chair out of the way to to yeah, like he's scary. Yeah, and she's like literally trying to protect herself, yeah. and then she worms her way over to the the door the door and then as he's like trying to kiss her when she doesn't want to yeah, she opens the door and then he runs and then he kind of runs out with all of his big upper body momentum in his tiny little butt <laughs> yeah, and then he, he has such the a small butt a he skipped butt day at the gym but like you know can you expect anything more of like a chad to just like have a really small mediocre small butt yeah i was not expecting that he falls in the mud and yeah, but, uh, and and all you see sticking out of the mud <laughs> is his butt, his little so tiny, funny. and his little coattail, his tiny hiney, yeah. tiny hiney. I did like uh, that when he got wet with the mud slime, his clothes like turned a shade darker. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that has happened. I mean, that's such a small thing, but yeah. I just like We've appreciated that. it. But yeah, that's a great detail. And like his shirt was like crispy white, and then it was like mud soaked. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, ooh, attention to detail. Um, love uh, that. Uh, also, this is the first time we see uh, Gaston's, how long his hair really is. Yeah, his hair falls yeah. out of the ponytail, and I, it is long. He has some long hair. Uh, Luscious also, locks. Also, Aquaman another another, like, another great exactly little... exactly like Aquaman. Another yeah, great Jason little Momoa. moment is when That's LeFou a cast. is oh playing God. the... He's conducting the band, and, he tell, oh, yeah. and Gaston tells him... Uh, wait until we leave oh, to conduct the band. That's, I, I love I love the moments of like the plan goes horribly wrong but like someone is still technically someone's following, still the, following the orders yeah. but it's like they, so obviously so he yeah. comes out of the door and then he falls in the mud and it's like then they just start playing yeah. as he's it's, oh, a, it's a good piece of comedy mm-hmm. that I appreciate quality comedy in this so, film but yeah Jason Momoa would be a pretty good Gaston but, in our Dreamcast movie but if you were to rewrite Gaston into a more ethical, like, character space. What? You can't make him be ethical? He's a villain. Well, well to make the character more ethical. No. Like, no. no. Not make his motivations more. But, like, have it be less, like... Slimy? Overt. Yeah, like, have it be less... Sli- no, like, the way that they wrote the character wasn't just to be, like, see, these types of behaviors are bad. Like, they did them for comedy, and also they were bad things that they wrote. So, like, to have Jason Momoa... he's the villain. Well, he is the villain, but you don't, like... You can still write a villain character and not have them be, like... You can, but not Gaston. Like, racist. Yeah, he's not racist. He's just speciesist. He just hates a beast. (laughs) That's a metaphor, Okay, but he is a beast. He's scary. He's covered... Every inch of him is covered in hair. Just like Gaston. Gaston's That's what I'm saying. Gaston's a hunter. He sees a big hairy monster with teeth and claws. And, and a big also, he has teeth. Like every single time he opens his no, every single time he opens his mouth, they make sure to render his sharp his his canine teeth. teeth. Um, I have another fun fact about Gaston, mm-hmm. or a fun fact, comma. It's about Gaston. Um, he has uh, blue eyes, and Belle also has blue eyes, and so does the Beast, but this is the first Disney movie where the villain and the uh, main character have the same eye color. It's Are the we, first movie ever. Have we checked this for every movie? This is a uh, this is on IMDb trivia, oh, wow. a real fact. That is such a... It's things like that that I'm like, how does anyone even notice that? I but mean, it turns out Disney has a lot of fans. <laughs> but we made fans out of them. That's true. It's the legacy of this podcast. <laughs> true. Um, I just thought that was really interesting because, yeah. um, 
Yeah, and Co- there's a lot of color theory in Disney. There is. There's no um, the only uh, evil neon green Disney villain thing is the mirror. Yeah, but it kind of only does that neony and color also, when Gaston wields it. Well, it does it. It does it um, when she wants to see it too. It's also neon green, right? But it's, yeah, it's but definitely it's kind of like whenever... the vessel that shows every like it shows everybody the beast, and that's what starts the mob. Is like they yeah, see the beast, but it's and they a neutral thing. I, right. Well, so I was... what I'm saying it's like the. Um, catalyst or yeah. it, but it also changes hands and that's it changes hands when the beast moves from a um kind of antagonist character to a sympathetic one we're also getting way it, out of our way ahead of ourselves yeah what do we have okay let's we're let's just catch after, up this plot. we're still Rapid in fire. town another another gaston scene uh is the the best scene gaston whenever he sings gaston when i was a lad i poured those on eggs oh my god <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound oh of Gaston eating, eating eggs. the eggs. Swallowing raw eggs, shell. Yeah, and like, they, like more than raw, <laughs> like just whole eggs. Yeah, um, in the shell. Yeah, so this is him at the tavern. It's, it's calcium. He throws them up, and then they like the ones that he doesn't gulp land on LeFou, and they just like crack on him. Yeah, um, that's also weird. <laughs> Why? Because LeFou doesn't eat raw well, eggs. Well, also, earlier in the thing, in he the um, he says that uh, they say that no, one's, is, no one can spit like Gaston, and he says he's especially good at expectorating, which mm-hmm. is to, like, hawk up a loogie, which oh, is yeah. so gross. So he tears off a piece of a belt and <laughs> spits it, and it bounces off a lot of stuff, and it, it goes right into LeFou's mouth. Yeah. Common. And he's holding he's holding the spittoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's so gross. He's good at expectorating, but he's got bad aim. Yeah, and he gets covered in like eggs and he's like I don't know, maybe that's what he was aiming for. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to punish LeFou. He really poo-poos on LeFou. Oh Poo-poo LeFoufou. Um This so this scene is basically Gaston cannot understand why Belle keeps rejecting him. Mm-hmm. Every last he, inch of him is covered in hair. He's he's the he's the biggest most yeah, awesome she loves dude in, in town. town. He gets large. There is a great line where he says, LeFou, I've been thinking. <laughs> he says, uh, a what dangerous pastime, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, so it, it raises the interesting question. Maybe, guess something Casey said, maybe Gaston isn't against women thinking, but maybe it's just thinking overall. Yeah, thinking in general. Um, I, however, think it is a... a a, hey, you're thinking again. I'm, I know. I'm, I'll try not to. <laughs> we we tell our fans about things to think about quite a bit. So that's true. We support thinking on this. We podcast. support thinking. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, <laughs> Gaston is singing. Gaston. Actually, Lafou's singing a song about how great Gaston is to cheer him up, and the whole bar is just singing this awesome song about. Gaston. This would be amazing. Like if you're just sat in the bar and you're sad, and then all the other bar patrons just start singing a song about how great you are. No one interior decorates like Kelsey makes <laughs> hot tea like Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> fills her pez full of lots of candy like Woo! Kelsey. <laughs> she has pez inside all of her tongues. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this is my favorite Disney song yet. It's, <laughs> You're right, I, it is the best song. It is the best one song. One fun fact about this song is that no. I probably, <laughs> my history with this movie is like, I think I've maybe seen it once. I've seen lots of Including littles, tonight? probably as a kid, and mm-hmm. then like once tonight, but like I've seen lots of little scenes from it because they would always advertise it with for like the vault on like VHS oh, yeah. before the actual movie. Right. And so like that would be such a huge classic that... The um, vault. 
The vault. The vault. Ah. The vault. <laughs> Blah. Blah. It's me. One movie. It's me. Vault Disney. Vault Disney. The evil um, twin. But, uh, Your favorite reoccurring character. <laughs> Vault Disney. Vault Disney. Vault Disney. Vault Disney. But I don't saying, think I've listened body? to the no, actual the song in maybe like 15 years. Like, And then my reintroduction to the song so was exclusively through meme songs. Whoops. Because there's a. And if you haven't there's listened to them or watched them. Movie. It's a um, it's a blank butt meme kind of structure of Gaston, but every time he says Gaston, it's Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron saying croissant, 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 and then um, every time he says Gaston, the best one is uh, Gaston butt get large, and that is every time he says Gaston, he just says get large, and every time and you hear the, the gulp sound. That- <laughs> they said Gaston Connor saying get large, get large, get large. And if you watch that YouTube version, I will then come to your house every time you watch it subsequently and say it. <laughs> oh, it's the curse. Get large. That's a curse on you. <laughs> yeah, that's boys. The curse. If you can't find true love in 10 Sorry. years. Um, <laughs> and then Connor shows up at your house and says, get large. Get five large. dozen eggs. <laughs> I will throw five dozen eggs in your mouth and I'll spit a piece of a belt into your mouth Should we try afar. to swallow raw eggs right now? We should all I got gra- some we eggs sh- in the fridge. Let's we should find a leather belt and try to bite off a big chunk. Exactly. So we're going to do some video components for the <gasps> patrons <gasps> where we have a spitting contest <laughs> where we can try and spit no, this- pieces of leather as no, wait, far as possible. We can, we can juggle re- up eggs and catch them in our mouths. We can, we can, re- we can pivot this. Uh, what's up, YouTube? Welcome back. Today we're going to be trying out the Gaston Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Gaston Challenge. Swallow a whole egg. Swallow five dozen eggs. <laughs> We're swallowing five dozen eggs for Whoa. leukemia. What's up? It's uh, it's what is it, Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast? Yeah, he he's just like oh, he's yeah, just like yeah, a yeah. clickbaity YouTube yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. but he just does like Mr. Beast. I sat in slime for twenty four hours. Like yeah, I watched That's Logan Gaston. Paul for ten hours straight or something. Gaston like that. sat in slime for five hours. Gaston is Mr. Would, Beast. No, Gaston would definitely be a YouTuber. Well, the Beast is Mr. Beast. No, but no, the Beast is. The what beast. type of influencer would? Belby, and what type of influencer oh, would Gaston, Gaston be? Fully... And what type of influencer would the Beast be? Gaston is a makeup YouTuber. I think Gaston is a, like, he's a YouTuber, but he's like a Logan Paul YouTuber. Mm, yeah, he's mm. he's like the, I, no, like Gaston. Just, no, 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 no. Gar- just a garbage man. No, Gaston is like the. Gas- <laughs> he's the garbage man. Gaston is like that's the. That's his job in the That's town. a noble profession. Yeah. So, he would not be that. What would he be, Brant? Gaston would be like a YouTube pranker. He would be oh, like, oh, that's yeah. Cute. He would but throw like eggs at people. the kind that definitely does it to random people on the street, but like really intense pranks that are yeah harassing mm. people and physically accosting them on oh, the street. Yeah. The um, blonde. He would definitely do like a kiss challenge to like film oh. him going oh, to random yeah. people and kissing them. Yeah, and For they're all sure. actors. No, they're real they're people. And no, the kissing YouTube videos are because if you no, but his those, wouldn't be. Well, yeah, but Gaston would. I mean, Bell's the only one that would turn him down. Gaston's too rich to go to jail, but like. <laughs> Woof! I think the um, <laughs> truly the uh, blonde cuties would be. They would be the makeup YouTubers, and they would just do makeup Yo. tutorials to look like. Belle. Oh, they would do either or to, or they would do like Gaston fan makeup contours. Like they <laughs> because they're obsessed like with Gaston, Gaston, but not romantically. They, they don't want to marry they Gaston. Wanna they want to be, be Gaston. 
No, they don't. They do. They do want to marry Gaston. They're whenever, contours They cry are at the wedding. They cry. Lawless. They cry whenever uh, he says that he's getting married to Belle. Well, because they know that like his attention will be divided now. No, it's already divided. He's but already now they won't be able to Belle. spend time yeah. with them, him. They're obsessed with him. Right? He's already so obsessed. Like, they want to marry him. They do. All three of them. That's I why think he that couldn't... they want to start a YouTube channel. I think that's about why him. he had to choose Belle. Is because they'll definitely like. He couldn't marry just one of the triplets. Yeah, they would do really great guests on cosplay though on their on their what? cosplay Instagram because mm. they're like makeup, but they're also cosplay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think so too. Um, we should Disney bound as those three girls <sighs> to Disney. World. And you, you can each do your own favorite hairstyles. Yes, you can do the middle part, the side. You're part. gonna have to start growing out your hair. Or more. yeah, um, a little bit over on the side, not full side part. Of course, uh, all ponytails. What would the quickly? What would the piece be as an influencer? Gamer, let's player. Yo, he would definitely be a let's player. Mm. Yeah, Emotionally he's, he's stunted, locked away, <laughs> locked, locked away, away in his really cool house. Space. Yeah, really, really, <laughs> really cool house. But really he never cool leaves. house. He never stays leaves. In the West Exactly. He has never had That's a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. True gamer hours. True gamer. Um, All right. So, uh, Belle is getting used to living in the castle. Oh, yeah. Beast takes her... It's time for dinner. To the... From the cell to the nice room. Um, and, and basically it's because Maurice leaves and she doesn't get a chance to say yeah goodbye. she doesn't get she's like i didn't even get to say goodbye and she does my favorite disney princess thing where she throws herself onto the bed or any flat object and just cries mm-hmm. that's my favorite disney princess trope and so far <laughs> it's my favorite thing to see i love watching girls cry i love watching women crying on beds <laughs> so far <laughs> or a well no. or a big rock or um what does sleeping beauty cry on also her bed what does alice in wonderland cry on a, a chair she's or not a princess big- but she does cry. Or something. Not, she like cries a big cookie. sitting up on a rock. <laughs> and all the little, like, pencil birds come in. Oh, uh, that's true. I think it's literally been every princess so far, though. That's what I'm saying. Move, I love really this funny. move. I uh, don't think I've ever it? been this upset where oh, I have to yeah. throw myself onto something to cry. But, man, I want to be. I want to see the beast do that. <laughs> it's just it's such Why a great he, emotional he release, been, you know? It would have been really great to see him cry. But that's, you know. You should see Beastly. Oh, I'm so <laughs> punk. <laughs> we see um, a close-up of Belle's face with tears uh, forming in her eyes later on. So she is is the <laughs> the rest of, about. the rest of the staff is trying to get them to fall in love. Yeah. So. Um. And so they're they're trying to help the beast figure out how to be nice to Belle. Oh yeah. How like how to talk to her. They're like, come on, invite her to dinner and uh, be a human. She doesn't want to because obviously she's very mad at him. This makes the beast very angry in return, yells at her through the door. Oh, yeah. And there's some great moments. I love the physicality of Beast whenever he is, like, really pouty. um, Because there's a great moment when he turns to... uh, They're like, no, sir, uh, you know, my, my, your highness, you have to... Uh, This is the wrong accent. But he was like... (laughs) Uh, basically, they're telling him nicely. that he you need to ask him nicely. Say, <laughs> same accent. Say, say please. Uh, and he's like, would you please yeah. join me for dinner? And, and he's like, he's, it would mean a lot to me. And, and she's yeah. like, no! And afterwards, he like no, looks back you. expectantly. He's like, can I break down the door now, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, because she's like, he, he does what they say. And then she still is like, no! 
but I'm not just... coming. And then the way he points at the door, like, hmm, see? Yeah. She's not listening. Which, like, girls just because, never listen to me. Just because you ask a girl nicely yeah. does not mean she has to say yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Which it's is an important the... thing for the beast to be learning. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At such a late age. <laughs> to be 20. learning at 20. Hey, 20 and 11 months. He hasn't seen a woman he, in over 10 He's a, since he's he was a 11. college sophomore. But he just doesn't have any manners. Yeah. That's exactly. Itch. Exactly. He doesn't know. Uh, he has all these preconceived notions on Yeah. He's probably been thinking for the last 10 years what a girl when I like, fall in love, yeah. what's it going to be like? Rip. And now it's not going according to plan. And he's yeah. furious because he has but days. Yeah. To, to fall yeah. in love. And because, as we know, con- like, he's super disappointed that consent does not turn out to be a formality. <laughs> right. For you sure, know? yeah. And he says, um, she's like, no, I'm not hungry. And he's like, if she doesn't eat with me, she doesn't eat at all. Yeah, he does the great, you don't eat with me? Does the whole hand motion yeah. and everything. No. Um, and uh, she befriends the, the dresser. dresser. Yeah, the wardrobe. Kind of a mother figure. What's she's great. her name? Uh, I don't know. Cool. Does <laughs> everyone... Oh, well, I think in the, in the... Yeah, uh, she Lizette? definitely has a name somewhere. Closette? Closette? <laughs> cloister? I hope so. It's probably a cloister. Is it copper? I think it's... I think it's Capulet. pillar. Column. Column. All um, casting crew. And anyways, they eventually let her into... It just is wardrobe in the Her habits. name is wardrobe. And the um, feather duster is bimbet. Bimbet? Oh. <laughs> yeah. That can't be right. <gasps> okay. That is right. That's what IMDb says. Well, it says there's a character named Bimbet. That, no, that's the Feather Duster's name 100%. Is it really? Yeah. That's no, the Bimbets are the uh, the blonde girls. Oh my god. What? Seriously? They yeah. actually named them Bimbets? Oh my god. Okay, the Feather Duster's just Feather Duster. I think in the live action movie, the, the Duster's name is something like that. Hmm. She reminded me of Marzipan from Homestar Runner. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bowsy yeah. pan. Bowsy pan. Yeah. They. Yeah. Her name is literally just Feather Duster. Um. They call her Plumet. Plumet. Which I believe might just be like Plumet. plume. I mean, it's like yeah. It's like little feathers. Yeah. Feather Duster. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Okay. So they are uh, having dinner. Is insane. <laughs> Isn't that's that, yeah. that's true. Because they call them yeah. silly girls in the musical. That's what Bimbet literally translates yeah. to. Oh, okay. Silly girls. That's messed up. Uh, Belle doesn't want to have dinner. She's obviously very mad at him. Yeah. Uh, Understandably so. Beast storms away. Eventually, she does come out of her room. Yeah, she's on a hunger strike. She finds uh, all of the she finds all of the uh, inanimate objects um, in the kitchen, hanging out. Uh, talking about trying to figure out how they're going to get these two to fall in love. Oh, yeah. Um, they see her. She says she's hungry. Mm-hmm. They kind of explain the curse basically to her oh, yeah. at this point. Um, we are also introduced to... Oh, we, sh- we should mention there's Lumiere, the the French candlestick. He is the romantic. Mm-hmm. They're all uh, French. Yeah, but he's French. He's got a French accent. He's the only one with a French accent. True. Um, hmm. Cogsworth. Is, What's that you say? Someone with a French accent is the only one that is characteristically French out of the cast? Yeah, but the character isn't. You could take that and you could turn that into... I don't see how this is. Any correlation. <laughs> down under. I have no idea how this correlates. <laughs> You're talking about Jake? Um, the one the Australian accent? talking about Jake. Yeah. No, he, yeah. Uh, the Cogsworth is the uptight clock 
who um, is very worrisome, but also very serious mm-hmm. and proper. Yep. We have Mrs. Potts, who is the pot. uh, teapot. Teapot! And, uh, and she's kind of like the motherly, like, maid figure. Mm-hmm. Um, her son, Chip, Chip, is a cup with her a chip in his head. favorite son. Yeah, because later we find out... She's got a whole cupboard full yeah, of that is little sons and daughters. Wild. This is the only one that we ever see... Have a speaking role. And they're yeah. all, they're all, all the other ones are asleep, because she's like, come on, Chip, go get in the cupboard with your brothers and sisters. What if what if Chip's just the youngest, and the other ones are, like, relatively... I think he is. Like, adult age, and maybe they don't need oh. to be following mom around all the time. That's a really good point. Yep. Something to think about. Mm. <laughs> I think that's Something true. Something to think about. Um, chip, 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 she chip. says she's hungry. Everyone freaks out. They're like, oh, she's hungry. Oh, Let's go. Hungry. Uh, this is our job. Uh, and and our she's like, yeah, no, no, no. they haven't really been able to, pre- well, that's the beast is eaten, so they do prepare food. Well, but they that do, is their but to this, this like, level of extravagance. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. we see the beast eating like oatmeal and porridge and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. He's, he's boorish. <laughs> Brainless. Um, brute. Casey says that she eats her oatmeal the same way as the beast. Yeah. The oatmeal looks amazing. It does look pretty it's good. It's just like piles of sugar and milk in the oatmeal. Yeah, no, I, it was about 50% just sugar, white sugar. Yeah. yeah. So uh, sweet and um, um, Also, there is People the... love their jobs. Oh, yeah. They live for this. I would, too, if I was literally, had no other way to interact or affect the world other than pouring liquid out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, I really like to do liquid now because that's, that's all I can do. But they're like putting on such a spectacle. They're like, they're like Broadway performers and they're like, we get to do our show. Um, Places, everyone. (laughs) Places. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) I think he says that. He does. Um, We also have the Feather Duster who is Lumiere's girlfriend. We We see them. We see them kind of flirting around. In this movie, her name is Feather Duster. Feather Duster. Uh, We have to to stick with (laughs) this film. They're like... Yeah, they, they are cavorting some... behind a curtain. Yeah. Some funny we hear business. A lot, of, a lot of funny business going yeah. on. Um, He's just telling her jokes. And just telling her some great jokes. <laughs> Later in the movie, um, someone that storms the castle rips feathers out of yeah. Feather Duster. It is That's so awful. Which is horrifying. What does that yeah. translate to when no you're idea. back to being a Pulling human? Pulling her hair out? But it's like it's like her waist down. Yeah. It's like ripping off her legs. Her yeah. leg hair. Or like her, All of her dress. legs. It's just like getting your legs waxed. Yeah, <laughs> by hand. Extremely painful. And also, you're, <laughs> the but handful. but also they are your legs. Yeah, yeah, it's really grotesque. Anyway, that's why it doesn't grotesque. translate that well. It doesn't. Translate. Uh, there's wardrobe. Who is the wardrobe? <laughs> um, and she's got clothes in her. The, she also has... the fun gag is she she opened up her like dro- her doors for the first time, and some like gypsy moths came out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, 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 sorry about that. Though that is. Um, also, name she, like, them. opens up a drawer, and later on, and a sentient brush and comb jump out. Mm-hmm. So that They've made us wonder, living inside like, inside her. what is the level of, like, how does this, how is this decided? What's the hierarchy of this, yeah. of these objects? Exactly. Like, were these like the objects, helpers? Yeah. And they were, they were turned into things that would fit inside of a wardrobe? I, some of the objects speak. Are, are they just enchanted, like, parts of the castle? I are? think... I think it can be safe to say that not all objects speak. I don't think that's safe to say. I think just because we don't see some of the objects speak doesn't, doesn't mean inherently. They don't. But some of them categorically don't speak. Like none of the, none of the knives, none of the combs. Well, because it's the middle of a song. They're not going to be like, and I'm but, a knife. But the, but the coat racks. <laughs> what about me? I must. But the coat racks also like the coat rack. 
What does he have to say? Well, they were Maybe doing the hair. They were doing the hair and the makeup, <laughs> right? And like they're being instructed to do stuff, but they're not saying anything at all. Okay. <laughs> They don't well, need yeah. to say anything. Well, they're the hairdressers. They're good. They're, they're like yeah. doing style, it's but they but they like they... communicate by kind of gesticulating, but they don't ever say anything. Mm, but fair. it's not like there's a scene where one of them is like pantomiming and they're like trying to understand. Like, Come him. on, spit it out, knifey. Yeah. Well, they all passively kind of understand each other, yeah. which is also kind of weird. But why? It's well, just the because some of them using their body, body language. Body language. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line from the movie. Is when. The wardrobe says body <laughs> language. Uh, um, they, she yeah. does have some great outfits from the wardrobe. Yeah, those say. are great. There's I, also I, she. She's got oh, maybe the most outfits of princesses. Whose outfits are they? She's got like at least four outfit changes, five outfit changes. Five. I she's got think her of blue three. dress, the green dress, a pink porridge dress, a different pink dress for the winter outfit with the cloak. Her yellow um, ball gown. Question. That's a bunch. Where did the clothes come from? They're just in the wardrobe. Yeah, but were they her clothes when she was turned into a wardrobe? Were they princesses? That's a good question. Were they conjured up? Because of the curse, were they conjured up when the right person came Mm, along? Like that. Kind of like a. I'm thinking of the general rules of the curse almost like a room of requirement type situation. For sure. Like, there's a lot of provision of the stuff you need perfectly. when you need it. Yeah. Right? Things fit together. So I it mean, makes she does me have, think, like, an off-the-mannequin yeah. body type, but I think it is, like, That's true. fit to whoever comes in. Yeah. Just like that picture of Maurice in the yellow dress. That gray stuff looked delicious. Yeah, he says, in, in Be Our Guest, he says, try the gray stuff, it's delicious. And I don't like that because it looks like Miracle Whip. Without the dye. It's if you, delicious. If you go to the Beauty and the Beast restaurant at Disney World, they have gray stuff. They have gray stuff. Oh. And I've I've heard it's delicious. I um, went what to for the live action delicious. screening of Beauty and the Beast when I saw it. Um, I went to a Beauty and the Beast feast at Alamo Draft House. Beauty and the Feast. Beauty and the Feast. It was a beautiful feast. And um, they had gray stuff too. And it was delicious. There you go. Dang. Anyways, don't judge a stuff by its grayness. <laughs> The whole point of this movie is not to judge yeah. by appearances. By, uh, you said it's great. Uh, you said I don't want to touch that gray stuff. It looks disgusting. It was probably I your don't true trust love. The I definitely don't eat that gray stuff. <laughs> probably your true love. Your curse would have been lifted if you had tried also, the gray uh, well, stuff. Well, also I don't like Jello either. And it's not, Jello? It's not Jello. No, they it's have. Like they they got pudding. Jello later on. If oh, anything, yeah. it's more of a mashed potato yeah. looking. Yeah. Concoction. Well, and I mean, it it like does say a lot to have Jello. The opulence of the feast is something to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Two anachronistic things is the uh, inclusion of Jello and the Eiffel Tower. Interesting. Uh, Jello was not like widely available until. Typically Victorian because of the ability to manufacture um, ready-to-use sheets of gelatin. It wasn't super accessible. But in an aristocratic sense, uh, the like jello was really, really common as a feast, especially Ooh. in France and probably, I think that's actually probably not anachronistic because in hmm. the 1600s, big regal Rococo feasts would have lots of opulent jello objects and kind of structures that were hard to make because it was really expensive to get the gelatin from Ooh. Yeah. 
Interesting. So, another thing we forgot to mention, crazy old Maurice Ooh. storms into the tavern during Gaston's oh, song. Oh, yeah. And says that this beast has taken Belle. No one believes him because he's mm-hmm. crazy old Maurice. Oh, yeah. A great line. Another thing that we I forgot to mention as you were talking about the Jello is the Jello is also neon villain green. So the Jello is evil. Or that's maybe indicative of the house. The curse is evil because it makes the gelatin. Mm. Maybe whoever cooked the jello was evil. Maleficent made the gelatin, and she's evil. This is our jello podcast now. Uh, another, <laughs> an, an, we're doing a spinoff podcast all about jellos. Some other great small characters that we I keep trying to mention <laughs> are the Ottoman, oh, who is a dog. <laughs> Ottoman the, is a dog. The hat rack, who has a little top hat, and aka Brand, aka me. Um, and the uh, stove in the kitchen mm. is like this big oh. stove that just like bursts into flames when he's angry. Yeah, he's, <laughs> the mo- he's the most like a uh, weaponized For piece sure. of furniture. Yeah. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of what about the knives? <laughs> Anyways, um, they're literal weapons. I mean, they're they are the weapons. They are he weapons. like summons them, or they like pop yeah, out like of the right, like, like they're. Yeah. There's some sort of chain of command that happens, right? No, Cogsworth summons all the knives. Mm. And anyways. anyways. No, um, I'm talking about the butcher knives. Right, yeah. they. It's whenever they're about to get... Oh, no, it's the ottoman. They're all about to get the ottoman, and then all the drawers open mm. up, and the knives jump yeah. out. Anyways, one's ahead. It's get pretty ahead wild when all the knives come out and violently kill all the men <laughs> all that the are trying people. to Dude, so, The death count of this movie is so high. It's so... Oh, the scene afterwards, it's like the movie Ants. The, the <laughs> stove really reminds me of... The organ in the sequel to oh, this movie. Oh my god, I love the organ. The I horrifying CGI organ so who is scary. the villain of the what? sequel. It's the furniture. There's a piece of furniture that's a villain? Because in yeah. the sequel, uh, the sequel takes place during the events of this movie. Yeah. It's like oh, Lion kind King of a, a Lion half. King one and a half. Okay, it's Bell's but Enchanted it's, Christmas, right? I weirdly uh, watched Lion King I, one and a half. I a don't lot. remember. I think it is, but it's it is set during like the whole falling in love montage yeah. that happens in this okay. movie. Or like Santa like uh, cloak. Does it give a better idea of how long that montage is? Probably. It's like you, they took the montage and made it into a whole movie. Okay, so yeah, gotcha. And then yeah, and the villain Un-montaged is it. is a organ um, played I think Hi-pet. by. Tim Allen? Allen? <laughs> Tim the, the weirdest is every time they did the organ key, it just went <laughs> in a different pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, I want to hear like a Phantom of the Opera, Ooh. but when synth Ooh. turn Tim Allen into a bunch of synth presets. Anyways. Oh my god, yeah, he's really scary. Yeah. Anyways. I didn't, that's like the, oh yeah, I loved that movie, but I hated all the parts of him. I was like, no! Uh, so, and she... he takes the whole room, like an organ does. She sneaks into, she asks basically Cogsworth to give her a tour of the castle. They're, they're walking around. At some point, she, uh, sneaks away from everyone. Uh, they, they're trying to distract her from the West Wing. Isn't she this keeps before trying... Beerkist? Well, if it is, then we missed it, and we oh, need okay. to go back and talk about it. So it is critical to way, the plot, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is definitely after Be Our Guest, because... It's after she kind of, like, develops a relationship. Oh, yeah, they're, like, buddies. She, yeah. They're walking around, they're touring the place, and and she's trying to go in the West Wing, they're trying to keep her from going in there, and... Don't watch it. And they say something about there being a library, and she's like, oh, a library? And so they're like, yes, let's go to the library, and then they leave to go to the library. They're talking about all the great things the castle has to offer. Oh, and, yeah. and together. Oh, and then they walk off on their own, and she just like lets yeah, them walk like off. And she's like, "Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna go to the yeah, west." Yeah, she like starts following them, stops, and then just goes into the west wing. 
And this, we, sneaky. we see a bunch of these gargoyles again. We see yeah. a bunch of really cool it's six, decorations. It, as she moves scary. closer to the kind of heart of the curse, mm-hmm. it gets spookier and spookier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really talk about the grandeur of Be Our Guest, uh, and it had a lot of Fantasia vibes for me, especially this twirling napkin oh, yeah. girls. And they were absolutely flexing with the CGI. Um, the CGI. Yeah. And it was also really easy to do because it was the same assets over and over and oh, over yeah. again, so they were just I able to like animate the forks and the kick line! Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they did the really great thing where it was a pattern of dancing plates in a like in a, a groundless pattern, yeah, yeah. and then they zoom out, and it's like four times that many, and the pattern's like more and more concentrated. Really Does that cool. happen in 101 Dalmatians? It happens. Uh, there, we see. I think during the credits, or we like see the spots or something. We see Dalmatians running yeah. past each other. That's what it felt. Um, like. She goes into this forbidden west wing and the entire room is destroyed i'm assuming this is the beast's bedroom because there's like a destroyed bed there's all these destroyed pieces of furniture and there's a painting there's a painting that is ripped and it's it's the the wait a minute this this painting wasn't an 11 year old yeah that's also weird was it like a projection of what this is what he will look like This we scanned your face and Why? we've added fifteen years and this is what I you mean, look like when you are a grown one up. One quick thing, like aristocracy in the seventeenth century, the twilight of like feudal life in an isolated castle that uh-huh. probably has no political power. Mm. Those guys ain't handsome. <laughs> like we're talking about some. Well, this is a Disney movie. Everyone is handsome. Maybe this was his a painting of his father. I thought I thought about that, but who, it, but like, it's, it's he's just him. A striking though. resemblance of and and the whole point is that she almost sees what the beast yeah. really looks well, like. Well, because he tears it because that's like what he because he tears it because he sees yeah. it and hates yeah. to see he's it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a monster now. I think oh, but that was like is, right after he got transformed. An right? enchanted. Right? painting so it ages the person in the portrait ages as the beast ages to be a reflection um of what he would look like as a human because he has a mirror like so a he dorian can see gray type face, situation but this painting is like this is what your life could be if you just solved the curse but doesn't he tear it up at yeah the he beginning? tears it up at the beginning of that like story of after he got right cursed, but right? i'm saying like it's not totally ripped off it's just like well no but we right, see but a it's... picture of it it's not a picture of a boy when he tears it. oh yeah that's a good point it's just like a picture of this guy i think i think it is Dang it. i think they just got a <laughs> painter busted this I is think... what you'll look like when you turn 21 or something. and it was just really accurate yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> or the sorceress or the painting was like this is what like the moment you turn if you don't find love this is what you will like miss. Yeah, I think um, this can be our um, baby wife uh, prize. Is we'll do drawings of what you'll look the like. The baby wife would look like when uh, in eleven years after they've beaten oh. their curse. Um, and real quick, one last thing that I forgot to <laughs> Just mention. Kidding, that's not what it is. At the very beginning of the movie is that Bell doesn't look like Bell. I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah, it's just some, me. like weird angles and stuff. For some reason, for the whole first like. 15 to 20 minutes of this movie, Belle's face is drawn in a way that doesn't look like Belle to me. It looks wrong. I mean, I, I think maybe it's also because either faces are so, kind of have such a strong caricaturesque build that like, right. the faces that you remember that hold together really well are very specific faces. Right. But like, the type form that they're using, I think for like the Disney princesses are maybe relatively, like, generic But here's forms. the thing. 
I think that we didn't maybe, ha- we didn't have this reaction to any other movie before this I where think, we thought that character doesn't look. Well, it's like also that. in Blu-ray, right? Did you guys watch the other ones? In Little Mermaid was in Blu-ray. Uh, Alice in Wonderland was Blu-ray. Yeah, or but Lady I, and the Tramp was Blu-ray. Yeah. Did they do I, a bunch of close-up face shots? I think that her face is just more expressive than some of the other princesses, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's like, there, um, and even some other characters that we've seen. But that's maybe why, because it was just kind of weird, like yeah. areas moving and weird animations. It felt sometimes like there was a bit of a like I, everything in this movie jiggles like <laughs> it's like yeah, there's almost like, like that Rugrats effect. Yeah, and I think uh, partially maybe it might feel a little weird because it feels like also the shading seems like they were doing digital shading for some of the forms, like oh, yeah. a shading brush. Yeah, and so like the shading also looks weird, like the contour of Gaston's face later on in the light. Mm-hmm. Like it's very strange the places they chose the shading to be. Yeah, there is some yeah. weird face. Yeah, and it's and it, like instead of pinning in the specific contours of the face, I think maybe it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So. I will also say though, Ariel is probably the most express- expressive princess so, so far, and maybe ever. Um, and no, I, I, I didn't have her. But also, everything really about expressive. her is super expressive. characteristic, right? Like, yeah. yeah, like Belle. Aside from her like personality and people her love hair. Belle. She's, I mean, she's like, great. Belle's cool. everywhere. She's I really saw cool. Belle more than I saw any other princess growing up. Which is maybe that's why in my head I had an idea of what oh, Belle yeah, looked like. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, the you, dissemination, yeah. the marketing yeah. for Belle, as opposed to, like, and, you know, the idea of, like, a still image made for Disney is not going to be anything close to the, like, when it's actually moving. Because, yeah, like, mean, silhouettes of, are those really important. There's a lot of in-betweeners. All the in-betweeners in the credits are the ones drawing the weird... Uh, maybe. Facial well, and you know, Disney like I has. Said, it's only the beginning of this movie. It's not the whole movie. Yeah, it's only why. like the first fifteen minutes of this Ooh. movie where her face looks weird. Maybe that's a conspiracy. Maybe Belle actually dies and it's a different person. <gasps> it's her twin. It's, it's her not twin. what we saw at the beginning. Maybe Cut the hair. maybe the three silly girls <gasps> dies killed her. One, killed her and they dies her hair and oh they dye their hair How do they decide which to, one gets be to be Belle, Belle? because they're they're bereft. That they can't marry Belle. No, how do they decide which one? Or no, one? Mary, <laughs> or marry Mary Belle. Belle. One wants to marry Belle. One, one guess on one Maurice. Crazy old Maurice. <laughs> that's Crazy why. Old that's Maurice. why when at the end when he talks about his plan and you see the three women and they all have the same hairstyle mm. in the back, it's because that's they're they, trying to cover up. They're changed their hairstyle. They've already cut their hair. They've already cut their hair not. in their preparation. I think Belle is. Uh, I think I think the silly girls are a hive mind, so they don't care which one marries yeah. Gaston or which one is Belle, because they essentially are they are a singular hive entity. Anyways, I'm gonna kind of rapid fire try to get through some more of this plot before Kelsey comes before back. Kelsey comes back from the bathroom because um, Kelsey was the problem and not all of us <laughs> together. Um, so where was I? Uh, she wanders into the West Wing. She sees Aaron Sorkin. She sees uh, the <laughs> Enchanted Rose, and uh, she picks up the glass case that is around the Enchanted Rose, and she notices the petals that are falling, and she's about to touch the rose, but the beast storms in. Uh, Quietly, grab- stealthily. Yeah, he like sneaks up behind her, basically, and she turns around, and she's like, ah! and he grabs the glass case, puts it back, says, what are you doing here? Uh, I forbid you from ever You're forbidden going, for being from ever going into the West Wing. Um, and she runs away. She they say, No, you're not allowed to leave and she's like, I can't stand here any longer and she 
runs into the woods and the beast doesn't go after her. Um, at least at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, though, as she is riding back into uh, into town, mm-hmm. she gets chased by some wolves because it's the middle of the night. Oh and yeah, these wolves are. Ev- there's a lot of wolves. There's in a lot of wolves. Woods, in the- yeah, and they just totally storm uh, Belle and Philippe. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Something that I didn't remember. But she holds her own. Yeah, she picks up a stick and fights off yeah, some of these yeah. wolves. Her yeah, her hair cool. falls she puts out up a good of the fight. ponytail, That's and a cool she look. is like taken down these wolves oh yeah it's also like a cool action scene yeah. Oh, yeah honestly like when the beast actually comes Gets, in yeah and like starts fighting it's pretty disjointed and mm-hmm. like kind of hard to follow yeah because she's like surrounded she yeah. smacks a couple of them but she's surrounded and then the beast swoops in and scoops them up and they're like climbing all over the beast yeah. they're biting yeah huge. that is actually that is pretty cool <laughs> jumps off of him biting huge yeah they're like grabbing a lot of skin and and we see them like scratch at him and oh, yeah. she saves uh or he saves Belle. Yeah. The wolves um, run off. Wolves run off and they go back to the castle. Mm-hmm. Um and well, he passes out in the snow. That's right. And, and she, she decides to yeah, save she him. Helps that's right. Him. That's right. Oh yeah, she's about to leave. Well, because she, she saved her life. Yeah. He saved her life. So and she's that's, like that oh. is the moment in which the relationship makes itself clear that there is a consensual like Mute, there's mutual, like, affection between the two. Yeah. And yeah, something else... Not even affection, but just, like... Companionship. He's protecting yeah, her, yeah. so she will, like, help save yeah. him, not yeah. leave him in the snow. Yeah. Um, I, I, something else I like about Beast and his relationship with his staff is that, like, obviously he's, like... His workforce. His workforce. This is what makes him a great manager. (laughs) Is he's obviously like... Let's talk about his career. He's obviously has a temper, right? And he obviously like kind of rules them out of fear. Like there's multiple times where they suggest something and he roars and then they go, or maybe not, you know? (laughs) Um, But he does respect their opinions even from the beginning of this movie. This isn't something that slowly develops. Because he is, I mean, in the point of the transformation, he's like a little boy and these people are the only guiding light in his life. Realistically, so these staff raised are his family. right like oh, yeah. they they're also exactly. you know they're not employees they are a serfdom workforce mm-hmm. that are bound it takes the to village work. to raise even as place. even as humans they <laughs> they don't get paid a beast. they just right. they work there because that's where they work exactly and they raise him because that's their job mm-hmm. so he is like you know a kind of uh petulant and moody but also they are uh, parents to him mm-hmm. exactly and there's a great moment where lumiere and mrs potts are going back and forth on like what to do because they're about to have like their first dinner date basically mm-hmm. and they're like uh you know give her compliments but be sincere oh uh, they have you know. totally different oh, yeah. like um, everything they're saying it's it's really confusing uh yeah, like, oh, yeah 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 they're like uh be uh uh be commanding, but don't be pushy. You're like you know they're like oh, yeah. do this, but don't do this, but do this, but do this. And they're going back and forth, and they're like most of all like oh. And so it's like the whole time he's like looking and he's like trying to do. They're yeah, like, he, stand up straight, give us a big smile, and he's like <laughs> actually doing it because he's like oh, yeah. oh I don't know what I'm doing. I, I've never been on a date. Yeah. You know that is cute. And like when you start to see his like I do genuinely enjoy like the subtlety of some mm-hmm. of his like kind of childish nuance yeah mm-hmm. yeah like when he thinks he figures something out yeah he yeah exactly smile. like he he thinks he's like beaten her but yeah. it turns out that like she's way smarter than he is yeah. he's like oh dang 
Yeah, because the next scene after they go back into the castle is he has this huge scratch on his arm, and she is trying to take care of him, but he, like, it hurts when mm-hmm. she puts yeah. the hot, like, yeah. towel on his arm, and she's like, he's like, that hurts! <laughs> Which is yeah. funny, right? And then, yeah, and um, he's like, he's such a child. Yeah, she's like, well, it wouldn't hurt if you wouldn't stop moving, and he's like, I wouldn't have gotten scratched if you didn't run, and then he, like, has, like, a smug smile. Yeah, she's and, like, oh, you yeah. literally, like, captured it's my like, dad I have, yeah, and also I forced me to live here forever. Exactly. Yeah, and then he's like, every time she counters him, he's like, <gasps> and then and then he thinks something. He's like, ah, oh, but uh, uh, you wouldn't have. I wouldn't have told you to get out of the West Wing if you weren't in the West Wing in the first place. And she's like, yeah, because you're a jerk. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, like oh, fine. fine. Um. Anyways, uh, they kind of have a friendship developing. Yeah. At this point, it's cute. It's a budding. It's it's kind of relationship. Cute. Um. And then it, at some point, it we cut back to the town. And um, Gaston is, like, meeting with the asylum um, yeah. keeper guy. Yeah. This and character he, I completely forgot existed. Yeah, he's he a dir- he's a di- He's a dirty cop, basically. Like, I mean, he's, yeah. He's bribing him to, like, throw this guy in the asylum. In the insane asylum. Yeah, in, in order to, like, keep him quiet. Like, yeah. it's basically well, kind of a mob situation. Well, no, it's because... He realizes Belle will do anything for Maurice. Yeah. So he says, dad. "Yeah, exactly." If, to if, set up the threat. If to... I th- if I throw Maurice in the asylum, then I'll tell Belle. I'll I'll let him go. Yeah. Then Belle has to come me. back. And then and also like, but like, is he paying the, the asylum guy? Yeah. He, he, he yeah, dumps he a big oh, money. Right. Okay. And the asylum guy is like, he's super creepy and old, and he's always like lit from underneath. Like if he's telling yeah. a scary story, and his voice is so spooky. And I was like, this is so familiar to me. But his voice. Is the same voice as Frollo in Hunchback oh, of Notre Dame. Interesting. Who is very that makes a lot of very sense. evil and has like a deep booming voice. For real, only live once. This guy Frollo. Kind of... <laughs> 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 um, oh my god! This this guy like There's two L's in Frollo. He he looks like the crypt keeper. That's oh, Froyo. Froyo. <laughs> Fro. He's the voice of Froyo. He's the voice of Froyo. The enchanted yogurt in the castle. My favorite. <laughs> My favorite detail is, like, at one point he pulls out one of these gold coins and rubs it against his face, and it oh, sounds yeah. like... Like, it just... It doesn't oh. sound... It's grating. It's like he is, he's, He is shaving down the coin by rubbing it against yeah, his, his horrible skin. Yeah, his face is just grizzled. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it is also probably important to mention the history of Disney's representation of villain characters, especially shifty, greedy ones as being Jewish uh, caricatures. What? Speci- yeah, I mean, there's Is a big... True? Yeah, there's a big history there. Whoa, I yeah. did not Yeah, and like, uh, and uh, uh, Walt Disney was also a bit of an anti-Semitic figure himself. Which in, other villains are um, Jewish I, character types? Parts of... I'm trying to think of, like... I mean, I... One might argue that, like, Freyo can. I'm not an expert on it, but, yeah. I like, there is material out there of the history of, like, Jewish representation within Disney media hmm. that, like, oh. I think a... Frollo's, like, the most... He's Catholic. Catholic. Yeah, yeah, right? But I think <laughs> that there's also, like, yeah. the prevailing He's European like ideas of, sure, um, like, Jewish blood within certain things. I'm not quite sure, like, yeah. how it We're probably to not individual. Well yeah, like, I'm to... not... But yeah. it is important to yeah. mention Definitely, that, yeah. like, this character is... His greenish skin, which is, like, also mm. historically a kind of characteristic 
um, figure of representation of, of Jewish figures in media and oh. like the big hooked nose and mm-hmm. oh, obsession yeah. with wealth and like scrape like the yeah you know, <laughs> the that sound kind. that exactly. the coin makes when yeah. he rubs it against his so, cheek. But it's uh, he's very much a very evil character that mm. is that is set out. Yeah, he's scary. He looks like the vulture. From... He does Whoa. look like the vulture. Yeah. It also was weird because if you look, if you pause it on a certain frame, you can actually see that he does have like a jetpack. <laughs> yeah. On. Yeah, so it was. Crazy. That's pretty weird. He like is the most different of any character in, in this the movie. movie. Like yeah. he doesn't feel like he fits into the town. <laughs> well, and I guess he is from another town. We see his wagon is what is it? Asylum de, de Oh, Asylum de, de Loons, which de is his name. Loons. No, his no. name is Monsieur Dark. Dark. But it's D apostrophe A R Q U. Is that how you pronounce it? Dark. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Darkette or like. No, Monsieur Dark. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um. He's so dark and spooky. He is the warden of the insane asylum, and they're gonna lock up crazy old Maurice. Uh, crazy old Maurice. And if Belle refuses to marry Gaston, right? Um, then so, we get the best scene in the movie. Um, the montage of them falling in love. The second best scene in the movie. <laughs> we have a montage of them falling in love. Uh, they have dinner. Um, they play in the snow. They make porridge. Beast eats it like a monster. <laughs> like uh, a beast. Like a beast. Uh, Belle kind of gives him a, 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 a look of like, <laughs> And then, um, and she's like very daintily sipping her porridge with a spoon. Like a princess would. Like a lady. <laughs> and uh, the beast uh, decides to set it down and he picks up the spoon and starts to <laughs> eat it like a, like a, uh, a gentleman, yeah, and uh, and what's great is Belle picks up her bowl and kind of starts eating it she a little bit. She slips it, yeah, it's so cute. Um, and, and he's w- like, ah, a compromise. <laughs> we have them playing in the snow, mm-hmm. chasing little birds chasing. to feed them. And this is when we get uh, something there, mm-hmm. which is, is a great song there that wasn't there before. Is um, this Mrs. Potts singing this song? No, it's Belle and Mrs. Potts. Mm, Belle yeah, sings it, and then Mrs. Potts. Uh, and and yeah, this is a pretty good song and a pretty good montage. Even though yeah. we're not really clear how much time passes during right. this montage, we're like, is this weeks, um, days? Um, because yeah, I love Gas- Bell's solo parts in this song. Because Gaston leaves LeFou in front of Bell's house because mm. they they storm in. Oh yeah, and he says, "Don't move from that spot till I get back." <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, it's." snowing out here <laughs> i'll die uh they go inside and no one's home so that's, they're like you're gonna they gotta come back someday you're gonna stay out here they could have just moved away and that is also one of the more confusing like timeline exactly. things yeah. is that like when we s- return to the house he's still he there. is still there and he looks like a snowman mm-hmm. but we're not quite <laughs> so sure like he, how much time has passed because it looks like the snow's melted so like it could be months no, because I think the uh, yeah. cause the montage <gasps> happens... Wait, because the montage me. happens in between him saying, don't move from that spot, and when they get to the house. Exactly. Isn't um, Olaf is voiced by Josh Gad? Yeah. And, and Josh Gad plays In live Lefou. action, is Josh Gad? Interesting little connection. it came from this scene in this movie. Oh. <laughs> they, they the snowman thought, scene. I, so they were watching Beauty and the Beast, and they said... Wait. They're watching Beauty and the Beast, 
They see LeFou. They see LeFou as, as a snowman, snowman, and then they, they see Frozen, Frozen they and then Olaf. they see Olaf, and then they make the live action, and they're like, we need someone who's got that voice that Olaf of had. Of a snowman. I wish but Olaf could be LeFou. Hey, maybe hey, he wait can. A, a fun little uh, Disney Easter egg in, <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast yeah. from 1991 One. A time uh, is that movie. you'll see a snowman, which is a clever reference to Josh Gad. Josh Gad's performance in Frozen. We mm. thought Cinderella was the only time-traveling princess, but surprise, Belle is also a time-traveler. And LeFou. And LeFou. Um, so, uh, during this montage, we see them fall in love, and at some point, uh, Beast allows um, uh, Belle? Belle access to the library, even though she oh, already yeah. had access to the library. Like, I want to. He like gives it to her. I want to. I want to show you something. But what does that mean? But it's it's just a gesture. Like uh, she has access to every part of the castle except the West Wing. But he's like, no, I want to show you something really special, and yeah. I want you to be able yeah. to go in and read as many of these books as you want, my I, little reader. My little smarty girl. He does say that. He says, my little reader, my little smarty girl. <laughs> and she um, says, oh, thanks, big hairy man. <laughs> big hairy man. I don't, I don't know if I see it as and much then, as a, like, I, a grand gesture. Well, I, I think it actually is a cute gesture. Because it's basically a confirmation of, like, I actually feel like you are at yeah. home here. And you deserve yeah. to be able to have a level of freedom. And, and I just want... And, and also, like. it's a gesture of, like, care of, like, I know you like books. Like... Yeah, I have I lots of books. You. I have more books than you could ever hope I for. You. And I know that you love this thing, and I want to be able to make it known that these Mikasa is literally Suka. <laughs> yeah, I want to provide these forever because to you are you bound know you love. by a blood pact, <laughs> <laughs> by this rose pact. Um, they have the song like transitions into Beauty and the Beast. Uh, sang by uh, Miss Princess and Princess Potts. Princess Potts. Ooh, um, new Potts. Disney princess. We need a Disney princess who is a teapot. Yes. Actually, that'd be Representation. awesome. Representation. That'd be fun. That'd an be inanimate cool. object that is a Disney princess. <gasps> no, they Nala's not an official Disney princess, so they wouldn't make an inanimate object an official Disney princess. Hmm. Hmm. Who's Nala? In Lion King. That's it. Wait, but who's Nala's parents? Parent, her parents aren't royalty. But she marries Simba, and Simba's the king. Can oh, you edit yeah. out the part where I didn't know what Na- who Nala never, was? Never. <laughs> um, What's a lion? <laughs> it's kind of like a beast, but um, it lives in the uh, desert. Does it have a? Does it wear a Instead coat? Instead of a castle. Does it wear a big coat? No, but it does have like um, just a collar. How a many? Li- how collar. many libraries does Nala have? Um, probably zero. Crazy old movies is the next thing we see because after their romantic dance in the wait you can't skip over the romantic dance I was I was still talking about it you gotta talk about okay the, dance, the romantic dance then the romantic the ballroom dance scene yeah and I was gonna say okay. that the ballroom is completely CGI the only things that are two D animated are the characters which yeah. are Belle and Beast it, and it, it's really good but it too. is so beautiful and it's this big glass ceiling room and you see all the stars in the sky and they're twirling around this is like the best use of cgi so far i would well i i, I really like the clock tower in That's great true. mouse detective and it in does, this movie the best it does so well, far. sure yeah definitely <laughs> <It> does <laughs> there's make, not that many <laughs> it does make rescuers down under's buildings that much worse yeah because, like, this is like the, fully rendered. well and because like computer generated stuff like 
was used pretty early on for making buildings. Yeah. yeah. Right? right. And so like they did a they used it the way that it should have been used in a CGI context. Like Yeah. And buildings are much more easier for yeah, people to see and they're symmetrical and static. Yeah, and they're not there's nothing uh or uh organic about yeah. it. And you don't have to animate anything. It's just a big Yeah building um also something a bit odd is we see the mural on the ceiling oh yeah and there's a bunch of cherubs in the sky how where is this mural if the sky is a glass ceiling no it's no it's a trump it's a trump lowell trump is that it yeah Wait, but where it. is it? But is it like so, half? Well, of it so it's is glass glass clerestory, yeah. glass clerestory ring or whatever yeah. around it, which is bad for a dome, right? You to to make the keystone yeah. sit on a ring of glass. Yeah. Anyways, so they did that. This is really accessible. Super accessible <laughs> content. Oh well. Anyways, the <laughs> this top is the architecture is a mural. portion. Yeah, she's an architect. That's what she loves. No, I know. I'm saying, no. Keep going. Keep going. Um. There's we a fresco at the top. Yeah. Yeah, that's painted. Okay, I thought yeah. I was certain we no, saw see, the glass. The roof. Can you cut out the part where I didn't know how to pronounce Trompe-Loyer? The roof isn't glass. There's just <laughs> a lot the, of windows around. Oh my top. gosh, and the roof has those coffers. Yeah, I saw the coffers again, and I said, those are coffers, because I know exactly what that's called. Um, but the oh, cherubs... Just the, yeah, the clerestory windows are what you see the sky out of. Yeah. The, the cherubs are... Not animated, but they like they look. They do move. Yeah, like yeah. like they the image fades to them in a different they're location. Like yeah. their eyes, though, and they're like peeking out of the clouds more and more, and like more of them are moving out. So they do. Oh, they're not hiding. Well, well they we were see kind more of, of them playfully hiding. I think they were kind of hiding. And they're some... like, what? But it Maybe could. Hide. I mean, it it could be. I, it could be a kind of um. Like the emanation of the curse that embodies the castle itself. Right. Yeah. So right. these are like the, it is a yeah. li- it's a kind. I mean, it, it's, it's a living called, building. It's like and, the doors. Yeah. Mm, it's like the doors. It's building. a living building. It's like the movie Monster House. It's the prequel mm. to Monster House. Well, Beast Castle. Something to think about. <laughs> Something to think about. Um, I had friends who lived in a house that they called Beast Manor. <gasps> Whoa. Bran yeah. lives in a house called the Dog House. That's true. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> It was a dirty place. Oh, it's nasty. Um, also, her hairstyle. We're talking about my house. No, the, oh. I'm talking about Beast Manor, but Beast Manor is very close to where you live. And oh, wow. across the street. Kind of a. Actually, their building was way more poorly taken. I don't know how this hairpiece, this gold hairpiece, stays in her hair, but I'm always um, amazed by it. Great hair. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how she makes this like weird. Half yeah, is bun it like a, it's a half bun like right on the crown of her head? Yeah, I feel like there's got to be like a pin or something in there. But yeah. man, it's so cool. Beast has got great hair too. She's he got. Does. A, I think she's got to bump it. We also see Beast fully naked preparing for this. Yeah, he takes a bath. Wait, what? <laughs> Connor was not. Did I miss notes. That? Yeah, he was in the he was, bath. He was in the bath, and you fully see him standing up in do you full see his head big, to toe. Do you see his big booty? You see his booty. It's not that big. Why so the dudes in this movie. Okay, give. This movie ranks pretty lowly on the butt tier. Mm, oh yeah. Well, but it ranks high on the underwear tier. Yeah. We do see, we, that's true. And we also, see, you do of see a boxers. lot of big butts. We see it's all. It's like her dad and uh, and LeFou and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, we see uh, uh, Maurice's underwear, which is striped, or is it? It's polka, polka dots. dots. And then we see like some random tavern. Has- uh, person heart underwear. who has heart underwear when Gaston takes his belt. Oh, that's right. Um, wow. Belts are really useful. Belts are very useful. 
because you can you can chew pro parts off here. of them and then spit them into your friend's <laughs> mouth. Yeah, that's the Gaston challenge. <laughs> the Gaston. <laughs> Rip off a piece of belt and spit it into your friend's mouth, and then yeah. swallow four and eggs. Swallow no, four I'm doing the Gaston challenge. You're doing the LeFou challenge. No. Get a belt, no. spit in your mouth. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyways, she has this beautiful romantic dance. And she's sitting outside, and she talks about how, you know, she she's she misses her she dad. misses her dad, and that's basically the only thing that's keeping her from being really happy right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. And so the beast takes her back into the West Wing, pulls out this magic mirror, which I can't remember if we saw the mirror before this, but we did because he said, "Show me the girl." That's right. Yeah. And he. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well and they also set her... it. They set it up in the um. Intro. In the intro, that the only way that he can see the outside world is through the magic That's mirror. Right. Oh, yeah. Show him whatever That's he right. wants. Mm. So uh, he hands her the magic mirror. She says, "Show me my father." And crazy old Maurice is stuck in the snow because he tried to go after Belle by himself. Yeah, yeah. He was Aww, feverishly he gathering up, kind of. Yeah. Right before yeah. Um, Gaston and LeFou got there, he had just left his house. Because no one would come with him. Yeah, because no one would come with him because they thought he was crazy and he's going to go save crazy her himself. Yeah, how big is this beast? Eight feet tall? Ten <laughs> feet tall? Yeah, right. Crazy <laughs> old Maurice. <laughs> um, anyways, she sees that her father is dying in the snow. And she's like, oh, I have to go help him. She be- Beast lets her go. Yeah, because if you love something, let them go. And and if the rest of the... someone, s- let them go. A great moment. The rest of the staff is like... What? Like, no. What do you... No. You are almost in love. Yeah. Also, that's pretty... I mean, also, like, think about it. Like, it wasn't just him... Right. It was yeah. 400 people that had been turned yeah. into Yeah, objects. they're like, hold on, wait, you're like, not gonna and also like, fix this Yo, curse? Please. Yeah. I have a kid who's... All my kids are cups now, dude. <laughs> you know what it's like raising a cup? All me, I can me do... Neither. <laughs> all I can do is pour water out of my head. <laughs> out of my big nose. And I'm gonna <laughs> live forever. And I'm gonna... And it's... Awful. Actually, it sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, to, forever to be an object forever. Think of how you, yeah. have to, you don't have to pay rent. You don't have to eat. They didn't have to have pay to rent either. Actually, you do have to sleep. They do have to sleep. Yeah, because the cups, the cups were sleeping. The cups were asleep. Well, they just didn't want to talk to their mom, and so this whole time they pretended that they've had to sleep. But for years, they've never had. This is pops just, is like close our eyes. Hey, She's I don't like, have to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sleep. They're children. They're children. Uh, Lumiere has cool fire powers. He can control when That's his true. candles turn on and off. I've been busy thinking about candles. Bring. Um. <laughs> uh, anyways, they he lets uh, Belle go. She rushes off, gets Maurice, um, and has the mirror with her still. Oh yeah. And they. The beast is like, no, no, take it with you. Exactly. Um, and they take her back to, or he, she takes him back to the village, mm-hmm. and they settle Wait. down. Oh, Maurice. Yeah, takes Maurice back to the village, uh, takes him home, uh, we see LeFou as the, uh, <laughs> Olaf. as Olaf <laughs> outside, which is a great little visual gag of, he's been there so long, oh he's like God. hiding as a can, or as a, a snowman with a full, uh, carrot, <laughs> carrot and everything. Is yeah, he keeping, he is from? he like hiding, or is he just like, I think he's hiding. It's just kind of. He's like, and also just yeah, is, the, is the joke that he's been there for so long that the, a like, snowman has piled up on top of him? Yeah, or, or like kids turn like just made a snowman out <laughs> yeah, of him because he's like holding, he's yeah. like holding the stick arms. I think like, it's, it's a fun piece of comedy. Yeah. It's so good, um, but it doesn't hold up under scrutiny. 
I have some continuity issues with this. Where'd they get that carrot, eh? Yeah. yeah. And those pieces of coal. If he wasn't supposed to leave, where did he get all that stuff to decorate uh, the one, snowman? Uh, one thing that I do give props to uh, whoever was taking care of continuity was... Tim Allen. Um, Tim <laughs> Allen's... <laughs> Tim what? Allen's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's gonna what is what I'm going to refer to it as from hence uh-huh. onward. Um, but um, when he was gathering up stuff to leave, Maurice like feverishly got a bunch of stuff, and then there was like a sock. He just like grabbed his sock and like put it over his shoulder. And he was like, yeah. and then it like he got fell. this weird like globe. Thing yeah, he too. and then he like it fell out of his arms when he was leaving, and it got caught in the door. Mm. And then when um when later when uh. Gaston came in, he swung open the door and the little, like, sock thing, like, flew like, out of the, yeah, way. Out of the yeah, way. I <laughs> like really that. Continuity. Um, we love. Yeah. We they, snowman doesn't make any sense, though. Get it together, <laughs> Dazney. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim, Tim. Dazney. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they, uh, they, you know, settle in back at home. However, the angry mob has showed up. Oh, yeah, um, they're just a mob at this point. He, no, yeah. they're angry, though. Like, I think I, I think mobs are inherently angry. So no otherwise, it's a crowd. So were they all planning? a dance mobs not angry? A, so, I don't know. They, <laughs> so they gathered to do what? To send Maurice to send to crazy Maurice. Maurice. Yeah, Maurice yeah, they've all heard the asylum. Of I don't know why plan. everyone. Thought. Well, but they yeah, weren't like see. angry though because like they were all laughing at him. So it's like, yeah, would you have a mob that isn't an like, angry mob, but just like a mocking one? Like yeah. we're gonna go to this guy's house and just. Laughing. It's because this is such a small no, town, they, so this is the excitement in right. the town. It's true, for they want to see. They, so yeah, they're, they're like, come on, everybody, let's I go. I hear they're going to take them to the as- Asylum de Loons. They already have, like, torches and pitchforks, though, at this point, yeah, though. They're true. already an angry mom. They're just excited. By definition. Um,. Wikipedia even says, after taking Maurice to the village, an angry mob led by Gaston and Monsieur, Monsieur Dark uh, arc. arrived to arrest Dark. Maurice. Um, anyways, they're all laughing about the beast again because Maurice is like, I promise. What's weird though is like Belle, like, isn't like, I thought she was going to immediately be like, I saw him too, but there's like a little bit of like Maurice just kind of swimming by himself. Yeah, she really lets him flounder a little bit in the water. It really lets him gunther a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) and, uh, and, but she realizes she can prove the beast exists. She pulls mm-hmm. out the magic mirror. Show yeah. me the beast. Show me the beast. Not the brightest idea either. I think it's a great idea. It's like, hey, sh- let's show everyone the location of this horrible no, beast No, they just now. show his face and he's like roaring. No, he looks sad. Oh, looks that's so right. sad. They don't show like, show me the beast's okay, if, house on a map. This is a great idea because the alternative is no one believes the beast exists and, and your, your father gets taken bin. to the loony bin. This is the only way to prove... Yeah, I mean it's it's true. That but... he exists. Obviously, it comes back to Biter because they because he's a beast. Because then he's like, oh, teeth. he's a real beast, and now we can rip up whip up this mob from just like a random frenzy into a a mob is looking for a leader, and Gaston and a is thing the leader to... they need. They're looking for a leader, but they're also they looking a for a thing cause. to mob. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, wait a minute, us just here to tell Maurice to do. Torches. I don't need a torch to just tell Maurice to go into Let's the car. Let's go kill that monster. I don't need a torch to laugh at this guy, but you know, now I can be scared of this guy. But then, like, Gaston changes, like, the subject so quickly. Yeah. Like, that yeah. he's just like, oh, well, let's go after this guy. And then, like, people seemed, are like... Well, because he, like, he sees that Belle is like, no, he's real, I've seen him. And he's like, oh, wait, a guy who's he's bigger nice. than me, hairier than me, yeah, there's and a sharper <laughs> teeth than yeah. me, and Belle likes him more. 
kill him. Well, I, I love thinking that that's Gaston's takeaway. <laughs> He's like, I wasn't hairy, big, and teethy enough I, for her. last inch of me is covered with hair. It's like, this, but the, not enough? this is the only explanation for why Belle doesn't like me. because yeah. she yeah. found the one guy who is hairier. Listen, yeah, it's, I gotta not, take him out. it's not how much of you is covered in hair. It's about how much hair you have. In total. In total. <laughs> total. The mass of hair. Number of hairs. Yeah. The per, per, uh, per pound. Per square inch. Yeah. Yeah. Per pound. Um, how much of your body weight is hair? A lot. He doesn't, <laughs> does he, well, no, he bathes. So it's like, he probably, he keeps his coat really nice. Yeah. Real shiny. Real shiny. shiny. boy. <laughs> Um, so Gaston, uh, also, by the way, before she shows the picture of, the, of Gaston to everyone in the, the in beast? the mirror, sorry, yeah, the picture of the beast, <gasps> who's sorry. the real beast, yeah, no, who is the real beast, Whoa. um, whenever, before the beast. she shows everyone the mirror, Gaston basically reveals his plan to Belle, says, well, maybe I could convince him not to take yeah. her, then it becomes, if you marry me, yeah, then it becomes like, a, no. less of a coercion and more of a, a veiled oh, threat, yeah, exactly, sure. <gasps> veiled? A wedding veil. <gasps> a veiled threat. <laughs> a threat of a veil. <laughs> no, I don't want to wear with a veil. A veil threat. <laughs> a veil threat. Uh, um, and then we get this great mom song. Yes. So uh, he lo- Gaston locks Maurice and Belle in the basement. Oh yeah. Uh, so they can't go and warn the beast that they're coming. Which is funny because it's like, how are how are they gonna beat the mob? To, to the castle. They can only yeah. go as, well, a mob no, can only go as fast as the slowest slow. person. <laughs> as the leader. And the leader <laughs> you want to like, make sure the mob stays together. <laughs> no, but the leader, Gaston on his little horse, is like taking very stylized, like, bing, 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 steps. They're marching. And this is the mob song, yeah. which. Uh, How do they know where the castle is? So I guess they do know where the castle is. No, so they've he, known this castle has been there this whole time? No, no, no. Time? He has the mirror and he says, show me the castle. And then they go to the castle. Yeah, but it's just a picture of a castle. Right, but once you see that, you can identify where exactly it is <laughs> in the I, land. But you don't need to see the picture of the castle to see, be able to see <laughs> because a castle. Because the Gaston's only... not thinking. <laughs> he doesn't right. use his brain. He's using <laughs> He's not his much gut. of a thinker. Show us what a hundred feet uh, I need to be the... at in order to get to the next spot to start to go <laughs> To the yeah, castle. the map just turns into a yeah. GPS. And no, it's like, it's like, show me where I am in relationship show to the us, castle. Show us the closest tree to the castle from where I am, and then and then you just take a step in that direction. That's why he's going so slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly, yeah, Bell, Bell and Maurice could have beaten them because the they magic, know where the castle yeah. is. The magic oh mirror is like a little Garmin. <laughs> yeah. Turn right at the next tree. <laughs> you, you can download, like, new voices for the for the mirror oh yeah that's that's then you're entering into shrek territory yeah whoa um i almost wish that uh this movie had the same plot as shrek where the curse um like that bell just took the yeah. form of yeah. uh the true love mm-hmm. and she turned into it yeah i mean or like that's why shrek's a better movie or the moral growth is not <laughs> shrek's uh great. is not like tied to a change in physical appearance mm-hmm. at all and yeah. that like they realized that like Hey, the curse didn't really matter in the first place. Like, what if he? What if they don't realize? Like, it would be really cool if he realized that he loved him, but then like they decide together to wait until he turns twenty-one when the curse is like sealed. Mm. But then that's also really selfish because all the pots and pans. I guess it does does kind of have the Shrek thing because he falls in love with a human and then he is transformed back into a human. And he also doesn't want to be a beast, so That's why true. would he willingly wait if he didn't have to? Well, that would be the growth, is that he actually comes to reconcile with the fact that he's still the same person, and the problems 
The problems with him was not that he got turned into the beast. The yeah. problems with him is that he w- needed to grow personally. Yeah. Of course. And that, like, she but fell in love also... with him as a beast. So he's just as good as a beast or a human right. as he wants to be. But if it but if it doesn't matter either way, why not just go back to human? That's yeah. true. It is and nice to not be covered in yeah. hair. Please. And the town uh, would shun <laughs> them grooms? if she was a... Shun them even more than they already are than uh, if it was a human girl marrying a beast boy. Beast boy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this a, is Teen a Teen Titans, Titans. tie-in. What, what was the line? A teen tie-in. What was the? <laughs> oh my god! What was the line that Gaston says that, where he says he's a boy, or he says something like oh, that? Oh, I can't remember what it was. <sighs> I, I'm not gonna remember it. Yeah. Darn. Um, what other, context is it? In? I don't remember. I think it was like in the bar, but I don't know. The or other... like someone says someone is a boy, and he says like I'm also that. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was um, funny. I wish I wrote it down. Big dumb the other idiot. weird line that Gaston says is, uh, like, take your courage to the sticking place. And I yes. don't know what that means. In the mom song, it, he it says rem- that. It reminded me of the phrase in uh, No Country for Old Men um, uh, when the main character comes back with, a, with, like, a gun that he got and a bag of money. Yeah. Uh, his wife is like, where'd you get that, Llewellyn? And he's like, at the getting place, which is, like slang for like none of your business that's mm. i like that that's which is fun. it's just like a way of just like uh, like stubbornly like not, like not answering, answering a question yeah, yeah, yeah. which like is that. really fun so that's, that's fun. what it reminded me of is <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the getting place <laughs> let's yeah. go to none of your business i was like what um, the sticking place. so chip actually went with bell back to the village so this is oh, how yeah, I forgot about that. This is how Bell and <laughs> yeah. Maurice get out of the Chip is the uh, real hero of this movie. Uh what did he do? He so one of Maurice's inventions was a big <laughs> contraption with an axe that cuts logs of wood. Oh. And so Chip turns this device on and I don't know why it had wheels cuz this device wouldn't need, need to In case you need to move to a different log. Right, but like why or why does it have an automated motor? I guess is my question. Cuz it moves he on its own. motors. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, why are we not 300 years that? before the combustion engine. And, uh... A genius. This thing is so dangerous because it's just like a moving, large mechanism Chopper. with with an axe that swings radically yeah. in the front of it. <laughs> it's so it's crazy. also not effective as a cutting tool. No. I know it's pretty good. I think we see it cut some logs. Yeah, doesn't it cut through the door? And it cuts through the door. It's if good anything, at cutting through doors. One. Yeah, but it's so only, like... Vertical chopping, I guess. Well, still cutting into horizontal. Still have to like cut down the tree in order to, and get that's the tree there. That's all it's for. I guess that's true. There's another device for that. Secondary. Yeah. All of his Just swings horizontally. <laughs> um, no, they're pretty good at cutting down trees, as we see the village does. Oh yeah, we song. were a little confused yeah. when we first saw that because we're like, <laughs> we're why are they just randomly cutting down a tree? that's only going to slow them down. We see a lot of Disney villains. They should have cut down a tree closer to the castle. Yeah. Didn't have to carry it the whole way. Uh, we see a few Disney villains like just tear down trees because they're in their way. Yeah. So I kind of thought for deforestation moment, is evil. Exactly. Whoa, Disney. Hot take. Which is funny coming from Disney, who bought up a bunch of swamp land to turn it into an amusement park. Whoa. Those aren't trees. That's that's not swamps. a forest. That's a that is a that's the wetlands, which is a famously non-endangered <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> Um, what's that uh, Arrested Development quote where they're like, we're saving the wetlands. Saving the and they're wetlands. like, from what? Drying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, anyways. Angry uh, Bob gets to the castle. They get to the castle. And they're ready to bust the door down with the oh, tree. Yeah. With oh, the tree they yeah. just cut down. They, with their own personal little battering ram. All the... Uh, big old battering big ram. Big old battering ram. 
all of the uh, objects inside are freaking out. Mm-hmm. But they decide they're going to go into battle mode. They get to their stations. Battle mode. They eventually... Attack mode. <laughs> they, <laughs> they bust the door in. And what's great is just, like, on all sides of the entrance is just all this furniture. A random field of objects. Just random furniture. Yeah, like if you packed up all your stuff into one area before you moved out of your house. It was July 31st (laughs) (laughs) in the castle. Your lease is up. Your lease is up. You gotta move out. It's the bottom of the parking garage (laughs) in West Campus. Oh, my God. Um, And... And so they all bust in. LeFou picks up Lumiere and is, like, looking around. And Lumiere just screams, no! Oh, and then yeah. every... This is maybe my favorite Chaos scene. Chaos ensues! All the, uh, yeah. all the furniture just jumps the the mob. And yeah. there's just, like, this huge fight. Uh, there's some great moments. So this is This is where the mob guy rips the feathers out of Feather Duster. Disgusting. Messed By the up. way, isn't it funny how Mon- Monsieur Dark is a named character and then feather duster and wardrobe are just named feather duster and wardrobe or the three what bimbet. the bimbets bimbet, right bimbet, but they're bimbet. even lesser characters i'm That's saying strange. like oh yeah the actual like, ones that have character and, development and like like characters that we see multiple times throughout the movie yeah, yeah. Have does gaston names. say monsieur dark or does he just i don't know is he just named in the credits i don't know i think he's named in the credits. Honestly, he probably yeah, says it. Giving... We, we talked over a lot of dialogue. That's true, we did. That's true. Um, I think, yeah, I th- he might have said yeah, it. Who that, can say? The, but the, still, they should have names. The kind of fight scene montage is that really great kind of satisfying ragtag group doing each one doing the thing that they do the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? And yeah. then it's a funny, like, they're each doing a weaponized version of themselves. So, yes. Um, Except Cogsworth full-on has a gun and a knife. Which is my Does favorite. He, a, he has a whole gun? A whole yeah, gun in his hand and I, a knife. That's it, amazing. He had, yeah. no, that's when he has the Napoleon hat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's dressed up as Napoleon a with a yeah. sword. It's a sword and like a like a, a, like a pistol. Old-timey like a flintlock yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And then and I really they, wanted to see him fire a weapon, <laughs> fire a gun, and he uh, and he pokes LeFou in the in the booty. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they chase the guards because they're getting destroyed. Yeah. And they go into the kitchen, chasing the Ottoman. Yeah, chasing the Ottoman, who was it was a, a dog. Great, it was an awesome trap. And then they get there, and then the stovepipe, this flamethrower, <laughs> like turns oh my God, on. It's so scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. Bursts into flames. And there's a yeah. really great moment where the coat rack, who's which is made out of carved wood, which with like ornate like uh, spiral bells at the end, <laughs> to, are to using the, the knobs mm-hmm. like boxing gloves and is like boxing oh the God. face yeah. of like a dude. It's the, so perfect. It's like you you've seen those like hooks on coat racks that just look like curled up yeah. balls. It's yeah. like it looks like uh, uh, an old timey pugilist. Yeah, just exactly. Like... <laughs> Yeah. He's got the top hat on. It's exactly. Um, anyways, all, most of the mob leaves at this point. They, they run out killed. the front door or is murdered. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like it pans. It like pans over the scene. The there's like there's a guy dragging himself <laughs> just with his arms out of the castle. Yeah. It's like yeah. pretty messed up. Yeah, um, it's brutal. Yeah. However, um, the one guy gets sucked into the wardrobe and oh, has, yeah. yes. So uh, a, a guy gets eaten. A guy gets eaten, and then they clothing. do the and then they do the. It's gag. like a tutu and like a bra and like a beehive hairdo. Like, is that yeah? Is was that originally like intended for Belle? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, they didn't even need the stylist if the wardrobe can, can do just do the hair, and you just have to step inside. Well, she, the brush and the comb are inside of the she wardrobe. She partially digests this man, <laughs> <laughs> and then vomits him up as. <laughs> Okay, we don't see Belle change. Is this how Belle changes? Yeah. She just jumps in the wardrobe like, and then... Oh, come on inside, honey. It gives us more... It gives us a more, like... 
they give us more evidence that's that 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 is how she changes than to the contrary. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's so true. Um, so Gaston is Sneaks sneaking up. around the house, mm-hmm. the, the hassle, the, the castle, the and the hassle. Hof, Hof is German for castle. Oh, the Hoffel. The Hoffel. <laughs> Just the Hoff. Goes into the, the Goes into the West Hoffel Wing. Hoff is weapon Hoff. Or Waffa is weapon. And the, the beast isn't even trying Not to, like, Actually, stop no, them. Actually, is castle. I'm sorry. Beast, <laughs> beast is so upset that he is just sitting by the window. Oh, yeah. And Gaston fully oh, kicks the door in, yeah. and he turns around, and, and then just, just like, <sighs> like, doesn't even try to fight him. Uh, he's and then, so Yeah. Sad. Well, what's weird is, like, he's coming in with a bow pointed. Yeah. And <laughs> he's about to shoot it. And then, like, he looks sad, but then he gets shot. Yeah, <laughs> Go ahead and shoot the arrow branch. Shoots and he, the arrow. And he gets into the back, and <laughs> then he gets mad as if it's like. Well, yeah. This is You'd be ex- mad if someone shot you. The thing is, is he knew he was going to get shot. Yeah, but he probably didn't know it was going to hurt that bad. Oh, man. This. Oh, oh, this really hurts. Yeah, he probably I, thought it was like a Nerf gun, and then it was like a full on bow and arrow. Or, or maybe he, like. No, actually, the thing that makes him fight back is seeing Belle. That's what it is. It's she's not like, hitting Beast, shot. beast. She's running in with Maurice on the horse. Well, is it no? That's when that's when they fight back after. No, because because uh, Gaston oh, tackles him out yeah. the window. Oh, that's yeah. right. He just window. cries out in pain. He doesn't fight back after. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And it's not until um, Belle rides up yeah. and sees the fight on the and rooftop. He's, How does she uh, see that? So far away. Yeah, I don't know. Gaston breaks. Carrots. Gaston breaks off a, um, a the top of a of a gothic spire. Yeah. yeah. To club him. And beat Ugh. him to death with, presumably. And as he's about destroyed. to do the thing, Bell is R.I.P. Notre Dame. Um, as he's about to do the thing, Nobody Bell's like ripped off the top of it. I can't believe. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to Hunchback. <laughs> That's right. When when people did rip off the top of the <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame, but he's about to beat him to death with like the end of a spire. Yeah, which is was pretty easy to pretty resourceful. Yeah, pretty. Which is weird because he has weapons. Yeah. Well, he shot his one arrow. So That's right. Now, he only had well, yeah, pretty bad huntsman. If you literally need care, he only one. needs one. This is the first. Obviously, time. he needed more than. One. Well, this is the, this is a beast. This is the this biggest is animal. That's true. He's only fly. ever had one arrow. Yeah. He's he's not uh, he's not a rich man. He can only afford it. <laughs> it's just like Sword in the Stone when he's going after exactly. the one arrow yeah. at the very beginning exactly. of the movie. That's uh, he that boy grew up to be Gaston. I think I think wow. Disney animators. Arthur? Yeah, <laughs> King Arthur. <laughs> King Arthur's Gaston. I think. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. I think Disney, uh, as a child, was really into archery, but couldn't afford a quiver. And Aww. so he always just had one. Eagle-eyed <laughs> fans will notice that uh, there was only one arrow shot in both Sword in the Stone and in Beauty and the Beast, and that's because Walt Disney could only ever afford one growing arrow. up. He said he, as a boy, he could only afford one arrow, and he said, growing up, I'm going to be able to afford as many arrows as I want. Wow. And uh, or my name is in or my name J. Is Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> um, and then he's about to kill him, and then Belle's like, Beast. No. Oh, no, man. Don't die. You're hot. Don't die. <laughs> me like you. Don't like die for me. Ha ha, don't die. You're so hot and stuff. And then, yeah, how is uh, the beast not Casey's hottest and then, animal? Yeah, I, well, then she's a contrarian, and it's a horse. She doesn't like the fact that it's actually a human. Mm. That's right. She's Weird. disappointed. <laughs> Technically, it disqualifies him from being able oh. to be considered an animal. Oh is by the end, he's a human. Um, but the um, Ottoman also doesn't count. 
Because it's an ottoman. And a, just a regular pet dog. Well, the horse <laughs> is just a regular horse, too. He saves yeah. some lives. Doesn't stop, Casey. Um, <laughs> and then the beast is like, oh, wait, yeah, that's right. And then he pretty handily... Fights back. Fights back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then eventually... Um, yeah, and Belle well, so gets into the castle and is up on like a balcony, and he's, he's like he's like holding Gaston like over the oh, edge. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. like about to kill him. Yeah, and then Gaston starts begging for his life, and then he shows mercy, and mm-hmm. he drops Gaston onto the uh, and he says, onto the roof. And he just says leave. leave. Yeah, and then and, never and, and it's no. the thing where the the noble victor. Turns his back on the defeated on the mm-hmm. defeated mm-hmm. opponent mm-hmm. who uses that to take one last Don't ever shot. Turn your back. No respect. Yeah. Watch your back. And so, um, as he's climbing, Bell is up in the balcony yeah. Because Bell's up in the balcony, and as he's climbing to get up on, get back to the balcony, he the balcony the balcony. <laughs> That's. German for balcony. Oh. It's German for balcony and the place in which Bell sits. Mm, it's, it's, the balcony! That's actually German for the beautiful colony. <laughs> colony. <laughs> it's Italian for Bellacony. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao, Bellacony. Anyway, he's climbing up the he's climbing room. up yeah. and then he gets stabbed Gaston in the ribs. stabs him. <laughs> and stabs him in the side, like in the rib and or blood. Like a kidney or something like that. Blood yeah. starts like running down yeah. the side Lots of, of him. The most too. blood that no. we've seen in a no. It's so far. We've seen more. No, we've seen more. I think I think there was more in Black Cauldron. Oh, for sure. Black Cauldron had some blood in it. Oh, yeah. Spooky I remember. I don't <laughs> Um. Anyways, Gaston stabs him, but then loses his footing and yeah. falls Classic. Off, the cl- off the edge of the castle. And into the moat. Into the moat. Presumed dead. Super dead. The moat that we have never seen Yeah, because you now. never see the shot. You only see the shot of, like, on the horizon the castle, yeah. looking up. That's true. And it's the top of the thing. That's a good point. And so, like... This moat you, is there. Yeah, you don't know that, like, there's actually a moat down there. Yeah. And so well. you just see it. And then he dies. And then he dies. And he dies. Presumed dead. Um, Beast climbs up, but he kind of faints slash dies. Oh yeah, for loss of blood. And and Belle starts crying and says that she loved him. Yeah. This causing, even though the rose is out of petals, the curse is lifted. Wait. Oh no no no! I was gonna say because it's not true love's first kiss. Did he die from the rose petals falling off? But no, he died from the no. He died from the septic injury where yeah, his liver was spilling out into his. Because remember, the rose was just... To keep him as a beast forever. Yeah, exactly. but also then it's weird because they, uh, she proclaims her love. Mm-hmm. They both share a mutual moment of genuine connection and love, and it's beautiful. And then he just get then the magic kicks in, and it's kind of like a revive potion, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like in Zelda where you, you don't use your fairies in combat. Right. You wait to die you wait until because you they're going to automatically kick in. This is yeah. fully like uh, in Doctor Who when he regenerates. It is exactly this where he dies and then light beams shoot out <laughs> of his hands and feet and face. And then he like whoop, comes back and has a new more face handsome. and body. More Usually handsome. comes back more handsome. Usually more handsome. Usually. <laughs> Sometimes not. Peter Capaldi. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> I love Pete. <laughs> um, we and love a revival. I've been busy thinking about Pete. Bing! Everyone turns back Ba-ding. into uh, what they are. Yeah. Humans. <laughs> uh, Humans are that one dog. Yeah, and they... it's and it's great that everyone looks 
like like you were saying earlier, yeah. looks like the which is like then it's kind of a weird moment of just like like imagine if everyone looked like a candle and then it's like you're you screwed as the beast because you don't have any cookware. It's or, all just candles. Or or does the objects they are just look like they do as humans? Because but, if you just looked at human Lumiere without any other context... That's I, what I mean, right? You wouldn't, so like, you wouldn't think that guy looks like a candle. Well, that's what I mean. So, like, imagine if you had a whole... All the servants in your house just happened to, like, look like the way Lumiere looks like as a human. Yeah. And, and then they all get turned 400 into... 400 candlesticks. Then you just oh, have 400 candlesticks. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, well, I'm gonna die. I think that they are just dressing for the job they want. <gasps> Transform into the job you want, not the job you have. Yep, yep. I want to be a small <laughs> clock. I want Perfect. to be a, a broken cup with a chip in it. Perfect. You know what? Well, you yeah, can only fill it up 30%, but you can still drink out of it. You can fill it up further if you keep it tilted. Another thing we uh, haven't talked about is how all of the ant- or all of the people's names are uh, really close to like their objects. Cogsworth, Cogsworth. Mrs. Potts, Wardrobe. That's yeah. kind of yeah. a weird name. So maybe, wardrobe. honestly, I guess their their human names are just Wardrobe and Feather Duster because you have Chip, Mrs. Potts, yeah, weird. Lumiere, Cogsworth. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's kind of this thing of like they kind of forgot their previous lives. They maybe. adopted oh, names. Oh, they adopted new names. Yeah, because it's just like... Oh, yeah. That is plays a big part in the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Mm. That they kind of are dealing with the PTSD of being turned no, into... No, that they kind of just forget their human lives and like think that they are fully a candlestick or a teapot wait or whatever. do they lose like do they lose they their... like just lose their memory of being human ever that's really messed up yeah and they have like spoiler um they have like people in the town like there is a um like mrs pot's husband is in the town and that's he's, super messed up he like dude. lost his wife and he's like i've like he's been, been grieving for, for 10 years yeah and whoa Oh, no, no, no. He, I can't remember That's if so he, like, the people in the town also forget, like, every memory of these people is wiped. That's how they deal with the fact that, like, that's how they retcon the idea that, like, everyone's super surprised about this castle. Well, right. And that, That's like, why they forget about it. Yeah, they don't know and, about it. And that hundreds of people live in this castle. Yeah. Right. Right. And that, oh, by the way, there was a castle with a, with a royal family that yeah. had some sort of rule over something that and, lives... 10 minutes away. Yeah, but the people are like, yeah, I feel like I'm... Distance. Yeah, like, within one... You can Mobbing get there distance. in a Mobbing couple distance. hours, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but the people their, their in the town are, are like, still lit. I feel like I'm, like, forgetting something. And they're always, like, kind of alluding to, like, oh, there's something back there that I, mm. I don't... That's interesting. I kind of like that change. Yeah. That's pretty... I like that story more than this one. Well, you didn't see that movie, so... That's true. Yeah, we should watch it. It's we pretty should. fun. Yeah. Um... Uh, yes, they they host a ball, they dance, everyone stands perfectly still watching them. Yeah, dance. they they, the they were like just like in Super at Beauty that when point they, they were the just end. like you know what images of people we know they can move. It's actually very funny because now that they're turned into people, they stop moving. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, people. It's, that's what they're, they're used, used to. to. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's we true. Move. Well, I guess I'm gonna sleep now. And they, just, <laughs> and they just stand still and close their eyes. <laughs> or they're like worried. They're like, quick, someone's coming. Close they, their eyes. Well, it's like close 10 eyes. years without having to eat. Exactly. What oh, do you man, do? You gotta be so hungry. Well, no, or just like, you forget like what any of those things are. Yeah, that's true. You no, don't, because they don't. You haven't felt pain They don't for forget years. how to eat. Well, actually, no, Cogsworth feels pain. Yeah. They can still feel pain. Oof, no, they can't oof. eat. No, they, but they know what eating is. Yeah, they, but like they they prepare food. Imagine not they prepare food imagine every like day. not having eaten and not having ever oh, been sure. hungry for ten years and now it's just like 
Do you think you'd get extremely hungry? Why don't you just be like weird? No, because yeah. we, we decided during the movie that they go back to oh, the right, exact right. point that they the, were frozen. They're like frozen in. So, you know. Yeah, so Chip, more Chip, Chip is as old or almost as old as Beast. Yeah. Does Chip have a huge gash in his head? No, Chip has yeah, a chip in his tooth. He's missing part of his he head. He has a chip in it's his tooth. That's why he's called Chip. <laughs> it actually makes it the bloodiest Disney movie. No! Well, what's weird is he got turned into a cup, and then the cup got chipped. When he got turned back into a home, a, a huge part of his head was missing. <laughs> oh my god. And then he was in abject pain. The movie ends. And thus ends Beauty and the Beast. But they do a reprise. A tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty good flick. So good. Yeah. Good flick, good flick. Good flick. Villain, Gaston. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Great I mean, villain. terrible. There's a whole song well, about sure. how Yeah. A, awesome truly a representation of a lot of horrible stuff. Yeah. Like, it's pretty high up there so far in terms of villain songs for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it, best right. villain song in my opinion, but also I'm... What other no. villain songs have we had? I, I really like Radigan. Oh, Radigan's great. Radigan's is really great. They're also they're, both of those songs are just about how great the villain is. That's, that's the best villain song. Yeah, truly. Really. Does Captain Hook have a song? No. No. Dang. I know. No. Missed opportunity. Ursula's poor unfortunate souls. Yeah, that actually. Great. That's a really good. She's, yeah. This is what I'm villain saying. Villain song though. Villain songs are usually the best song in Disney movies, in my opinion. Well, yeah. I mean, I love them, but I think that. Other songs in this. They're movie well. They they're, they're I think really Be Our like. Guest is my favorite in this movie. I could see Be Our Guest being a really strong. They're really grand. I mean, the villain songs are always really grandiose because like the yeah. villain is always inherently this kind of grandiose figure mm-hmm. in search of power. So it's just like right. it's always like n- like no holds barred. This like crazy spectacle. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, like, remember um, Percival's villain song? I'm Percival. I'm kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Um, I'm McLeach. <laughs> I'm capture this bird <laughs> but to me like madame mim's song cruella de Vil's song yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. ursula's song mm, um, we love a villain song uh, gaston's song they're all great songs and they're all pretty different from to each think, other to be our, fair our show, cruella de Vil's song is not her villain song but it is the guy's her. song yeah, about that her that's like gaston's that's song that's, that's true, sung by lefou framework yeah, I think our um, our show at our uh, fake Disney fan park is a villain show. Oh. Like, you know how they do shows periodically of, like, all the characters come out and sing? Yeah. This is just the villains, that. like, uh, singing about how awesome they are mm. to each other. Mm. They kind of saying some... why they should Well, and out. there's no audience allowed. It's just <laughs> yeah, for it's the cast just... members to be able to... Enjoy themselves. Yeah, just give each other compliments. Yeah. But in character. Yes. Wow. And you can, like, peek into it through, like, little slits in the wall, but you can't watch the full spectacle. Honestly, the Gaston... I think the Gaston is one of the funnest songs to sing. Oh, yeah. It's so great. Every song that's Also because it falls in my vocal range. So... Mm. My limited vocal range. That's why I like the princess songs. Because I can pretend that I am a Disney princess as I sing them in my car. You are a Disney princess. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm Gaston. Yeah! I can eat four dozen eggs. Now you eat five dozen eggs. <gasps> and I'm roughly the size of a barge. <laughs> I think the mob song is the worst song. I think so. Casey said Which that Which is what too. Casey also said. She does say that. Um, let's... Other things that Casey says. Did yeah, did we miss anything? Casey? I mean, I think... We, we got most of it. She mentioned that, uh... Um... 
No, uh, she mentioned some things that we mentioned ourselves or yes. mentioned already. Like Hottest uh, Animal Philippe. Yep. Mrs. Potts so. plays favorites. All the food looks amazing. Um, uh, Gaston <laughs> might not be against women thinking, but just hates the idea of thinking in right. general. He's oh, come right. to a moral conclusion that mm-hmm. thought is a uh, is actually a corruptive influence. It's a crime. Yeah. Thought crime. Thought Whoa. crimes. Whoa. Um. Yeah, oh, I, she does say all the men in this movie need therapy, and that is 100% correct. True. Even Maurice? Crazy old Maurice. No, Maurice actually yeah. is just a father that's like trying to provide he's for just his about Lumiere. Lumiere's great. Well, Lum- uh, he's a candle. All men well, should be more like Lumiere. Well, he has like a really beautiful relationship with uh, yeah. Feather Duster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so like... Yeah. He has a name, and she doesn't. Well, we can't win them all. Well, they... I mean, it's like... It reminds me of like a... um. Like an old couple, they still like sure. call each other beautiful, and they like make Even cute little pickup lines, and they couple. and they like canoodle. They're well, oh, yeah. canoodlers. He, half of them is hot. Oh, I think they're both hot. Lumi- well, Lumiere carries hot. himself with a certain type of confidence. Lumiere's got a swagger and charisma that makes him hot. He's yes. uh, literally. Ah, he's a fire. Oh. Um, what Something to think about. is our ride for this movie? Well, first I was going to say cutest animal was the sheep. Oh, the <laughs> sheep that she reads the book to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one thing oh. about the sheep that is really important and a continuity issue is <laughs> I believe most ruminants, I know this about goats, maybe I'm wrong about sheep, let us know if I'm wrong, but they don't have teeth on their up on their upper jaw. Mm. It's just bottom. They have they have a I hard think... like gum, but they but they chew with their bottom mm-hmm. teeth. What about and they, these goats had human mouth teeth on their top jaw? Yeah, so. um, everything's and no, I'm pretty sure sheep have teeth on both rows. Well, that's the back. It's the front is like uh, oh, like well, they don't have any. Well, no, oh, they have that. Yeah, that's at the very, very yeah. That's what front. I mean. They oh, they only have to pull stuff. Mm. They only have teeth on the bottom. I yeah. see. Yeah, they grind things with their mortars, but they oh, don't yeah. have incisors because they don't need them. Mm. The little goat with the spot on its eye was also pretty cute. Spot around its eye that she goes to feed in the beginning, but I think you're right. Those little sheep's are the cutest. Um, really speaking cute. of those, that book, uh, she is reading the book to the sheep, yes. and there's a picture. And then later, Gaston says, "How could you read this? There's not even any pictures." Well, he didn't flip through. Yeah, the picture was in the beginning, enough. and he didn't get that far. I doubt flip. that there was. It might have just been. Well, book. it might have just been an introductory like illustration. Yeah, to get you in the mindset. Yeah. I don't think it's so. a it's a I think Gaston illustration. didn't even look at the pages. That's not, I mean, that's said, not out of the ordinary. No or the here. illustrations might have been in the back. Well, um, I'm pretty it says, sure. Like, refer to figure. Yeah, one, yeah. They might have been a figure. Might well, have been a historical mm, nonfiction. I, I guarantee we could find the screen grab and we can just see how much of the pages. Yes, yeah, I thought it was at the very beginning. I thought it was in the middle because anytime anyone in Why a movie draws, anytime any book is represented, because it is weird to just have the cover open and then one page. It's going to be hard to find the photo of Belle sitting by fountain reading book two sheep. Well, I mean... That exact thing. You can pull up the movie, go to the scene, take a screen grab. Or you can make a gif out of it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's exactly... Or you can pull it up... up That's just how people draw books. Well, you could just pull up that song on YouTube and then you can make a gif out of it or something. Right. Put it in for the gif. There you go. Yeah. Um, also, anyway. I was thinking. I was thinking about uh, Fanpool Friday. Um, have a list of some furniture, Ooh. and people pull on what type of furniture they'd like to be. 
That's a fun mm, fan poll for writing. Interesting. Furniture poll. Furniture poll. What type of furniture would you like to be? And it could be an other and you let us know in the replies. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. What's our ride for this what movie? What is our ride? Hmm. Oh, like all the movies, I feel like I had an idea during the movie and then I lost it. I feel like mine was something Egg toss. That- Egg toss into Egg the mouth. Swallow. I like I like the Gaston challenge being its own sort of pavilion. <laughs> yeah, where you go in and it's just rows of eggs. And then yeah. and, oh, fruit, fruit leather. Ooh. Oh, and then you and then fruit it's a leather belt. Contest. It's just like the bar from the movie, but oh, yeah, I would all love, the contests. And stuff. I would love Gaston's bar. Gaston's bar and grill. Yeah, is like <gasps> and they dispense. Uh, they dispense like. Uh, drinks and beer out of or like or even like a soda fountain but the fountain head comes out of the hole of the barrel yeah and then you can like spray or the the animal heads on the wall all of them are a different like a soda, soda and you have to get a ladder Ooh, to get up you know what would be great yeah. is if like it's like this bar is owned by Gaston and so like all of there's like all these animal heads and antlers and stuff everywhere yeah, on the walls does he own that bar no. No, why are all of his hunting trophies? Yeah, he decorates And he has that it. big chair. The chair by the fire, it's totally But he's not bar. the bar. Yes, it is his bar. Because there's someone who's behind the bar. Well, yeah, yeah he, he wouldn't it. be behind would the bar. Then nobody could look at him. He's a landlord. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's a developer. The worst type of villain. The worst type of villain. I, th- I like Gaston's bar and grill yes. because then you could also have these giant painted murals of Gaston doing like heroic yeah. deeds and it's just like him like like slaying these monsters mm-hmm. and like every mirror lifting. has a big vinyl cutout of Gaston yes. looking back at you in the mirror oh my god I think it's also like um, you know the Disney princess breakfast or like the Winnie the Pooh breakfast where the characters come in <laughs> Ga- so Gaston comes in like every once in a while like every hour oh but and it'd be does great competitions he, and stuff like or he, he doesn't even engage with the audience he just goes in and looks at himself in the mirror <gasps> and just like talks about how great he is yeah. and then leaves like he doesn't even he, goes in and he, he doesn't even interact with that, anybody a pint of beer yeah, he, oh, every man. 30 minutes the the crew the cast member that plays Gaston has to go into the bar and slam back like three pints and then eat 10 eggs and then eat 10 eggs and, and then, then leave. leave they're the ones that are doing the Gaston challenge yeah, that would be that's awesome so true as much as I love that idea I also really love the idea of because uh, the Gaston actors at Disney World parks, Disneyland parks are like some of the most fun. Oh yeah, like, they improv. do like push-up contests. Yeah, like they're always stuff. like boisterous, like, boisterous, and they're and they're like really confident and like uh, they they'll like tell like little girls that like they um, should marry him and oh and like they shouldn't be uh, really leaning thinking. into it, huh? <laughs> No, but come, it's I a mean, character. It's, and, I guess. And he's just like, or, I don't yeah, know. The little girl is dressed as Belle. He's I don't gonna remember. be like, a, marry me, come on. He's it's like the most beautiful girl. I don't remember park. exactly. You gotta watch. Yeah, it. no, I, I, yeah. And and what's funny is like the the little girls will like stand up to him and they're like, no, you're a bully. And he's like, what me, Gaston? And he's like, I'm the strongest man. Oh, yeah. there is oh. in the village, whatever. Um, I would love it if Gaston would come in and then just challenge people yeah. to, to like some sort the of comp- like ra- like random competitions. Yes. And it's like competitions that he's like designed to lose every now and then. Yeah. And or he gets like yeah. really grumpy. Just, ah, what? Or I oh. mean, or they, they just throw the competition. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure they probably do that with I think, like 
Like, well, so with the push-up con- actually the push-up contest, he usually just beats them, which yeah. is really funny. That's really messed up, and I love. It. <laughs> no, that's like it's not good to you. But it's also because he's not doing. <laughs> just be a jerk. Yeah. Well, because it's usually not children; it's usually like teens and adults that are like, like I'm big tougher than guys. Gaston. Like, like people are trying to be it. cool. That's funny. And so then, then the teens are the villains. Yeah. And then it's funny because Gaston will just start be doing these push-ups, and then he'll just switch to the one arm. Oh my god. Because the because the Gastons are usually buff dudes yeah. that are playing him, right? And it's just well, funny though. Like their job. They're like, let us let us know if you want me to that's slow what, down. That's you know, that's what they get paid like fourteen bucks an hour to do. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I love it. He comes in, he does the challenges, and sometimes he comes in and just yeah. drinks beer. Well, is there himself. is there like a more undersung part of the movie that could be highlighted with this? I was thinking about something with the kitchen like, guy. <laughs> and then the, that could be something, but well, I don't know it, what it would be. Because there's all because you know there's the br guests and there's like you know the ballroom and Gaston. What if but like the asylum. What about the three? No. What if we give screen time? What if we give some space to the bimbets? To the bimbets. They're in the bar. They're hanging out in yeah, the bar all but, the like, time. Give them some agency. Like have like have like a thing constructed about like their lives. <laughs> What if we go into the backstory of these three women with their own characters and agency and histories? How would well, we do that in a row? Here's, here's the problem. No, I do no idea. <laughs> here's the problem. We can't make attractions that actively, um, like, are, are, like, opposite to what is in the movies. You know what I mean? Well, what if it's not opposite? What if it's just another dimension to the character that you yeah. tell me if we, if we add, we, we can add stuff to the character as long as it doesn't remove what is canon. Because otherwise, yeah. they are obsessed with Gaston. The they are obsessed with Gaston. Maybe they're the ones who find the people to challenge Gaston in the bar. Yeah, that would be a lot of. I mean, so like Gaston only shows up every now and then, but yeah. they could be the people that are regularly there. Mm-hmm. So what if they're challenging people too, and also they're handily beating everybody, and they always <laughs> well, win? Yeah, and they they love Gaston so much they let him think that he's the most powerful person in town. <laughs> but they, but are. like they are actually way stronger <laughs> yeah. than he is. And sometimes he loses the challenges, but they. Always. They, the challenges. Eat, they eat six dozen eggs oh every What if they're the ones that kick people out whenever Gaston, whenever they beat Gaston? Oh, they're yeah. like, out, out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they eat six, six dozen eggs. I want to go to Gaston's Bar and Grill. Yeah, let's go to Disney. I would, I let's mean, I'm Fanland. a big fan of like a Margaritaville, but like it's right. just like really. That's the other thing. They, they got to have like huge like slabs of meat. And, oh, oh and for just, sure. Like, Giant Margs. Yeah. Huge, <laughs> huge <laughs> beer Marks. that's super cheap. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was something else Casey said. We forgot to mention. She said the beer looks delicious. The beer looks really it good. does. Oh yeah, I like it's the all beer it's all heads. Or not kegs, but the yeah. the beer yeah. is all head. Yeah, all it is one hundred percent foam. Yeah, it's but the the beer cups are singing and they have great voices. Um, where are we ranking Beauty and the Beast? This movie. I asked the, Casey. The beer mugs are alive and they have teeth. And when you dr- all the beer mugs at the bar have uh, teeth and mouths, and you drink fr- and you feel their teeth. When you drink <laughs> oh, no. from them. I think okay, maybe not that because that's gross. But <laughs> maybe there's not that. like there's uh you can buy a singing beer stein, and you don't like you can drink Ooh. out of it, but it, like the top goes like bah, 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 and like sings you a song oh. like these guys. Or do. it's yeah. like those Christmas trees with the really horrifying rubber lips yeah. that like sing a song and from the, the side are, yeah. while you're drinking from them. <laughs> and it sings like a dumb parody of a Christmas song. Get large! <laughs> like as you drink. They've got accelerometers in them so when they're tipped over they start singing. Oh. But it's just it's the Gaston yeah. song. So every ooh, time ooh. you're pounding back a beer it, it would just be like a like a gyroscope inside it's yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah i like that oh yep yep 
That's fun. Okay, I asked Casey where she thought this movie would go, and she said at number five. That's what I was going to say. <gasps> I was going to say number five. Can I see the list again? Yes. Oh. That's almost exactly, yeah, that is almost ex- yeah. probably exactly where I would put it. I In between thought, Cinderella and Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah, that it it's just right above Cinderella. I think um, before hmm. we watched it, in my brain, I was going to place it higher than Little Mermaid, but watching it, I think that that is a great spot for it. Isn't that weird? I, I kind of hmm. have a similar thing where I was like, I didn't think it was going to be number one, but I was just like, man, this movie is going to like blow us away. And honestly, like it's really, really good. Yeah, but it's, it, it I mean, it's beautiful. It didn't so blow beautiful. me away as much as I thought it would. And maybe it's just because yeah. I'm like so familiar with it that it was like mostly stuff I... I, I think you'll probably... I mean, like as someone who definitely doesn't remember the full movie like i very remember yeah yeah it's I, a dingle hopper sorry it's a different movie i was just thinking about <laughs> is that a, oh yeah oh i was gonna say i don't remember <coughs> that part of beauty and the beast that's I, when the forks were dancing oh when gaston does in the middle of his song say dingle hopper <laughs> will out wow get dingle hopper okay um so you're good with number five i think i could put it on number five i think it is better than cinderella yeah but I think Peter, yeah, I think that is the perfect spot. Boom! Super so easy. So easy. Wait, like literally. So it's Gaston's Bar and Grill, right? Yeah, yes. I, I think so. Park. Okay. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of uh, options for what's inside the Bar and Grill, but yeah, yeah, it changes. It's a dynamic building. What makes it not as good as Peter Pan? Do you think? You know, I think it's because th- normally we you end up we or you end up talking through right, it in order sure. to make right. that decision but y'all are pretty if it's y'all unanimous, have agreed yeah right yeah. but like yeah. i guess you don't have to but yeah. it would be interesting to talk about like why do you think it's not as good as peter pan my, my reasoning is because i i think visually peter pan is much more interesting hmm. and vibrant and varied um there yeah. is a lot of really cool hmm. visuals in beauty and the beast yeah. and this is so this beautiful. is probably not something i could argue is objective like this is yeah. pretty much like i just Gut like decision. the look of peter pan right. more yeah um but as for like narrative like i think like we've kind of brought up some like issues with some of the morals of this movie yeah you know mm-hmm. that's true and um you know, the villains are both great. It's really... They're too hard to compare, honestly, for yeah. me. Because they're both so great. I think Gaston could be up there in terms of... T- like, I think Gaston... As, if this were a list of villains, Gaston would be way higher than number five. Well, maybe, I mean, like this kind of is three. a list of villains. Because yeah, honestly, Ursula is, is probably number one. Number and then one. Maleficent. And then Ratigan. Oh, and, and then, then Captain Hook. Hook. Yeah, and that's then, true. Um... It kind of falls Gaston. apart Gaston. towards the bottom, but... Yeah, and honestly, the, 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 the bees are definitely number eight. Yeah, but like <laughs> top five, top five, top six. Wow, Disney movies are like basically the villain ranking. Too. Honestly, you could shorten the podcast episodes by just like I, talking about the villain, ranking the villain, I and then basically Disney being like, so much. "Here's the thing that that they bring so much to the table. Yeah, so like that true. is, and they bring so much to like the the like threat of the of the like plot of like yeah, how like the everything. dire like yeah. the direness of the mm. situation yep. is is established by how threatening or how interesting the villain is yeah. and and the like, villain's gonna get a song yeah. so you're working with similar archetype pretty similar archetypes for for protagonists mm-hmm. yeah you're working with pretty similar story structures especially like the three-act structure or the hero's journey yeah and so like mm-hmm. you know there's not a whole like the things that really distinguish them are the uh, the silhouettes like the kind of visual identity of the cast itself. And oh, then, and just like the setting. Yeah, the, the setting. I mean, the settings, but even still, like Sleeping Beauty and Beauty and the Beast, both have a pretty similar kind both of setting. Have beauty in the title. That's right. <laughs> and Something sleeping. It's about. very small in Beauty and the Beast. 
Something Be- to think about. Beauty, Sleeping, and the Beast <laughs> is it's Sleeping Beauty name, and the Beast. But it's... um. And the Beast Boy. But yeah, I mean, I think that definitely the, the villains are really good. Like, when you get up into the kind of higher tier, like, a thing that helps to suss out the, sure. the level of, yeah. you know, each movie is definitely, like... What like what's that villain? Yeah, yeah. and what's I think like, like the protagonists and like the songs and stuff are like definitely have some differentiation. But yeah, yeah, I think it's even mm-hmm. more so in the villains. Yeah, there's certain things you could say are in every Disney movie or in almost every Disney movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, for the villains, it's like yeah, these these villains are all over and the place. I think it could even be argued that like that that's when they're able to get the most creative is designing mm-hmm. those villains. Oh, exactly. Right? It's because it's like oh, yeah. you have to make. There's a lot of rules you have to follow to like mm-hmm. make a protagonist, especially mm-hmm. like a Disney princess protagonist or a kind of like archetypal Disney movie narrative protagonist. They have to have certain types of qualities, but also like you have to have the viewer be able to kind of envision themselves as the protagonist Mm -hmm. and look up, look to that and want to kind of have that. And so you end up with some more passive roles sometimes or kind of wish fulfillment roles. And instead of like a dream is a wish your heart makes a dream is a wish your heart makes the slogan of Disney, which is what I think Lumiere said. (laughs) Um, And then that song uh, where all the pleats danced. Yeah. Yeah. And they turned into a big text that just said, a wish is a dream your heart makes. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. Whoa. But um, <laughs> I forget what I was saying. But basically, the villains have a lot more texture. Yeah, and so it's exactly. cool to texture. see cool villains. Chunky. And I think that's a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think about. I love well, it. It's, one might even say it's something, something to think about. Hey, guess what? That was our 30th movie. Whoa. Which means it's time <gasps> for the fans to rank. <gasps> Ooh. The movies again. Yes. Hey guys, can y'all actually do it this time? We didn't get enough responses. <laughs> All right. So time. little I confession, I definitely didn't do it, but that's also because I <laughs> because didn't why? watch any of them. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, but I, so. we want people. We, we, we don't know, care how you rank them. We know probably none of the people listening to the show have actually seen all 30 movies. Oh, yeah. That's true. I, I do genuinely want to see... I do genuinely want to see some of those historical deep dive movies. Oh, yeah. I'm actually They're kind of more wild. interested in those than sure. I am in the Renaissance movies sure. at this point. I think... But, like, no matter what, even if you're like, oh, I've only heard of, like, some of these movies, I've only seen a couple of them, whatever. Yeah. Even if you're doing them just based on what we said about them. Yeah. 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 Which, whatever. at this point, it is, like, for me, oh, the majority yeah. of these, because I haven't seen the majority of these yeah. movies. At, so. at this point, it's going to come down to, we just want as many entries as possible, because eventually, once you get enough stuff, it's going to all average out to be, like, representative of the fans as hmm. a whole. Right? And so, as you, a... Oh, continue, sorry. So, like, even if you only have strong opinions about some of the movies on the list, just placing those where you place them is going to be enough input to, like, help the entire thing. So fill it yeah. out, y'all. That sounds really exciting. And, you know, if I were a fan, of like, course. how would I be able to access that list? Like, where's it going to pop up? That list is going to pop up uh, on our website, fanoutofview.com. Yeah. Uh... We might also post it on our uh, Slack Social channel. Media. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, we'll for sure post it there. Hey, if you want to actually discuss Ooh, yeah. the fan list, go over to the Slack channel. You know, I saw, I see you guys' list, and I've got a lot of opinions. I got a lot of things to say about it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, then I got something for you. Give me five dollars, and I'll let you talk to. Hey kid, to some... <laughs> hey kid, you want to talk to people? <laughs> Give me five dollars. <laughs> Has familia, or I'll curse you, or I'll curse you. Has every Patreon been a dude? I just realized that. Yeah, something to think about. Hmm. (laughs) 
So I don't know what that means. Naughty boys. I don't know what that means. I just maybe Only, it's, maybe it's the naming convention. Well, of naughty well boys. baby wives. I think that. Yeah, but you gotta pay twice as much to be a baby. I wife. think that objectively <laughs> proves like that um, <laughs> that only boys can be nerds. Mm. Only boys can That's be false. Disney fans. Only boys can be Disney fans, and only boys can like comic books and be gamers. These are all lies. All right, Connor, let's read this list. <laughs> all right, Connor, these are patently lies. How, are, how is he going to read it this week? How are we going to make you read it? French accent, maybe. Ooh. Okay, so French accent. We'll uh, say the numbers. Where am I putting it? It is number five. Okay, five. So we're just going to say the numbers, and you're just going to scroll up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get you. So ignore the numbers because yeah. they're not. Well, but be... I'm gonna have to insert it in. Right. right. It'll right. be right up the center. Okay. Um, okay. So what do we want to say? French accent. Yeah. Um, um, Gaston can... voice. Ooh. Ooh. <coughs> I can do Gaston voice. Get lard. Get lard. All right, Gaston. What are our movie rankings? What is the worst Disney movie at number thirty? The worst Disney movie of all time. Is Make Mine Music. What's 29? Melody Time. 28. Fun and Fancy Free. 27. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Number 26. The Black Cauldron. 25. Sword in the Stone. 24. Pinot- Pinocchio? <laughs> what is this word? <laughs> Number 23. The Gaston. Three Caballeros. Gaston, you're thinking again. Just reading. I didn't know Gaston I am reading. Read. <laughs> right. There's read. no pictures here. <laughs> There's one at the top. I, I promise if you keep reading, you'll get to you see a picture. Okay. 22. <laughs> Oliver and Company. 21. Oh, I know this word. Dumbo. Oh, 20. people called you that before? It's the only thing I refer I referred to myself <laughs> as when I was a kid. Aww. Number 20. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Number 19. 101 Dalmatians. That's, a That's number, not a number. <laughs> you can't fool me. Gaston, it is a number. We promise. Uh, number 18. The Aristocats. 17. Lady and the Tramp. 16. Saludos Amigos. Oh no. 15. Alice in Wonderland. Number 14. The Fox and the Hound. 13. The Rescuers. 12. Robin Hood. 11. The Rescuers Down Under. Wow. Number 10. <laughs> Fantasia. Number 9. The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Number 8. Bambi. Number seven. The Jungle Book. Number six. Cinderella. And our new number five. The new number five starring me, the oh. protagonist, Gaston. Well, oh, uh, uh, we'll go ahead, later. go ahead. Number what? No, no, number five. Starring you. Yeah. Which Gaston and the Beast. Mm. <laughs> yes, number four. <laughs> Peter Pan. Number three. The Great Mouse Detective. Number two. Sleeping Beauty. And the greatest Disney movie of all time. <sighs> I guess. The Little Mermaid. Well, thank you, Gaston, for coming in and reading that list for us. I've got to go lift up. I got to go back to the egg store. <laughs> I have to buy eggs every 30 minutes. I hear you have an outstanding charge. I'm destitute. Someone please help me with my finances. I spend $30 on food, $200 on rent, and $12,000 on eggs. Someone please help me with my finances. Sounds like a fine budget to me. You should close that tab if I were you. Close that egg tab. You got to go back to the egg bar. I love egg bar. Egg bar. (laughs) Egg bar. (laughs) We all have to sing uh, I'll Make a Fan Out of You in the guest song. Egg bar. I'll make a fan out of you. (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, fans. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, uh, review the show on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to the show. Uh, like I said, those reviews and ratings really, really help us get discovered. Tell Ooh. your friends. By a vault. Back us on Patreon Ooh-hoo. if you want that exclusive content and want to support the show. Slack channel. And see if next time we can... Do the Gaston (laughs) Challenge. (laughs) Wait, actually, real quick. What is the next episode? Aladdin. Aladdin. That's going to be good. It's Ali. Ali, Oh, the Gaston boys. Gaston. You know of Aladdin. (laughs) I know him. I read all of the Thousand and One Arabian Nights. (laughs) You read? How did you know that number? I read. Mm. That's how many eggs I've eaten. (laughs) The only way I can count is by counting up how many eggs I eat. Well, Gaston, you should listen next week and see if we make a fan out of you. Goodbye. Goodbye.